Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio. And you'll notice today's episode is a little bit different. Uh, for starters, it's almost five hours, so this is going to be one you're probably going to end up listening to in chunks and most likely not all in one setting. Because if you're like me and you listen to podcasts and audiobooks at two to two and a half times the speed, even that, that's two and a half hours. So maybe on a long drive but probably in chunks. Um, And today's audio is actually lifted from a Memorial Memorial Charity live stream I got to be a part of uh, last Monday. Um, It was put together by the awesome possums uh, Nathan Marchand and Michael Hamilton from the Power Trip podcast. Um, It was a memorial for... um, Jason David Frank, uh, famed Power Rangers actor who became the the face of the franchise. Um, other there were a bunch of other awesome guests as well. Uh, Kaiju Kim, uh, Jr. and Jack Hudgens from the Drift Space, Travis Alexander uh, from Kaiju Ramen Magazine, and um, Zio Tahiro also uh, made an appearance. I'm gonna attach all their links so you can go check them out. Um, the most important link you're going to see in the description, though, is the link to the uh, the charity. We partnered with uh, the organization to write Love on Her Arms, which is a, um, a wonderful uh, organization that helps with suicide prevention. Um, they are a fantastic organization. The link is still live. We've so far raised half of our goal about. Uh, the goal is $800, and we're currently at 398 So if you hear this and you're impacted by this or you know anybody who's been impacted by um, suicide or suicidal ideation, uh, please consider donating any amount to this uh, to this memorial charity. Uh, The links in the description. You can also if you want to watch the video, um, I'll attach the link to the actual live stream as well. Uh, we get a little loopy towards the end because we uh, we started recording at 8.30 p.m. and we didn't wrap until about 1.30, 1.45 a.m. Uh, it went a while, so we were all loopy at the end of it. Um, but I really enjoyed the time there. It was great to uh, to share about Jason David Frank and the impact he and other Power Rangers and the franchise as a whole has had on us and what the loss was like. It was in a way very therapeutic and helpful. Um, so uh, usually I don't include a trigger warning, but if talks of suicide and suicidal ideation and mental health can be taxing to you, I'd say wait a while before checking this episode out just because da- uh, Jason David Frank did pass away due to suicide. Um, and we don't shy away from that in the conversation. And we're constantly mentioning the um, the numbers that you can text in the U.S. and Canada if you are struggling with uh, suicidal ideation. Um, so just wanted to give that heads up. And now we'll transition into the the episode. I hope you enjoy. Hope you're all safe. Take care. And God bless my friends. Peace. The following includes discussion of mental illness and suicide. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, everyone? Wait, it's Power Trip, right? You can edit it. What's up, everyone? It is JDF, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to the Power Trip. It's morphin' time. 
Lisa! Hello, everybody. Give me a second here so I can add my co-host, Mr. Michael Hamilton. (laughs) Hello, listeners with attitude. Well, well, it's Uh, not just listeners with attitude. It's going out to like everybody at this point. Everybody. Yeah, all of our podcasts, several of our friends' podcasts. It's a mega crossover that I wish was under better circumstances, unfortunately. I was going to say, I wish this was under better circumstances because um, for those who don't know and who haven't paid attention to the title, we're going to be honoring Jason David Frank for this live stream. Right. Uh, We wanted to make, Nathan, we wanted to make sure that we gave the tragic news of, of JDS passing enough time for the dust to settle before we put something together. Because like we've seen so many great uh, memories and things of, of JDF being shared over the last week since he passed away. And we wanted to make sure that we had all of our feelings and things kind of, we, we wanted to let it simmer just a little bit to really process the gravity of what we just, of what we just, of what we just had to go through. Right. So that's why we're going to be joined by some wonderful people. Uh, for this live stream, some some familiar faces and some new faces, and one no face uh, for this live stream <laughs> to talk <laughs> to no talk face. about to talk about the life, the legacy, and everything in between of Jason David Frank. Right, and right. I, I I've dreaded and looked forward to this conversation all week. I yeah, I can understand, and it's only Monday, right? And it's only yeah, Monday. It's right? only Monday. But let's let's do our little roll call here, if you want, starting with the Kaiju Queen herself. The Kaiju Queen, yes. Miss Kim. Miss Kim, uh, who joined us for our Dino Thunder episode, if anyone is not if anyone is not familiar. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello everyone. Good evening. Yes, yes. It's great to have you. And then also our former co-host in common. Michael, <laughs> Mr. Travis Alexander, <laughs> the, joining the discussion for the first time. Yes. Which, one of the co-founders of Kaiju Ramen Magazine, among other things. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and I have covered Power Rangers on Kaiju Weekly, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it Kim counts. Was on one of the episodes. And this is going out, uh, the audio of this, I should say, is going out on the Henshin Men feed. So say hello to all the heroes of the internet. They miss you, trust me. Hello, I've gotten, uh, heroes of the internet. <laughs> trust me, I know. I've had people tell me that they miss Travis. So <laughs> he's Who back, baby. <laughs> All well, right. Fun, fun, fun fact. Before we move on, Travis was supposed to be on our Wild Force episode, yes. but due to some scheduling, he couldn't make it. And I have to say, buddy, it, first of all, it's really good to be on stream with you again. And two, I like the beard. You should keep the beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, meanwhile, I'm sitting here adjusting my. I'm a professional. I'm adjusting my camera settings while we're live. <laughs> like uh, I just did but- a flip. But we are going to try to make it up to you, Travis. Next season, we'd like to have you on to talk some Sentai. Okay, good. Uh, like, don't have me on any of the uh, Mega Force episodes. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're going to have you on for Car Ranger. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then next up. Die Ranger. We- 
Dye Ranger. Oh, <laughs> We're still figuring it out. Calm the heck down. And then also, host of One Cross Radio, among several other podcasts, and hater of Canadian bacon, it's Chris. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there, son. I don't hate Canadian bacon. I hate what you call Canadian bacon. <laughs> no Canadian calls ham bacon. I don't know what this is from. <laughs> Uh, all right all right <laughs> yeah and then we have two of the hosts of the drift space podcast who have both been on the power trip and vice versa we have the what? jack hudgens vice versa Ooh, and jr villers great to have you fellas on what's up guys <laughs> uh i feel i, I feel very honored to share that, the screen with you know jack not showing his face. You know, hey, I'm just on year four of telling people I want to fix my uh, webcam, so right. we're good. Uh-huh. It's all right. How, how long have you been no. fixing that webcam for, Jack? I just said I'm on year four. Year. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Rocky four thousand. <laughs> I think I think Jack Jack loves nostalgia way more than I do. It's, it's, it's on record. It's so on much, record. There's a lot of triggering going on right now. I just didn't. I know. So right? much, so much so that he told me himself last night that he is nostalgic. For Here we us, go, Nathan. Here we go. Yep. Yeah, boy. Uh, by the way, uh, all of you uh, in the stream right now, can you uh, please help me try to keep track of the chat because I'm a I've got a little bit uh, a little bit of a distance between me and my screen because I decided to put a bunch of memorabilia in front of me. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> yes, quite <laughs> right. Yeah. I had trouble seeing you there. We already have a we, uh, we already have a question, so we just want I okay. Just Which make uh, sure that uh, we... who who asked the question? Oh, Doomzilla. Uh, is it well, Doomzilla? and does does Chris also hate the movie Canadian Bacon? I'm really interested in that. Oh wait, no, that's the wrong. Uh, that's the wrong Doomzilla. Uh, no, not at all. Not John Candy further was awesome. It's like further up, Nathan. Oh, okay. Yeah, wait further up. Yeah. After Yellow Yellow. Are you sure about that? Actually, <laughs> Nathan is still learning how to stream yard. It's my friend Eric Anderson who asked that, not Doomzilla. Oh, yeah. That's, that's why I was well, confused. You, <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Doomzilla did ask the first question, though, if you back yeah, up. He actually he did ask, ask the first, first question. question. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let me see. He can stream, guys. We promise. Yeah. That's it. Here's the question. What was your first experience with Power Rangers? And what is your favorite Tommy? The. Moment. Moment. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get that. We'll get there. We'll get there because we we have a you know a plan. (laughs) Well, do we? Well, do we ever? Yeah. Well, and then (laughs) let's see who do we have in the chat with us tonight. I'm going to pull a Kim here. So we have on the hey, it's our friend Jamie Michael. Hey, our favorite, our favorite angry Scotsman. (laughs) Favorite angry from Scotland. It's our favorite angry Scotsman who loves it when we do the type of Around and around and away you go. (laughs) I'm Scottish. Like a guest on your show with how much you refer to him. I love it. And then we have bonus commentary. Hey, bonus yeah. commentary. What's hey, up? Mom and, hey, yeah, it is a bit of a somber get together. We have uh, Doomzilla. <laughs> hello, hello. Hello. No, yellow. Wait, what? Yellow, yellow, yellow. yellow. Okay. Yellow, yellow. 
then my friend Eric, as we already said. And then we have Batman. Brad Batman Edelman. Yeah. Please, everybody, see bonus commentaries like recent comment. It's so spot on. Let me see this one. Ah, this is the most. I are the most IRL D and D team I've ever seen. Delusion, delusions of plans. Immediately, uh, immediately abandonment of said plans. This is going to be a wonderful night. He's not wrong. No, now he's not. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's more insulting that or what on, on the grid said about us being like this is like a super mega team up, and I'm like, oh, oh no, 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 Jamie, no. <laughs> you take that. Yeah. You, you keep that. Have. You keep that up, and we're going to start whipping out the Michael. I'm going to start whipping out the dodgy Scottish accents a little bit more tonight. I was going to say, I hope you're not going to try to whip out Rito again, because we all know that's we all know that's inappropriate. Don't tempt me. Okay, I'm gone. <laughs> we also have Danny in the chat. Danny. Danny, yeah, Danny Domana. Michael canceled yet? Not yet. We'll see. We'll see how the night goes. Actually, I should, Kim, Kim, Annie, I Danny. should get a pass for this episode because I'm heartbroken. Yeah. So, well, and right, we also right, have right, Godzilla right, Train, 1990. Yeah, Adrian. Godzilla Train. Adrian. 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 Oh no! Oh, we lost somebody. We lost Chris. Chris. No, Chris. Why, sir? Before Why? Talk okay, about okay. Bacon before again. I paid, <laughs> I paid for stream for streamyard for nothing. <laughs> there he goes, interrupting me. Having some technical you. difficulties. Oh, good lord! Well, we, well. Oh wait, nope. He's back. He yeah, lives he's again. Sorry. So sorry. Back he's from the back from the morphin grid. I see. <laughs> oh, like a like Before. a little puppy. Like well, oh wait, Jamie's got a what's this? Yes, we don't need to to see any kind of bones. This isn't that. I'm just stream voice. <laughs> yet. You're right. <laughs> you know what? I, I like, don't uh, have any context. I don't think I want any. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, really, yeah. But anyway, I was, I anyway. Heroes Think, comment. Things run differently on the drift space. There's going to be bones. Oh, we got Zeo to Hero, our buddies from Zeo to Hero. You know what? This is still better than Samurai. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is better yeah. than Samurai. <laughs> I promise there's no alcohol in this coffee cup, guys. I promise. Sure. No alcohol whatsoever. Is this stream as off the rails as the Kaiju Weekly uh, Turbo episode that we did (laughs) when Jack and JR came on? Where we where we talked about boobs for forty five minutes? Yes. Yeah, or yeah. double D's, diva talks boobies. <laughs> Kim, Cor- Kim, I see you up there. I see <laughs> three three words: nostalgia and corsets. <laughs> okay. All right, that's fair. That's fair. But before this gets too off the rails, we will have a couple of more friends of ours sure. joining us later on. I believe. Yes, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, well, I'm going to bring on at least one of the guys from ZOD here on for a little bit. But uh, Batman here says, I too used to drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I'm glad that the joke has caught on. Yes, yes. And then Nick Blackler is joining us tonight. Hey, Nick. Mm-hmm. Hey, up, Nick. Nick, it's good to see you, man. Oh, our bu- and Michael, our buddy Christopher Reiner is here as well. Chris. 
Yes, I, yeah. I was going to be disappointed if Chris yeah. didn't show up. Yes, and I, I've actually heard Chris talk a little bit. He's more redneck than you. Congratulations. Well, he's from Georgia, of course. <laughs> wow. Like, I'm further south than him, but yet Georgia is somehow more... <laughs> Uh, well, it's it's because Travis, you speak with that really sophisticated French dialect sometimes. Zio de Hero says, "Off the rails?" You say, "Was it ever on the rails to begin with?" No, no, it wasn't. Uh, no, uh, no, I think we're uh, honestly. It might just be the lot of us just trying to avoid the sad subject at this point. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, I was absolutely. I was gonna say I was gonna say just to keep us on task here, we do have some we do have some we do have a reason why we all came together. Right. And that is to that is to honor the memory of a fallen ranger, Mr. Jason David Frank, who tragically passed away uh last uh last weekend. And Nathan, there's actually a very good reason why we're all together outside of just getting a chance, just having an excuse to talk about the career of Jason David Frank. We're actually going to be trying or at least attempting to raise some money for a really good cause. Nathan, do you want to go ahead and tell the folks what that good cause is? Yeah, yeah, I will in a second. But I do want to show off here that my apologies. StreamYard is dumb when it comes to PowerPoints. It's not. Uh, it's harder to see the text than it was when I made the PowerPoint. My apologies. But I do want to give a little shout out, Jack, to your sister. I did borrow a bit of her artwork. I hope I, she doesn't mind. Yeah. That, but this is Rebecca's artwork right here. And uh, for those who are listening to this, the first two images I have on here for me kind of summarize how we all feel right now. One is Rebecca's artwork with her. I'm guessing that is supposed to be her just looking very despondent yeah. at her art table. And then the spirits of White Ranger Tommy and Kevin Conroy Batman are offering her a little bit of comfort. And then I also have, this is not from Power Rangers. It's actually from Zhu Ranger. But Danny DeMana, I got to tell you, he posted this on his Twitter right after the news broke. And I don't know what it was, but <clears throat> seeing this image of a sad dragon zord, which in Zhu Ranger, he is mourning the death of Barai, that about broke me. I almost cried when I yeah. saw it. I don't yeah. know. It's, it's so weird. But anyway, but to get to what we're talking about here, we're also, this is a charity stream. We're going to be raising money for To Write Love on Her Arms, which. I'm going to do a little right, reading. Organization. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I've got a little uh, quick reading here for you and then I'll share the link in the, or if any, if you have the link to our donation website, Michael, if you have that, you can put it in the chat uh, if you're able, but uh, I will, but uh, they wrote on their website, hope is real. Help is real. Your story is important. End quote. So we ask that you please take a moment to go to the link in the description of this video, which I just realized I forgot to add. That's my fault. To donate to the organization to write love on her arms. And they are, quote, a nonprofit movement dedicated to, pre to presenting hope and finding help for people struggling with depression, addiction, self-injury, and suicide. Tuloha exists to encourage, inform, inspire, and invest directly into treatment and recovery. 
since two, uh, end quote to since 2006, they've responded to over 20, 210,000 messages from over 100 countries and traveled 3.8 million miles to meet with people in their communities. You can also support them by purchasing merch from their store. Remind those you love that they are loved. Hmm. Yeah. So, did you, did, were you able to get the link in there? Should I? Share I did. It? I I posted the I posted the link in the chat on the YouTube video on the YouTube live stream itself. I don't know why it's not showing up here. Okay. For me, well, but... uh, give me a second here. I'm gonna. I, I have the our donation page, so I will take care of that. Let me see. Copy. Might be a delay from the YouTube page over to this side. Like for me, it's showing the most recent comment. Uh, from two minutes ago. So I know with some of these, there can okay. sometimes be, yeah, it's right there. Oh, right. There it is. There it is. Uh, well, I just put it in myself. So, okay. And we'll be sprinkling that link throughout the, throughout the stream. But we want to, we want to ask you guys if, if you have any amount at all that you can give, please give. Uh, yeah. Because this is not only a celebration of JDF and his career. Not, it's not only an excuse for all of us to get together as friends and talk about uh, one of the things that we love, but it's also a way for us to give back to a really right. good cause because could, because mental health just is not talked about nearly enough. Right. And we do have a goal it's tonight. Not. We would like to raise $800. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm happy to report we've gotten our first couple of donations. So... Mm-hmm. That's good. Nice. That's good. Make it happen, people. Make it happen. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, and if you don't mind, just for a second, uh, you mentioned you mentioned how uh, mental health is not talked about enough. I know we're gonna we're gonna move into the lighter kind of celebration. So I wanted to get this right off sure. the top. But but mental health mental health is something that is very important to talk about and deal and 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 support and help but also mental health for men mental health for men because mental health for men is overlooked a lot of times and, and men uh you know generally are the type that will suffer in silence and so uh be and and obviously jason david frank was one of those um and we just didn't realize it and so being able to support a group and a in a cause like that to give some help to ones when they need it It is a very good thing. Right. He was was such a, he was such an extrovert to to Travis, your point. He was, if if anyone who has followed his career over the years, he was Jason David Frank was such an extrovert. You like, if there was anything wrong with him, you didn't know. Like, and that's usually the people you, you honestly have to watch out for. It's the people that exhaust themselves and invest so mm. much of themselves into other people. They don't necessarily take the time to invest in themselves. Those are the, those are the types of people you have to kind of check on every now and then. And, and, mis, and Mr. Frank was one of those people. Right. And he's also the latest in a rash of high-profile celebra- uh, male celebrities who mm-hmm. uh, I know it's hard to talk about, but, you know, took their own lives so we had him a couple years ago we had robin williams we had chester from lincoln park yeah so it's which hit hit me significantly i was a huge lincoln park fan and that that did not i think that was the first really the first celebrity death that uh hit uh because i mean jack and i shared that love of lincoln park and chester's lyrics right and honestly i think 
the scariest part is if you look back with I know with at least JDF and Chester, you can tell that within a year of them taking their lives that they were doing things that indicated they needed help. You look. You, I mean, I remember when the you know the what I can't remember the name of the album now, but the Lincoln Park album that came out literally a month before Chester died. One more light. One more light. Oh my yeah, god! That's what it was. And people were te- there were people tearing that album to shreds, and then suddenly Chester dies, and everyone loves it because they they listen to the album and are like, oh my gosh, he was crying for help in the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's well, it's the same way with with and I know we'll move on to the lighter stuff in a moment. But Sorry, Chris. It brings, up a, <laughs> it, it, it brings up a good point because if I'm not, I think this came out a year ago, but there is a YouTube video is basically a slam poem uh, by JDF that came out about a year ago titled "My Head," and through that video, in he, my head. He cro- in my head, that's right. And he chronicles all the things that he went through, depression, anxiety, uh, fear, anger, rage, uh, bipolarism. And at the end of that video, if you've never watched it, it is a tough thing to watch, honestly, in context of what we've just experienced. In, at the end of that video, he talks about suicide. And mm-hmm. when I watched that the other day, I bawled because, like, apparently he had been – apparently he had been – maybe trying to reach out for help or, or, you know, signaling that he needed help for a long time. And, and unfortunately we just, we just, we just didn't notice it because he was such an extrovert. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important to, to, especially for your, for your loved ones, for ones close to you. If you have the, those warning signs to, to reach out to them, to reach out to help. And also if you are the type of person who needs help, to not feel ashamed to ask for help. Right. Um, I think I, I think another thing we, we put the the link to the fundraiser, but I think another thing that might be good to share is the hotline. You know, mm-hmm. if you're right. in the United States, the hotline Absolutely. uh would yeah. be a good thing to share. Right. I've I got a a uh, comment here from Jamie who wanted uh, to remind us to also not forget Pua Magasiva, who was Shane from mm-hmm. Ninja Storm, who also oh, took right. his own life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had a Why lot. Why is of, it always red? <clears throat> a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Zio to hero here. We have a serious problem with getting mental health help in this country. Reach out to the people you are worried about. It will mean so, uh, so much to them. That is very true. Yeah. And um, Zio to hero. Zio to Hero did mention that if you're in the United States, all you have to do is text or call 988. That is the national heart. That is the national suicide hotline number. You can just you can have that on hand at any time. So if you're somebody who's struggling uh, with even just the, even a glimpse or even a thought of of what this world would be like without you, I encourage you to talk to somebody. Yeah. But. Yeah. Now we now we need to move on to a little bit of the more lighter topics, uh, but we, well, I guess not we have necessarily more, at first, but not at first, not no. at first, because I, I do want to go. We do want to go around the room or the virtual room and kind of ask you guys, starting with Kim, when did you find out? How did you find out? And what was your initial like reaction to it? 
So it was the day of, um, it was like 6.30 in the morning. The first thing I do, like many people, is check my phone. I was on Twitter. I see that Jason David Frank is trending, and I immediately get like this really bad feeling. Like, why is he trending? Oh, yeah. Then, Anytime a celebrity's trending on Twitter, everyone panics. Yeah. <laughs> and then, lo and behold, I saw that he had taken his life, and I immediately went into denial. I'm like, no, that, no, that did not happen. Please tell me this is fake. Please tell me it's a rumor. And then hours went by and I, I kept checking to see if it was a rumor, praying it was a rumor. But alas, it was not. And he is no longer with us. And I was bummed out for the rest of the day. I actually cried. Like I <laughs> cried for him. Like I was in tears for like an hour at least. And I just couldn't imagine that. I, I, such a huge part of my childhood is just gone just like that and it's just mm, it was it was hard this is the hardest a celebrity death has ever hit me like hands down absolutely yeah, uh, I'll, I won't take up too much time right now but this is the third celebrity that I, who I've met who's died the other two were Stan Lee and Carrie Fisher Tucker out and talk about it, so that makes so it's four. Never mind, it's four. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Travis, yeah. go ahead. Um, so I I heard on the day, um, but it was later in the day because uh, I uh, had a rough night, so I didn't wake up until later in the day. Um, but for me, the this whole this whole week and and what however many days it's been has been kind of hard for me to process because on top of losing jason david frank who you know obviously i cared about as a fan of his work and as a fan but i also lost a friend of mine I, we just had uh saturday a friend uh a friend's funeral so dealing with the death of someone really close to me and also the death of someone who i really you know had a lot of respect for their work and everything uh it, it's been kind of you know kind of a i've been trying to balance like okay i need i, I definitely want to cry and feel sorry and sad for Jason David Frank, but I'm also reeling and trying to process the emotions I'm having from this close friend of mine. And it's like trying to balance that. So um, I was trying to think of, because you guys mentioned um, the lead singer of Lincoln park. We mentioned Robin Williams. There was another one that somebody had mentioned the other day and I couldn't remember who it was, um, but it was Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain was the other uh, one. Yeah that recently uh, took his own life. And so that just, you know, and it's, it's these men who are, who are, I, I don't want to say they're all middle-aged because some of them were older than that. Some of them were a little bit younger than that, but they were definitely uh, of an age to where if you are a man in, in the, in the society that we have that you tend to internalize things and not express them. And then like we said, some of them did express it in ways that just people weren't picking up on. So uh, it's just really, really sad, but really highlights why mental health is so important. And it's important to me because as somebody who struggles with mental health, I definitely mm -hmm. is important. Same here. Yeah. I struggle with it as well. Yeah. yeah. I've not to make this about me, but I've also struggled with suicidal thoughts 
So this really hit home for me, for sure. I think that's what's made it hard for everybody. I mean, if you're in the Godzilla and Kaiju community, as I know a lot of us in this call are, losing Takarata was was a huge blow, Mm -hmm. but this has felt worse because of how it happened. It was sudden, Mm -hmm. and it was incredibly tragic. With Takarata, he was well into his 80s, we kind of had a feeling it was coming because he was old and, you know, he was remarkably resilient, but we knew it was coming. So then when we heard it, it was sad, hmm. but it I don't think it hit us quite as hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's the difference between like, uh, like when Debbie Reynolds died and then Carrie Fisher died. It's like, well, Debbie Reynolds was older. We kind of, you know, expected that to come at some point um, right. or even, even, uh, um, um, why am I blanking on on Golden Girl, Betty White? Betty White. Yeah, Betty White, like, oh, yeah. You know, someone like that you kind of expect. But then when you have like Carrie Fisher who dies, and and or, or Jason David Frank, or some of the ones we mentioned already, who, who die in such a tragic, yeah, yeah, who die so suddenly and in such a tragic way that it is it is very hard. Let's get to the rest of the people though. Right, <laughs> Jack, you're on deck. Uh, so I, uh, I was perusing like Twitter at 4.30 AM because I'm a masochist and <laughs> I, <laughs> I, know. I was, uh, you know, I, I saw the, the whole JDF rumor, right. And I, I was worried, but at the same time I was thinking, no, this can't be real. This has gotta be a hoax. Right. Especially because in the last week or so, you know, we lost Kevin Conroy, uh, the voice of Batman. And uh, a few days after that, uh, news broke that Kazuki Omori, who um, right. directed and wrote some Godzilla movies, Heisei Godzilla movies, had died. And when, when, I, when I was reading stuff that JDF had passed, I was thinking, no, nah, this is too, you know, it just, it, it felt like losing so many people in a short time like that it was getting a little too ridiculous to believe, you know? Right. And, you know, Sometimes, you know, the truth is stranger than fictions. And I went to bed thinking, okay, I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to wake up in like a few hours and uh, it's all going to be resolved. It's all going to be okay. Because one of the last things I read were comments on JDF's Instagram um, and the, the very last thing he posted, there were people commenting on it. Uh, asking, are you okay, bro? You know, hey, say something, you know, do something, post something, right? Uh, I wake up and I check my phone and the first thing is a, is a message from JR actually in, a, in the Space group chat that I see and all it says is it's real. And I, I you know, after that, I, you know, you, you hear these things, but you want, you want to hold on to that last bit of hope that maybe it's not. You know, it's not that you don't believe your best friend. It's just that you don't want it to be true. And, you know, you do the research and all the news broke and I, I couldn't believe it. Um, when it, you know, Kevin Conroy and Kazuki Omori, they, they were older and they died of things that they didn't want to die of. They fought and, you know, they have full careers under their belts and stuff like that. I'm not saying JDF didn't, but yeah, 
the first thing I thought was, okay, so, so suddenly no more, you know, it, it, the, the things your brain cycles through to process it, right? It's almost selfish. Like, okay, so no more Green Ranger, White Ranger cameos. Um, no more, no more anticipating seeing him at cons. Uh, and suddenly the, the merchandise, uh, I have that he autographed is a lot more valuable for the worst reason in the world. Yeah. I I think that was one of the first thoughts that went through my head too, was about the cons because, uh, also I was thinking of, you know, like you said, it's some of the things that you think of just to kind of process it. Some of the first thoughts I had was like all the cons that he had appeared in that were within driving distance of me and I never went to, or I was too busy to go to and didn't get a chance to actually see him. Right. And, and all those chances I could have gotten to see him, but just, didn't and you expect and and i guess that's a good message also to take away from this is like you always expect that there's going to be more time and so yeah we tend to live our life with the expectation that there's more time but but the truth is we just never know so especially for loved ones especially for close friends let them know how you feel while you have the chance what really gets to me sorry i just want to say what really gets to me is literally the week before this happened he was two hours away from me in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Now I saw him uh, in the spring at Indiana comic con, which I, you know, I told the whole story about that on the podcast and I'll probably tell a shortened version of it here at some point. But if I had known that this was how it was going to turn out, I, it's just so weird to think about it that I literally saw this man within months of his passing. Mm-hmm. And then he was, and I, I even saw, I think it was from Indianapolis. He put up an Instagram video. And I think it was on TikTok as well of him meeting a fan who got a white dragon tattoo for his next movie. Yeah. I oh, remember yeah. seeing that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it, it, I was like, good Lord, was that in Indianapolis? I don't even want to think about being that fan right now. Yeah. Seeing him yeah. a week before it happened. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Jr. Uh, how did you find uh, well for context because Jack said you know he uh, he got the message from me Jack likes to sleep in ridiculously late so let's let's preference that um, well he doesn't sleep period is why oh, that's yeah. true <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, but, man um, ha- the man ha- ha- the man doesn't have blood in his veins it's actually caffeine <laughs> <laughs> so um, I woke up and probably 11 or 12 because I had to go do my last little bit of work before uh, Thanksgiving break I went out to uh, set up for a motivational speaker and I noticed my uh, my drift space chat was blowing up from Dave so I just I kind of glanced at it but I didn't really pay attention to it then a friend from high school who I haven't seen in many years uh, just text me out of blue and said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, what do you mean? What are you sorry for? And all she said was JDF. And as soon as she said that, I was like, no, 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 no. I got onto the internet, scoured everything, look, hoping, hoping and praying that it was a prank. And everything I... I was seeing 
you know, just confirmed it. So while this motivational speaker is speaking to the school, I'm actually in the back corner with my camera, just, just bawling my eyes out. Um, because you know, this man, I'll go into it later, but this man is the reason that taught me to be strong. Right. And, um, I came home. I mean, I came home and I grabbed this and I cried for at least an hour. I think because the because in the in 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 internet world we're inundated. It seems like we're getting a brand new celebrity death all the time, like through rumor mills and and online chat rooms, people spreading vicious and ugly rumors. I, I think that's what we all thought it was was just another oh someone's claiming that JDF's dead. Ha ha, funny. He'll probably be on TikTok later. Exactly. But then it mm-hmm. and then it all just then it all just sinks in. Um, but I'll, I'll tell my story in a moment. I want, I want, I want Chris to talk now. Michael, you're sweet. Um, (laughs) so I, I found out at about, I think it was around 1130 in the morning on that Tuesday. And actually the first thing I did after checking Twitter, uh, cause at the, I didn't want to believe it. Uh, Conroy losing Conroy hit, hit me really hard. Um, and then with JDF at first, I'm like, I don't want to believe it. This is at the same time that the known hoax of RIP Jimmy Fallon was going on. And he's right. like, Hey, fix this. I'm very much alive. Um, but as soon as, Walter Jones posted that Instagram thing. I'm like, oh, crap, this is official. And the first thing I did was actually message both Nathan and Michael uh, just because we've got a a group chat. And I just kind of sat there in like stunned silence for for a couple minutes um, just because with JDF, and with the Rangers in general, even though all they're, they're still celebrities and it's not like we're all best friends, it feels different with them because they are very connected to the Ranger community online. Like they're some of the only people I can think of that will actively like posts about Power Rangers from both big and small accounts. Um, so it, it felt different. It felt like you lost a friend, maybe not your best friend, but like an acquaintance that you've just kind of known from a distance for a while. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't plug it. Uh, shout out to whoever plugged the American one earlier. I love that you did that. Um, anybody who's in Canada with me, if you're struggling with thoughts of suicide or anything, there is the helpline for us. Uh, please don't hesitate to text 45645 if you're in Canada. Please reach out to someone. Um, it was just, it it was shocking and, and heartbreaking. Um to see that because you you didn't expect it at all no Mm -hmm. no um and michael uh, before we uh share how we found out can i share some of the comments in the chat we have a few people sharing this oh absolutely 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 yeah first off eric just good lord what a double gut punch he just said that both jdf and kevin conroy are supposed to be at a con he's going to this weekend Mm -hmm. God. Mm, yeah. Jeez. I don't. Just, <laughs> wow. 
And there were already a couple of people saying, like, I think uh, Brad Edelman said something about losing both of them within a week of each other. It's like his whole childhood died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That's definitely how it hit me. Yeah. So Doomzilla says, I heard the news on Sunday after church. It really affected me and my brother and my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, how do you say that? Ouija Strike? We, Ouija Strike Gaming. Well, welcome to the stream, because this is the first time I've seen you. I, said, I also saw it on Twitter Sunday around 2 a.m. Eastern Time. Still can't believe he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Godzilla Train. I can't say that I cried, but my heart has been hurting with all these recent deaths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christopher Reiner says... I got a Google News notification right after liturgy. I went into denial mode. That's how we do things, usually. Uh, Danny DeManna says, Sometimes we're hit with so much loss that we're too sad to cry. Grieving takes time and manifests differently for all of us, but it's always hard. Yeah, for sure. Nick Blackler, I was hanging out with my wife and kids and... Mindless scrolling when I saw it and really didn't believe it until I looked into it, and it has hurt ever since. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Brett Edelman says I was literal. uh, Oh, oh, yeah. It was literally his whole childhood just going up. Yeah. So Christopher Reiner says JDF has Tommy really helped me through the loneliest part of my uh, of my life. I grew up a latchkey. A latchkey in a broken home, and I connected with Tommy because you never saw his parents. I wish he had someone like that. It is true. Hmm. So, yeah, got a lot of. Uh, I'm trying to keep up with the chat here. My apologies, everybody. Oh no, it's it's fine. Yeah, we got uh, uh we got uh, another <clears throat> person here in the chats. So just wanted to say hello to Silverback CP. So he said he was still at work at 11 p.m. watching the Zio Christmas episode as I found out the news on oh, Twitter. Oh, gosh. And then... Oh, that's, that's rough. Yeah, and then Spy... Oh, wow. Spy Roo? Spy Ro, I'm not sure. Winja the Ninja, as we call him, <laughs> said, I wanted to cry for at least two days. I couldn't bring myself to eat much for a couple of days either. Uh, Nathan, can I say something real quick? Uh, for those... For those of you who who are kind of joining in on the conversation and, and giving us these comments and stuff like that, also you know invite other people to join the conversation. Please do because we we want we want more people to see you know that this is being organized, not only for the sake of charity in JDF's name, but also as a, an exercise to grieve and to kind of go through the grief cycle. We all do that in our own ways, and maybe this can help um, some fans sort of uh, rotate through that that kind of grief and that adjustment period because you know i i mean i'm not special but i know that it's it's hit me hard and it's something that's been on my mind uh, all week long and i initially was kind of reluctant to even be a part of this whole stream here uh michael i want to thank you for really kind of pushing me to be a part of it and inviting me as well. Uh, and I'm very, I'm glad you did because I think in a lot of ways I need this 
and I think other people need this too. So if, if there's, if you're here, if you're in the chat, if you're, if we're highlighting your comments, invite others, bring them on board and let's, let's just kind of do this together. Yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a tough, it's been a tough week. Um, I'll tell my story now, but it's, it's been a tough week. It's been a tough day because we just had JDF's official public funeral, which I, as a fan, I am incredibly grateful to, to his family and to his or, and to his organization for even doing that, because that's, I feel like for some, like a, it sounds really stupid to say this, but like for an actor who was, who was, who was most famous for being on Power Rangers to get a public funeral like that for the fans to, to chime in and watch, that is special. And I'm incredibly grateful that, that, that organiza- that his organization allowed us just a little bit of a glimpse uh, into that side of JDF because there was a lot of, there was a lot of really passionate stories, a lot of wonderful candid moments that they shared during that live stream um, that just gave another, uh, I, I would say another picture of that, of the man that the man that we probably didn't get to see a whole lot. He was a father uh, first and foremost. He was, he was, he was our hero, but he was also a father, a husband. And we, and it was really nice just to see that side of him. But, uh, I actually found out and my, mine and Nathan's stories kind of intertwine a little bit because I, it, it's a uh, Saturday night. I have church in the morning because it's my week to volunteer and, um, I'm going to bed. Nathan calls me at like, I think 11 o'clock at night. It's like, dude, JDF passed away. And I'm like, shut the dragon dagger up like come on guys like that's that's crazy that's crazy because i I, I don't want to believe it you know a lot of us we don't we don't want to believe stuff like that and so we just we doom scrolled i doom scrolled through twitter i drew i doom scrolled um i doom scrolled through facebook instagram all the all the random news outlets that i could find and all i could really see was oh it can't be true it can't be true is it true i hope it's not true like all these people trying to find out if it's true. And really the only source we had was a random Twitter account that just said JDF passed away or JDF, you know, uh, committed suicide. And I went to bed a lot like you guys, a lot like Jack said, I went to bed thinking, okay, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. It's all going to be resolved. It's fine. Um, so I fast forward, I wake up that I wake up that morning, I'm getting ready to go to church and, um, and, uh, I see a bunch of news reports coming through and I'm like, okay, so I'm still in the denial phase. I'm like, I'm going to wait for TMZ as bad, as terrible as TMZ is. I'm going to wait for TMZ. Um, what a sad time we live in. If we need TMZ to confirm things. <laughs> <laughs> It, 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 it did not hit me until I saw Walter Jones's yeah. uh, Instagram mm-hmm. post. It did not, it did not hit me until I saw Walter Jones and David Yost confirm it. I don't even think I believed it whenever I saw his trainer post about it. I thought, okay, come on guys. Like this has to be, come on. Um, but it's funny because we, I didn't believe it until the other actors said something. And I was in the middle of church when I saw it and I should have been paying attention to what was going on around me, but I was scrolling, trying to find out, trying to figure out what's, what's going on. And I couldn't react in that moment because I was around other people. So, but as soon, as soon as I got to the car, I just bawled 
and it was all and it was already going to be a tough day for me because I was having my dad's car uh, that had been recently restored delivered to Julie's house um, so that I could own it. Like my dad left me his car. So I knew it was already going to be an emotional day. And, you know, I saw I saw um, I saw somebody post either on Twitter or on Facebook. I can't recall the person's name, but they said something to the effect of you, you always expect to outlive your heroes, but you never really expect them to go at such a young age. Like I'm 30, I'll be 36 years old next. I'll be 36 years old on Friday. Um, and I did not expect JDF to be gone this soon. And what makes it even more tragic and sad for me, I've never met the man as much as I've idolized the man, as much as I've, I've looked up to him as, as a hero, as someone who I, who, who is so incredibly positive and who has made such a huge impact on the lives of, of people throughout, throughout, uh, throughout his, throughout his life. I've never met the man a lot like Travis. He was always around. I never took the time to see him, but I, th- I said to myself a few weeks ago, I said, you know what? He's going to be in Columbus, Ohio at galaxy con dag on it i'm gonna go to galaxy con even if it's for a day and i'm gonna meet i'm gonna meet my hero and i'm gonna shake his hand and i'm gonna leave and that's all i wanted i wanted to meet my hero get my autograph say hello tell him and maybe tell him how much he influenced me and and what nate and i were working on with the podcast and how much of an inspiration he's been uh to a lot of people but i think that's the part that's the most tragic for me is because i Never got to meet him. The day I the day I said to myself, I'm gonna go meet my hero, my hero is no longer here. Um and so I I I have done my fair share of crying this week. That's why I'm surprised that I'm holding it together as well as I am right now. But um yeah, it's it's just so it's so surreal that we li- that I'm that I'm currently living in a timeline without Jason David Frank. Right. Because right. Jason David Jason David Frank has been a huge part of my childhood. Right, and you told me, Michael, that one of the things that really got to you was the sermon at your church. <laughs> the uh, the sermon at my church was about um, about about things that will pass away, and how thing and how life is finite, and if. I'm sure that the speaker thought I was moved by his sermon. I was, uh, admittedly, I was thinking about Jason David Frank in that moment. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Now, because. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Nathan. No, ahead. I was just going to say I, I wanted to take this opportunity. I, I think we're kind of uh, we're throwing the outline out the window a little bit here. But you're talking about not getting to meet him, and you know, you the day you make the decision to go meet him, he's no longer with us. Can I share the little video that he made for you when I got to meet him? Sure, go ahead. I'll play that now for everybody. So let me add that to the stream. There we go. Give me a second here. I wish I could pull off a red coat. Michael, what is happening? It is JDF here. Just wanted to send you some Mighty Morphin love and tell you it's Morphin time. I know. I I think that's a good way to transition into kind of the celebration of Jason David Frank. uh, I I still need to tell my story. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, It's fine. It's fine. I I actually have our friends at Zio to Hero to thank for this because we have a little group chat with them. It's late Saturday night and they're 
sending us messages saying, hey, there's rumors that JDF died. And I'm like, there's no way. And then I started digging around. I was like, there's nothing about this. What are you guys talking about? And then there were a couple of people on Twitter who were kind of talking about it. The guy who was apparently announcing it to the world was getting called out and basically being, you know, basically people were saying, it's like, oh, I don't believe you. Yeah, there's no confirmation. You know, it's a celebrity death hoax and all of this sort of stuff. But I will confess to you, I was a little obsessed with trying to confirm it. I was going all over Twitter. I was going to news sources trying to find it. And there was nothing that night. Nobody, even close to legitimate, was confirming it. So I was like, okay, this is this can't be real. All right, we're gonna wake up tomorrow and we're all gonna find. Oh, that was funny, guys. Yeah, yeah, misunderstanding. Sorry about that. But then slowly over the course of Saturday morning, I mean that Saturday Sunday morning, it was being confirmed, and I'm like, this this can't be real. And then those jerks over at TMZ basically confirmed it for all of us. With their sensationalistic headline, mm-hmm. they're they're still a tabloid. Let's not forget. So that's when it all started to sink in, and it. I will confess, I might have watched a handful of Power Ranger episodes that day that were focused on Tommy. I even did something, and for you Power Trip listeners, you will understand. How astonishing this is. I did something I said I would never do. I I revisited Ninja Steel because I realized that Dimensions of Danger is now his last performance as as Tommy. I watched... Admittedly, it's the best episode of an otherwise mediocre to awful uh, series of Power Rangers. Now's not the time, Nathan. I understand. I'm just saying... (laughs) I never. I said on the. I said on the record on the power trip. I would never go back to it, and I did. Yeah. That episode yeah, is now officially elevated because of this. I always thought it was a great Tommy episode, though. Just I. I thought that. I mean, what a send off for him. If that you know, the the master morpher and everything. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 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 So that, uh, yeah, that's basically been that Jamie's comment, not at the sad things we're talking about. Let me see if I can find it. <clears throat> uh, after I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nathan, no, not interesting. It's like the internet's reaction when Ben Affleck was announced as Batman. Just no. Um, but I think after now we can start transitioning a little bit into more of the celebrating of yeah. his career, his life, all that stuff. Um, enough, enough tears. Let's let's talk about some of the good fond memories that we have. Of um, yeah. Oh wait, well right. we gotta do a, another quick plug for to yeah, the right yeah, love on their uh, on her arms. So I've got the link in here. I'm sending it into the chat again. To give everybody an update, let's see. What are we up to now? We have $128. Thank you, everybody. That's awesome. Yeah. We're hoping to to get to $800. For those of you out there, uh, if you see the link in the chat, just if you have friends who either 
or fans of this organization, fans of Power Rangers or JDF, but they couldn't make it to this live stream, send them the link. Tell them what we're doing. I don't care if they're not in the stream with us. I want to smash this goal tonight. So right. just start sharing this everywhere. All right? Right. Yeah. Okay. And for those who are, and for those who are unaware, uh, to write love on her arms is a wonderful organization out of Melbourne, Florida, and they help resource folks uh, that are dealing with depression and suicidal thoughts. And they're just a wonderful organization. We're incredibly happy that they um, agreed to let us uh, partner with them for this stream. Right. right. And just for a quick reminder for anybody who came in a little bit later. They are a, quote, nonprofit movement dedicated to presenting hope and finding help for people struggling with depression, addiction, self-injury, and suicide. Tloha, that sounds like it's Hawaiian, sorry. I'm trying to be funny at an inappropriate time. Exists to encourage, inform, inspire, and invest directly into treatment and recovery. Since 2006, they have responded to over 210,000 messages from over 100 countries and travel 3.8 million miles to meet people in their communities. And you can also support them by buying merch from their store. Remind those you love that they are loved. Please. Exactly. Please. So anyway, periodic plug out of the way. Yeah, so let's... I, I guess we've talked a little bit about it. This is, a, by the way, this is some more amazing artwork from your sister Jack. Um, speaking of which, uh, I take a look at uh, is is she trying to get in? I don't know. <clears throat> oh wait. Oh, is oh, she? Oh crap. Let's try this. Hello. Hey. Rebecca. Hello. Oh my Hello. gosh. Hey. Rebecca's in the house, people. <laughs> I so hey, I, I you know, you 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 showed her first picture uh, earlier and you're showing this one now. And I know she did an excellent one for JR as well. Right, JR? Oh yeah. God yeah. when I saw that thing. And I cried. And, I, I feel like, you know, we're, we, we would do a disservice not to bring kind of her voice into this and why she she drew these and what was in her mind as she mm -hmm. did. Uh, I, I feel like, um, you know, every time I see her, her, her images, I'm just like, oh, my God. Um, and and we had we actually had a very, very long conversation about uh, processing grief and how it was important for her to use her art to do that beforehand. Rebecca, uh, I kind of invited you in here just to, you know, so you could kind of share some words on what that was like for you and, and why you did it and why you, you created the images you did. Well, uh, thank you for letting me in, by the way. Um, uh, well, <laughs> I know I'm putting you on the spot, but <laughs> there's a little bit of encouragement for you. <laughs> Thank you, Leo Finn. <laughs> Thank you. You're very kind. So what day was it? Yeah, it was the day of, um, sorry, I'm, I'm reading the comments now. <laughs> no, that's why I'm posting them up here for you. Oh, okay. I, I can't remember. It, it was the day of his death and, Throughout that day, I was feeling. At first, I thought I was feeling numb, but I wasn't. Uh, I I called GJ and talked with him and says, "Hey, I'm 
not in a good place right now. And uh, I, I think I, I'm feeling like emotionally numb and stuff. And he, and he goes, are you feeling numb or exhausted? It's like, you know, I think exhausted is a, is a very, is a better word. Uh, um, cause dealing with, um, not going to go into details of personal issues in my life. I, I dealt with, uh, depression and anxiety and all that, all that, all, all that fun crap. And, um, and it, it, this one really hit me a lot and I had to talk to somebody. So I talked to my big brother here and as you do. <laughs> and, uh, and he, he made me, he made me feel better. Uh, he, he seemed to, he seemed to take it a lot better than I did. And, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, you, well you, on the phone, you sounded better than I did. And, no. um, basically I was, I was just wondering how do I, I'm not even sure how to process this. I mean, he was, he was so happy. He was so happy with his fans, so happy with his life and career and stuff. How could this have happened? How am I supposed to, does this, what does this say about me and the other fans? What is this, what's the, the end game here? And I, basically, I w- basically I was hurt. I was sad. I was grieving and I, and I was stuck and I wasn't sure how to, how to handle it. And JJ, you obviously, you gave me the simplest and most obvious answer of all is to just draw, just draw out your grief and draw out your, your emotions. And I, and after and as soon as you said that, something popped into my head, and and I thought, okay, sure, it, thanks, bro. And it was bad enough that Kevin Conroy passed away, but uh, Tommy Oliver too. Is it was just <sighs> I'm still kind of recovering. <laughs> Yeah. We all so, are. So, so Rebecca, since we were actually getting ready to transition into, I would say, not, I don't think coping is the right word to use now that we're, we're, we're off script anyway. So how did we as fans celebrate the legacy of Jason David Frank after we had learned his, after he learned his, after we had learned he passed away? So Rebecca, I will go ahead and I'll go ahead and share your answer because since you're, since you're brand new to the chat, I want to give you, I want to keep giving you the floor to share that. Oh, you're really putting me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you want us to come back to you or? <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's if, if we, if we need to come back, it's fine. It's fine. Well, no. not to kind of put her on the spot a little bit, but the piece that the, she was talking about, that Jack was talking about, I found it. Mm. Oh, uh, that the JRP, yeah, yeah. JRP. Yeah. Uh, JR sent it to me. I don't know how well you can see it. I'll try to zoom in a little bit. Hopefully, people can see it a little bit. Remember what you've learned: to those who possess great power, all things are possible. Uh, yeah, Christ, uh, JR. Maybe given the piece that Rebecca drew for you here, because that's you, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
maybe you want to give some context for the piece and the meaning in those words for you. Sure. Yeah. Um, you picked the perfect time because I'm not crying right now. Of course not. Um, <laughs> of course not. You big baby. So, Eric, so I guess, I guess JR. for yeah. those people who don't Eric, listen to the joke face. Let's make it more awkward. Oh God! Uh, for, for those people who do not listen to the drift space, um, I was introduced to Power Rangers at a very young age, and uh, I happened to be battling cancer uh, at the time, and it was it was like brain it was brain cancer, and at that moment, people were practically just lining up to tell me goodbye, and. So, you know, I, I keep watching Power Rangers and I'm introduced to Tommy, who at first, you know, he's the evil ranger. He's there just to mess everything up. But then you you start learning about his character and, you know, how, how his heart changes. And for me, um, seeing Tommy transition from the green ranger who was evil to the white ranger, which is, you know, light watching him have that transition, watching him have that change of heart, watching him as the green ranger fight for, you know, for his friends, even when he knew the odds were against him when the candle was uh, dying. It, it it really spoke to me and it was one of those it was one of those moments where it's like yeah shit gets rough excuse me but when it gets rough you keep fighting you fight harder and that was kind of you know the message I got from Tommy hmm so, you know, I saw a TikTok the other day that said, it said, the Green Ranger fell to depression. What chance do I have? And somebody commented back, you keep fighting. And that's Tommy Olver. You keep fighting. Okay, I'm done. It's all right. Virtual <laughs> hug, my friend. Uh, vir- vir- virtual yeah. hug, my friend. I'm about to and go the over there and thing, hug you, like in person. The the funny thing is, uh, when Rebecca drew that for me, I I asked her, you know, can you express something that shows I'm angry, that I'm in mourning? And she she actually commented back, I've got a better idea for you. And when she sent me that and the tagline, uh, remember, for those who possess the great power, all things are possible. I actually said, you know, Rebecca, that's funny because that's my life first. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Right. Yeah. Mine too. And, yeah, that- and she's like, what a coincidence. That's mine too. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the, the funny thing is, it seems like there were a fair amount of people who were surprised to find out that JDF was 
a man of faith today. Yeah. Because he had a very yeah. Christian funeral. In fact, yeah. I I don't want to steal the spotlight too much right now. And But one of the things that... Give me a second. One of the things that I, I got to do when uh, I met, had the privilege of meeting JDF back in uh, the spring was I did get his, you know, I guess his manager's business card. And, he even, and when I told him I was a podcaster, he said, here, give me a call. You know, send me an email thinking that, you know, there might be this off chance we get him on the podcast. And I did get to talk to him for a few minutes. And one of the things I told him that I wanted to do on the podcast was talk to him about his faith journey. Because it's not something that I've seen him talk about as much when he's on interviews and things like that. Cause, so I thought that would have been a very unique conversation to have. You know, someone someone in the in the comments uh, made the point that you know Power Rangers, as, as much as Power Rangers is a group thing, because of course we have other actors. You know, we mentioned a few of the other actors. It was Jason David Frank who kept Power Rangers in the forefront of people's minds because at a time when you know Power Rangers dropped off in popularity when when it became uncool to like power rangers jason david frank was still out there was still out mm -hmm. there at the cons was still out there talking to fans was still out there doing all of that he was the face of power rangers and and that's i think that's one of the things that makes it so hard to lose him is because he was such the face so it's almost like losing all of Power Rangers, even though we have, you know, Amy Jo Johnson and other ones still around, uh, that it is like losing Power Rangers. Um, one thing I wanted to mention too uh, about Rebecca, uh, your art, especially the one with with uh, Trini with with Toy Train, mm -hmm. uh, because mm -hmm. I had that same idea of of doing a tribute piece of of Trini giving Tommy a hug and and everything and then I saw your piece and I'm like nope I can't do it any better <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't do it any better so I'm just gonna let, let, let just just look at that anytime I want to I want to see it I'll just look at hers <laughs> yeah, the, the thing that really yeah. gets to me about this piece is you can't see Tommy's face you just uh -huh. you just see yeah. Trini and how just overjoyed she is yeah you can uh, see the yeah. top of of Tommy's head and his ponytail, which tells mm -hmm. us exactly what era of the show we're looking at. Here. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you look, is, uh, sorry, go ahead. If you look closely uh, at the rainbow, uh, they're specific colors at the rainbow. Yeah. Look closely. Oh. So, I noticed that's the red, yellow, the black, pink. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, nice. I guess that indicates, um, I don't know. They're they're waiting for you, I guess. One day, Rebecca, I walked into a GameStop not too long ago, and I noticed that they were selling the uh, yellow version of the mo movie Morpher at the GameStop, and really? I immediately thought of this picture. <laughs> immediately, I don't think I have a saber tooth tiger Morpher. I wish I had did though. But 
All right, let's see if we can get Rebecca a saber tooth tiger. That's a that's a fundraiser for a different stream. It may or may not be coming for Christmas. Well, that one's right. a fundraiser, and I'll, I'll see myself out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do Rebecca, have the soundboard. There could be sound effects when appropriate. Rebecca, uh, I don't think I ever asked you what what pushed you to draw this specific piece. Well, after I got most of my grief out from the last drawing, I... Which I showed earlier, in case you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I thought to myself, okay, uh, that was mostly for therapeutic purposes. I need to do something that's really for Jason, not just for me, mm. but for Jason. And, mm. and then, well, it just, it just dawned on me, well, he's... He's with Twee right now, and <laughs> oh, Anna, and she was my favorite. She was my favorite ranger uh, growing up, and uh, <laughs> yeah. one thing led to another, and here we are. It also occurred to me. I, I'm ashamed I didn't draw him out, but I just realized he's also with Robert Axelrod as well. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah, Robert. Yeah, because it's been, it's not been too long since since Robert passed away. He passed away what like two thousand and uh, last year was it two thousand? No, no, he's been dead more than no. Axelrod's been, been dead more than a more than a year. I'm sure been, someone in the chat away. will tell us. I think he died in twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. Yeah, I was going to say it's been a few years. It's been yeah. a, a little while, but. Not too long. Right. Yeah. Well, since, you know, since we're all kind of in the set, like we're trying to move into the celebratory mood now. Well, um, uh, well, I mean, since we're talking about, you know, people who, you know, people who've done things as kind of tributes here. I mean, I have a couple, I have things from a couple of other people in this, in this chat that I could share. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. That's the, yeah, that's yeah. a good way to segue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah since we're still you know, on that subject, but here's, the first of a couple of things our own Travis Alexander has been doing. Oh, oh wow. see, see, that's that's what I I've had a, a bigger piece in mind. This was just one part of a full whole thing I was going to do that had like every one of his Zords kind of personified. Oh, I, I, I have that. <clears throat> well, yeah. See, that's this was like my concepting. I was concepting. Yeah. I was going to draw out each of the Zords, kind of coming out with electrical, you know, energy and stuff. And I just, I couldn't get it. And so this was, you know, this isn't the actual piece. This was just me con conceptualizing it. Um, but well, but yeah. it's a preview of things to come. I'm sure. Uh, if I ever get around to actually doing it, because I just kind of got, I got so angry. I was like, ah, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> well, I'm just glad you tried, buddy. That's that's all. Yeah. That it was 2019 yeah. for Axelrod. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Got okay. Yeah, but but I I included in the I was going to include uh, the Falcon Zord because I noticed that you know a lot of tribute art pieces i've seen have of course you know the green ranger white ranger the the black ranger from you know from uh, uh dino thunder uh then the two red rangers but they don't feature the ninja ranger 
because he sort of was kind of still the white ranger so i guess he was kind of so i but i was like no he he had a whole separate zord i want i want to do that right someone came up with this someone i I don't remember the artist's name so if you're listening please forgive me someone came up with this gorgeous piece where they combined all of the the sixth ranger zords that that tommy had or that jdf had played during his career they combined them all together into this massive ultra zord it looks fantastic i I wish i remember it does i I wish i remember what the the name of the artist was but that that we lost michael what no Uh, also, Kim's gone. Where did Kim go? Uh, oh, yeah, hi, right. uh, Jack is gone as well. Uh, uh, hello. Uh, there he is. There he is. Okay. I, uh, uh, and here's Kim. Three, we, all, we got them all back. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, wait. We, we lost Jack. Where's Jack? Oh, wait. Jack. There. <laughs> there I think he broke oh. for a second there. Yeah, right there, bro. Nobody? Come on. No, are, are, we okay? are we okay? Are we okay? That was a very <laughs> inopportune in, in, internet hiccup there, StreamYard. What the heck? You were yes. saying, Michael. I was just saying that the art that the, a lot of the fan, I wish we had time to showcase all the wonderful fan art that people oh gosh, have made yeah. in honor of JDF. Like I did not realize, honestly, I didn't realize I knew JDF had a lot of um, reach in Ranger fandom, but I didn't realize that JDF had so much reach even outside of Ranger fandom, like random celebrities have just been, have been commemorating uh, his passing and back to the art. Now that we're talking about art, there's been so there's a lot of tremendous talent within not just Ranger fandom, but within fandom in general of all the beautiful artwork that people have been making um, in dedication to him and his career. So that just shows me that, you know, a lot of people that he affected people on a very deep emotional level. Um, and you, and anything. And one thing I love about art is it, it usually is a manifestation of, of deep emotional feelings or how that's probably not a really eloquent way of saying it, but, um, but seeing all these people share their love of, of this man that of their hero through their artwork has been gorgeous. Um, and it's, it's just been a wonderful sentiment. Now, for me, how I kind of celebrated his career, like a lot of fans, um, I watched a few episodes of Power Rangers, obviously. What do you do? But specifically, I watched Fighting Spirit from Power Rangers Dino Thunder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jamie, because, uh, Jamie in the chat mentioned that and how that episode hits differently now. Mm-hmm. It does. And I, we, Nathan, when we talked about Dino Thunder on, on the podcast, we talked about fighting spirit and some of the metaphors in that episode, uh, sort of the metaphors of, of battling those internal demons or those internal conflicts. Apparently like art imitate M art is, was imitating life in that moment. Um, yeah. And this is not just us saying that this was confirmed by Jackie Marchand on Twitter. Yeah. Miss, Miss Marchand confirmed it. Uh, Miss Marchand we had on the podcast not too long ago, which, um, uh, you know, thank her for, thank you for that. Um, if you ever listen to this, but the friend cast, 
part of the friend. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. I still love you, Canadian bacon. Um, Oh goodness! (laughs) Oh boy! By the way, just as a funny comment from Jamie about the uh, stream going on the fritz, someone techno babble the MacGuffin. Start! (laughs) I love it. But yes, fighting 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 spirit is one of those episodes I think that best is one of those episodes that best encapsulates his ranger career. Um, Because you can tell JDF had a lot of input in, into that season of power Rangers as a consultant, and you can kind of feel his hand on that episode um, as he's kind of navigating through these different personas that he's had over the course of his career. It's really a beautiful story. If you, in, in context of what we know about him now, it's, it's him, um, you know, warfaring with his own demons um, and eventually, at least in that instance, coming out on the other side. Um, Nathan, can you highlight uh, on the grids uh, comment about fighting spirit real quick? Yeah, give me a second here. Because I don't think we have, and I think it's a really good comment. All right, yeah, I, I'll, I'll do it that. Sorry, comment. I'm trying to manage like five things at once right now. Sorry. <laughs> I just think... Streaming. There we go. Yeah, uh, Jamie says, let's not forget that Dino Thunder episode Fighting Spirit where Tommy fights his past selves is literally an allegory of fighting your inner demons. The irony of that now is painful. Yeah. Well, yes. and you know what? I think this is probably an excellent, that episode is probably an excellent transition point. Um, because Michael, I was talking to you yesterday about this, how, you know, there's, there's a reason why we call funerals and whatnot, a celebration of life and not death. Hmm. Uh, we, we don't want, you know, how he died was tragic and how he died, uh, affects a lot of us who fight and deal with, uh, mental health. And we, we, we want to make sure that this kind of thing doesn't happen again. Um, which seems like an inevitability, but we're going to fight anyway. Right. And I think that, you know, how he lived is really what he would want us to remember him by too. And the idea that he did fight for so long, that he did stand on his feet for so long, you know, the fighting spirit is an example of that. Uh, One of the season two episodes, right when he loses the green Ranger powers and tells Goldar, you know, I'm never going to stop fighting is an example of that. I uh, I loved that episode because for me, as a longtime fan of superheroes, that uh, giving a superhero a moment like that where they have no powers but they're still heroes, I think uh-huh. really says mm-hmm. a lot about the hero. I've read some comics well, where that's happened, and I love seeing it. Yeah. One of my favorite lines and quotes that people have been sharing a lot this week has been from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie where – jdf as tommy says we may not have our powers but we're still the power rangers and it's like you know that that has been i think that is my favorite of this week that's been my favorite quote that people have been sharing because it's just such a such a powerful thing that he had this just presence of 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 everybody keeps saying positivity and and how he embraced the fans and embraced power rangers and stuff and so it's like yeah he may not have been a power ranger in real or have the powers of a power ranger in real life but he was a power ranger right oh yeah he he embodied he he embodied a lot of this of of the spirit uh that you know a lot of that that 
fans gravitated towards. Like he was the impact. Like he wasn't the he was the unofficial. Sometimes sometimes he was the official. A lot of times he was the unofficial official ambassador for the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, because and you can definitely see that. Like one of my favorite things to do when you know to, is to watch him on his like TikToks and his Instagram lives. And one thing that stuck out to me the most about JDF is that he had this motto. Uh, uh, until the last fan standing, meaning he would not leave until every single person left that arena or conference hall or whatever without an autograph, without a smile, without something, without what they came for. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I witnessed firsthand. Right, because he wanted to make fans happy. He he adored the. I think I've heard. I've watched um, TikToks and videos from other people. I think Amy Jo Johnson, um, in her uh, heartbreaking video, uh, even said this. Yeah, that, oh uh, talking about that, I'll start crying again. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I, I uh, hmm, yeah. I, well, I uh, we'll get to that in a second, Kim. But <laughs> we, uh, I just to let everybody know, we have another guest that I'm going to bring in for at least a little bit because he's got to get to work tomorrow. But it is none other than one of our friends over at Zio to Hero. It's no. great to have you on. Hi, guys. Hey. Which one is it? Is it, is it Jimmy or Jimmy? I can't tell, sir. It is, it is Jim Jam Double Dam. But <laughs> <laughs> we're effectively known as the bulk of the bulk of school of podcasting. Um, so you're with, the true yeah, hero, hero and also stream. apparently double dragon because that what oh luck. yes yes yeah. double dragon because, billy and jimmy yeah yes billy and jimmy <laughs> lee our mom came up with that uh before the show ever came out <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so uh, you mentioned in our messages that you wanted to you had a few things that you wanted to share Oh yeah, I have a I, Millie and I have talked about this a couple times uh since the passing and everything and um so uh, one of the, one of the cool cool things we got to meet JDF when we were kids. So we were like seven or eight. We, we were pretty young when the movie came out, they're doing the rounds and stuff for the, the 95 or 96 movie uh, for the first movie. And we were, we were hanging out and our mom took us to go see him and they were doing stuff at the library. We got to meet JDF. And I think we got to meet David Yost at the time. Um, I, I remember the little foggy from that point in time, but we got a couple autographs and stuff. So, and it was really cool. And we've talked to our mom about it and she's like, yeah, he was super nice. And we were really young. We don't really have like full memory of exactly what happened, but she was like, it was really nice. You know, he talked to y'all. He talked to y'all like people, not like children, but he just talked to y'all. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Because sometimes, you know, you hear about uh, actors and actresses and uh, people who don't really talk to fans like people. They just blank out and just do things, sign papers and leave. And I thought that was re- wicked awesome. And I was like, okay, cool. And with, with everything that happened recently and everything else, um, it's just been like, geez, <laughs> like this is this, this has been a weird week for a lot of people. Weird couple weeks, and it, it's right on the holidays for us Americans. And it, I will say this um, from ha- from seeing this and seeing everything that's happening and being part of this fan group and everything. If you have a friend that you don't know how they're doing and you and you're concerned about them, reach out to them. Reach out to them like tonight tomorrow morning reach out to them say hi they might not reach back out to you 
but just the, the fact you're reaching out to them means so much to them. It's going to be, it's going to mean so much to them that someone cares. And, you know, I, I posted the number earlier for uh, us Americans. 988 is a, the suicide hotline for America. It's completely toll free. Use it. Um, if, if you know someone, send that number to them. If you, if you have any inkling, just make sure people are aware of it, okay? Uh, that, that's one of the big things I did want to say. Uh, I, I will say us as you to hear, you know, our, our hearts go out to all the fans who are having uh, having a moment because it, it, it hurts. It hurts a lot of people. And we didn't really agree with JDF on a lot of things, but we did respect him as a human being. And he was an instrumental part of Power Rangers. And if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be here today doing our podcast. Y'all wouldn't be here today. None of us would be here today doing this and enjoying something we actually really like if it wasn't for him. And I got to give mad respect for the man. All right, that's my my, my, my two, three cents. Besides that, though, you guys can follow us at Zero to Hero across the board. Shameless self-promotion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to do it. Got to get in there, right? You beat me to it, Jim. I thought I was going to ask you for some shameless self-promotion. But, man, thank you so much because you and I and Nathan and your brother, uh, Billy, we had such a good time on Samurai. Um, (laughs) The rents rents flowed strongly that night. (laughs) You guys are just sitting there like, this is what we get for being the first Ranger podcast to reach out to you guys when you started? We get Samurai? We get our Lord and Savior, Jake Christ? What? Blame your brother, brother, Jim. Blame your brother. the, the legitimate rage I had for Samurai. <laughs> it, it boils so brightly. But I will say, I, I did come up with a fun theory. And uh, yeah, if you have, if you don't know the theory, go listen to the Samurai episode and yeah. you will have a great time. Uh, 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 Jimmy, yeah. whatever you do, don't watch the Watch Mojo video where they compile what they say are the 20 best seasons. Oh, yeah, you will rage. Yeah, I know. It's, it's whatever, man. Like, they're... It's Watch Mojo, man. It's it's all terrible. <laughs> they have lost all legitimacy for me because they did not include Beast Morphers and all of the worst seasons aside from Turbo made the list. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know they had thirty. Uh, they had like what twenty something to choose from for the top twenty. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, and, the, and Dino Fury was number twenty. I'm like. You just said Samurai and Mega Force and Operation Overdrive are better <laughs> than Dino Fury. Go sit down. I have my quibble. I have my quibbles with company. Dino Fury, Michael, but what? Michael, you got a real Nate in. You got a real Nate. I know I got a real Nate in because I, I like I, I gave him very strict instructions to not <laughs> press that stupid button. I have not pressed stuff. the button, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, on topic, let's get an update on uh, the fundraiser. I think sure. Uh, so, exactly. uh, uh, fundraiser. So, for uh, we are up to two hundred and sixty-eight. Woo! Woo! Yeah. We still. Let's get it up to eight hundred people. Like I said, keep sharing the link. I'm going to put it in there again. Yeah. Yep. Keep sharing What's the, the link. link. The money goes to a fantastic organization. The money does not pass through our hands. Let me just clarify. The money does yep. not pass through us. It goes directly to the organization. We got an email from them today and they were kind enough to set up this fundraising link for us. Yeah, uh, they in came in, 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 in a they came in at the last minute. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So Kate from uh, to write love on her arms. Thank you. If you're watching this, uh, you came in clutch uh, for with that link. And we just appreciate everything that you guys are trying to do there to help people. And we well, I think, Chris, we reached out to you because you are a counselor. Yes. Um, not a formal counselor, but I do have about 10 years experience in social gotcha. service work and doing yeah. informal counseling, an organization mm -hmm. I used to work with in Hamilton, which works mm -hmm. with at-risk and low-income youth. Uh, yeah. We actually did something with To Write Love on Our Arms a couple of years ago around um, Suicide Awareness Day. Mm -hmm. um, great. They're, they're a great organization. A quick question I actually have for you gentlemen, just because we're going to be sharing this as podcasters in our feeds. Is this link still going to be live after tonight? That way, if people still want to donate, they can. Yes. Uh, from Good. what I, from what I understand from their representative, this link is still going to be live. Um, okay. we're just attempt, we're going to be trying to raise as much as we can while are the, while this conversation is going on. But if you have to, if you're working and you're asleep while this is going on and you want to donate later, that's perfectly fine. This link, that link will still be active. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've already heard from a couple of people who wanted to participate, but the, or be in the or be in the chat and everything, but they couldn't make it. So I'll be right. sure to be sharing this around. We have a lot of friends in the Toku and Ranger communities, Kaiju communities. So mm -hmm. yeah, we really want to. Yeah. We really do want to smash this fundraiser. Yeah, this fundraiser goal. So just a yeah. quick reminder for those who don't know, I'm going to read it off again because it's what we do around here. To like to write love on her arms is a nonprofit movement dedicated to. Presenting hope and finding help for people struggling with depression, addiction, and self-injury and suicide. Tuloha exists to encourage, inform, inspire, and invest directly into treatment and recovery. That is from their website. So just a quick yeah, reminder great organization. for everybody. Good. Yeah. Yeah, Good great charity. organization. And um, again, let's do the roll. Let's let's go ahead and just do the roll call. If you are in the United States, just like uh, Jimmy, just like uh, Jim said, uh, uh, text or call nine eight eight, and or say or better yet, say that to your phone because you just never know when you're going to help yourself or you need to help somebody else out. Uh, Chris in Canada, what is the suicide prevention hotline for you guys? Uh, yeah, so the text number would be text 45645, um, or if you call 1 456 4566. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Right. So, since we're kind of on the subject, Kim, with your permission. <laughs> Yes. Can I share well, your video? Because you before may. we before before we do that, before we do that, I I want Kim to share what she did to celebrate mm -hmm. uh, her love of of Power Rangers and, and remember JDF. So Kim, I I, I want to make sure I'm giving you enough time to to talk. Uh yeah. Well, I. I actually couldn't bring myself to watch any of the episodes because as soon as I reached for the DVD, I just started crying. So I, I just put the pop, put the put up the. Uh, I got my. I never met JDF sadly, but I do have. I did get um, an autographed pop figure of the Green Ranger here. Oh, nice. So that's one of my prized possessions, especially more so now. And uh, Green Ranger flip head and the entire. Um, DVD set of the uh, Mighty Morphin series and Dino Thunder. So I just put that up as like kind of like a shrine. That, that was kind of my way of paying respects to him. And mm -hmm. I also was reeling my head, you know, trying to figure out I wanted to make 
a tribute video to him, but I wanted to do it the right way. I wanted to pick the right uh, music and pick the right clips because I didn't want to just throw throw it together and just put it on YouTube because I wanted it to be done right. And then I finally came across Amy Jo Johnson's heartbreaking video. Oh, man. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she played uh, a couple songs, and I ended up just being inspired by that. So I, I took um, some clips from the first song that she performed that she said was for Jason. And uh, I put that in the video that we are about to watch right now. All right. Get those tissues handy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> soldiers and what do soldiers do soldiers keep fighting the fight that's beautiful kim thank you um i was gonna i was gonna ask you because you you are an incredibly talented videographer um you've made you've made videos for for friends of ours uh and I was going to ask you to make something for us, but before I could even uh, muster the courage to even ask you, you'd already started on it. So uh, thank you. Hire her. Yes, please. (laughs) Yes. Shameless plug for Kim. Hire her. Hire her. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't not make a video. I I just, I had to make something. Yes. Quite. I know the feeling. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Kim, you're getting a lot uh, of much-deserved shout-outs in the comments right now. Just so yeah, you're yes. aware. Oh, yes. yes. Actually, Lots of comments. thank you, thank you, Chris. Uh, that is that is a good segue to check in on the chat and see what the chat is talking about. Uh, we've not checked in on those guys in a while. Uh, so, Nate, you want to pull up some of the some of the more recent chatter uh, that we're seeing from our friends, um, like Doomzilla and others. Uh, also, thank you guys. Uh, while he's doing that, thank you so much for, uh, you know, joining us, being in this conversation, and most importantly, donating to a good cause. Um, we wanted to make sure that we were doing something that meant something that we weren't just spending an hour and a half talking about a character. We were actually using our time to support and help other people. So, thank you for that. Uh, bonus commentary's got some comments here. No, not a JDF story, but a Power Ranger story. When I was a wee nerd, I got last at a local 
You got Whoa, lost. Oh, 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 I got lost at a local flea market. Okay, and got myself, uh, and got myself, uh, and got myself lost. So I knew what I had to do. Go to the police? No. Talk to a stranger? No. The freaking Power Rangers were there, and sure enough, who got me back to my folks, the Rangers, along with the green one? That's that was awesome. a fantastic that, story. Yeah, yes, that's great. That is a that is a fantastic story. Um, it is three eighteen in the morning for you, Jamie. Oh my God! Oh my! Oh, Jamie, wow. let me tell you, Jamie, super son. He he uh, he is one of our faithful listeners of the internet, and he usually has about I'd say four paragraphs of running commentary before Nate and I even wake up in the morning. So, um, <laughs> so we've yeah, we've yeah, been yeah, yeah. You wouldn't dream of doing anything else on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Jack, you were going to say something. Is also on point. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're good, Chris. I, I think we've been trying to segue into you know, uh, you know, the positives of his life and what we've learned from it and whatnot so far. Uh, you know, Jr. kind of uh, hit on that a little bit and how you know he inspired him and stuff. I mean, should we start talking about like JDF moments, Tommy Oliver moments, well, JDF uh, stories in a second? Because there is something since we're talking about the stuff that we've been doing in response okay. to all of this. I do want to mention something here that I'm actually going to make the official announcement right now. The, for me, one of the great ironies of the timing of this, because this corresponds with, it had to, this had to have been providential. Uh, that's all I can say at this point. I, uh, at the beginning of the year on the Monster Island Foamfall Patreon, I had my friends, Derek and Jacob, uh, sponsor an episode on Mighty Morphin the movie. I was a little hesitant to do it at first because I did have that slated for a later season, but then I decided, you know what, I'll do it just for them. We recorded that, geez, probably, I want to say like late September, early October, and then things happened and the production of the episodes for the film fall fell behind a little bit. And then... Lo and behold, that is the next episode of the Film Vault that's coming out now. And the for those who don't know, who don't listen to the Film Vault, one of the things that makes that podcast unique is not only will there be film discussion and you know stuff on the history and culture behind each of the movies to put them into their context, but I've gotten into the habit of doing some audio drama segments with an ongoing storyline. And it often involves the fictionalized version of myself meeting characters from whatever movie is being discussed that episode. So the plan was to have Tommy show up on the show. And I wrote the first draft of that script literally right before the news broke. Uh, so that's... Actually, to you get on your point, Nathan, uh, the power trip and the drift space actually recorded an episode I know. of Soul of the Dragon. The comic, yeah. Yeah, so um, that's yeah. going to be our next episode that we release. And it's it's yeah. so crazy. It's how just, it, yeah. Yeah, but I will confess, I, uh, I mean, I sent this out to Danny DeManna, I sent it to Michael, 
I wanted. I always do that because I wanted to get feedback. But after things happen, I'm like, what do I do with this? I mean, is how much revision do I need to do? And I didn't do a whole lot. What makes it even more ironic is the setup for this is it does take some cues from Soul of the Dragon. So Tommy in this story is retired. Um, if you know Soul of the Dragon, he suffered a career-ending injury at the hands of a monster. I've got his Master Morpher screwed up, so it's taking place after those events. And he's he's been invited to the island for a thank you for your service meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Which seems terribly ironic now. <laughs> but I I wanted to share a couple of excerpts from that script. So you're going to get a little bit of a preview here. And then I have a big announcement to mention in, in light of that. Before, yeah, before you do, before you do, Nathan, I just want to make sure that we acknowledge Adam's comment, Thirsty Thursday Toys, before we move on. Yes. Oh, what's that? I think it's, in, mm-hmm. I think it's incredible. You have it pulled up. I think it's incredibly important. And this speaks to the heart of why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Adam says, thank you for doing this. We lost my brother-in-law a couple of years ago. I think it's important to have these conversations. And I cannot agree more, uh, Adam. So thank you, man, for for even stopping by and saying hello. Thank you for uh, contributing. Uh, deeply appreciate you, brother. Um, thank you for everything that you do, man. Uh, we, we do appreciate it. And, um, you know, we just wanted to try to shed some light on, on a situation that a lot of people don't talk about all right. that much. Right. Can I can I quickly say something, uh, Michael? If that's and Nathan, if that's okay. That's yeah, go ahead, uh, Chris. Just to piggyback off of what uh, Thirsty said, um, in in my line of work, like seeing people seeing other people talking about things, uh, mental health, um, suicidal ideation, seeing others going through this, or knowing others have experienced it. Oh yeah it's great that this is being talked about more and it needs to be, it normalizes. It helps people who feel isolated, not feel as isolated where even if it's not the exact same thing, they'll now know, Hey, I've got someone who might be able to relate. I got somebody who might understand what I'm going through. Um, and as important as services like the number were, the numbers we're constantly throwing out for the national services are, it's great that people have, other people that aren't just behind a phone that they can go to. So I love Thirsty that you said that, and I'd love to see this happen more where we don't shy away from these things because yeah, they're uncomfortable and we get upset, but other people need to see that. So they don't feel alone when it's so alone when it's happening with them. I was um, Jack, I think you and I were having this conversation. I think you and I were having this conversation yesterday Uh, When I said that it's just really unfortunate that it takes losing someone like JDF, like uh, like a hero of ours to really sit down and have a very open, honest conversation about mental health and specifically the darker sides of mental health, uh, especially pertaining to men. Uh, as a stubborn man myself, that's this will be the first and probably the only time you'll ever hear me admit that. Um, as a stubborn as a stubborn man myself, are you listening, Julie? I, uh, she's pro- actually she's got to work tomorrow. She's probably in bed. Um, I'll send her the link. It's, for, it's forever. But, 
captured in audio, sir. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but as someone who does not express his feelings all that well, um, I don't talk about the struggles that I've had. You know, I've, I've lost, uh, lost my, I lost my mom in 2018. I lost my uh, dad in 2020. I also got divorced in 2020. So, you know, to say that my mental health was in, in the gutter, uh, all for the, for a, for a very good portion of 2020 and 2021 is an understatement. Now, I don't think I can honestly, I can honestly say, and I don't say this to be braggadocious or anything like that. I can honestly say that I never thought about going that far, going as far as JDF and, and others have, uh, thought about, but you know, it is an easy th- depression and just anxiety and things of that nature are an easy thing to slip into and, a, and an easy thing to give into. Mm-hmm. Um, you think that someone as jovial as, uh, JDF or as, as, as happy go lucky as some of our, even our close personal friends that we interact with on a week and to week to week basis, you think they're doing fine, but they're really they're Sometimes they're not. And to Jim's point, when he, when he was talking just now, you know, just making the effort to just reach out and talk to somebody just, you know, um, I don't, I I hope Jack doesn't, uh, kill me for saying this, but you know, Jack, Jack struggled through all this, you know, you had a rough time, Jack dealing with, you know, Kevin Conroy and and JDF and some Mm. of the other heroes that we've lost this year. So I just texted you one day. It's like, Hey buddy, you, you doing okay? Like, I didn't want anything from you. I just wanted to make sure you're okay. And that's really all it takes is, and, and you would be amazed uh, uh, what a difference that type of interaction has for people when you just take a moment out of your day just to say, Hey buddy, Hey friend, uh, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, are mm-hmm. you okay? I don't want anything from you. I just want to make sure that you're okay. Yeah. That's a really good thought, but <clears throat> Michael, before uh, we move on to anything else, uh, we need to, uh, give a yep. big shout out and a big thank you to Jimmy, uh, yep. from Zio to hero yep. for joining yes. us. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jimmy. He's got to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he has one last thing he wants to mention. <laughs> yeah. And then he's go, yeah go. go ahead, sir. The floor one is yours. Last man. Rant to go through, uh, before I leave. <laughs> oh no. Because, uh, this is what our show is known for is about me ranting on about things for no apparent reason. Um, okay, we uh, we survived COVID, guys. This is we, for you, Jimmy. Rentmaster activated. It's it's not that kind of rant. Don't worry. Oh um, well, I, I I had to get one in, right? <laughs> of course, we survived COVID. We lost a lot of friends. We lost a lot of people we care about, and we we lost so many people. And we're here today uh, with the passing of JDF, Kevin Conroy. We, you know, we've lost so many, so many idols and people we care about and people that mean something to us. And I know it's easy to be sad. It's so easy to be sad and distraught because of it. And I just want to tell you that it's okay to be sad. It's okay. It's okay to need someone to, to lean on when these, these, when things like this happen, but I also say, try to celebrate their life that you knew them, or at least that they existed and meant something to you that they, they stood out within the crowd of millions and billions of people and meant something to you. So celebrate, you know, the passing of JDF that he helped us who we are today and celebrate everyone we've lost and everyone, you know, you've lost and, 
celebrate the people you don't know because yeah. we're all here, man. We're all in this, you know, big blue marble we call earth and full of people that mean something to someone. And if you, if you have a moment where you don't think you mean something to somebody, you do, you mean something to somebody. Doesn't matter if you think it doesn't matter. You mean something to somebody and you matter. You will always matter. And if you have a moment of weakness and you feel like it's it's at the very end there, reach out. We're always going to be here. Every one of us will be here. Like, you know, not personally here, but your friends are here. You, you know, the people that care about you are going to be there for you. Just reach out. Just, just shove a little harder. You You'll get their attention. I promise you'll get their attention. Just to yeah. try a little bit more, just one more time, and yeah. someone will try back. It it, yeah. it will work. I promise you it will work. But celebrate the people we've lost, the who, what they meant to you, what they meant to the community, what they've meant for other people. Because like I personally don't agree with a lot of stuff JDF did, but I still respect and celebrate the fact he did something so much for this community that we are here today and we're having a great time. I know it's sad, but we're still having a fun time. We're telling jokes, telling stories, having a great time. So in conclusion, it's okay to be sad, but it's always okay to Revel in the fact you knew the person and you feel better because of it. All right, <laughs> <laughs> rant is over with, guys. All right. It really, it really is all about not dwelling in it. Like yeah. that's because that's the that's mm-hmm. the easy part. It's easy to dwell and it's easy to kind of ruminate and and mm-hmm. and and you know say I don't want to I don't want to belittle anyone who feels like this, but it's easy to say you know woe is me, my life sucks. You know, it, it's easy to dwell yeah. in that, but really, it's like to as it's it's really cliche to say I guess, but to, to count your blessings, to count, to count the things that you're grateful for. Uh, I try to start my day every day with gratitude, no matter, even if it's like the small stuff, like it's like, I'm grateful for my coffee. I'm grateful that my back doesn't hurt today. Um, and I'm grateful for my friends and I'm grateful for you, Jim. I'm grateful for you. And I thank you, man, for stopping by. Uh, I'm thank, I, I'm, I am grateful. I'm genuinely grateful for you and Billy for allowing us to come and, and BS on y'all show. And then we, re- we tr- return the favor. If Hopefully you want to be even on if the it show, was Samurai. give us a holler. <laughs> give us a holler if you want to also be on the show. Uh, don't, don't be a stranger. You know how to get in touch with us. Uh, besides that, though, uh, you know, cliche ending of come follow us at Zero Hero, uh, Zero Hero Pod across the board. Come follow us. We're everywhere. I think. Yes. Okay. I Thanks all for being the show notes, stuff. guys. <laughs> Good luck, guys. Enjoy yourselves. Have a great rest of the night. Uh, anyone else who who really feels like they need it, reach out to a friend, man, or reach out to someone yeah. you care about. Okay, right? Because we all need it. And remember that number is nine eight eight for America. And Chris, you have the uh, the Canadian one, right? I do, and sir, you're my hero right now for always championing it. Seriously, you're dude. Awesome. It's a free service that was put in place, <laughs> and no one knows about it. Dang it! <laughs> great thing. <laughs> I love oh. that you're doing it still. And anybody who needs it, I got the Canadian number. I just can't comment in the thread. What, what's, <laughs> what's the Canadian one? Uh, so it's texting would be 45645. All right. Cool, man. Well, with that, guys, I'm out. Good luck, everyone. Enjoy your night. And uh, we'll be around. Good luck, guys. Thank you, Jim. Yeah. Appreciate right. you. Billy, I, I'm sorry, but not sorry you couldn't make it, man. So. I'll tell him that. I'll make sure he's fully aware. <laughs> <laughs> Later, guys. Bye. Bye. Right. Anyway, uh, I would like to um, 
jump uh, jump off on something that Michael was talking about. Uh, because, sure, go ahead, Travis. Uh, for me, you know, I, I've been very open about, you know, how I've struggled with mental illness and have um, a mental illness that I have to deal with on a regular basis. Uh, when talking to uh, a therapist of mine, it was something that I, I always said that something I was sort of kind of, you know, a little bit proud of was that, you know, I, I've never really felt uh, suicidal or had suicidal thoughts, but my therapist pointed out, she said, there's, there's multiple forms of being suicidal. And that's something I want to highlight too, is because there's the active kind, the active kind of wanting to harm yourself, wanting to hurt yourself. But then there's an inactive kind, which is being self-destructive in a way that's not necessarily like you're going out and trying to hurt yourself, but you're also not doing anything to keep yourself alive. And I think that that is a, that's a, a sneaky form of being suicidal that sometimes we don't pay attention to. And that's something that really hit me really hard when she pointed that out, that, that that's the kind that I was because I wasn't necessarily wanting to go out and hurt myself, but I also wasn't wanting to live. And so that's, you know, there's a, that's pretty much the same result, even if, it's not the same thing. And so remember that, that mental illness takes different forms, but I also want to highlight too, we've talked a lot about reaching out to your friends and reaching out. I think that's something that we have forgotten, especially during the COVID era, that physical contact is such an important thing to a person's emotional and mental state of being and so if you are around your loved ones give them a hug give them a hug give them a pat on the shoulder give them a handshake do something that's physically connecting with them you can wash your hands you can do hand sanitizer afterwards if you're worried about that but but do something that because because in the covid time period we kind of lost that and that affects people on a mental you know on a mental level and so i think that that's something that we need to remember that not just reaching out in your words but also in your actions you you need to have that physical contact of some kind with the people that you love yeah. I mean, it, 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 to, to, to piggyback off of what you were saying, Travis, um, yeah, that like, it is, it is so, it was so glare. It was, it was so glaringly obvious once, you know, pandemic was over the, the, not just the physical damage that it did, but the, but the psychological and emotional damage that whole two years did to people, uh, you know, you and I and, and Nathan and a few others, we participated in something we called Kaiju quarantine because we wanted to, um, we wanted to bring the community of, of giant monster lovers together to just socialize because that's what we were missing. And, you know, it's, um, it's, it, it, it's just, I, I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll ever actually know the damage that, that, that timeframe of 2020, 2021 and into 2022 did to people until many years later because people were so isolated and it's, it's, it's so incredible. It's so incredibly important to have things like this stream and like, and have uh, events and podcasts and do other things so that we can come together as a community. Like I have seen incredibly amount. I've, I've seen incredible amounts of community uh, during the last week, like people that, you know, 
whether you loved JDF or you hated JDF, I've seen those same people, you know, extend condolences, well wishes, um, just a genuine love and concern for their fellow man and woman. Like that is a beautiful thing. That is an incredibly beautiful thing. So do we want to uh, transition into some of our favorite moments? Of I his? still have an uh, announcement and an excerpt to share. <laughs> well, hurry up, Nathan. I kept getting interrupted by more important things. Gosh, Most Nathan, it's not always no, about you. No, 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 let me just say this. Let me just say this. No true words have ever been spoken. Let me just say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, but like, I, uh, like, uh, like I was saying, you know, uh, we have video editors here. We have artists. Uh, but I'm a writer, so the way I've been dealing with it is uh, through my writing. So like I said, I mentioned that the script I was working on. So... The portion that I want to uh, read a little bit here, this is part of a scene where MIFV Nate and Tommy are meeting backstage before he goes off to meet this huge group of people who includes some of you all <laughs> in, this, in this call. And Tommy, uh, but Tommy says he's not sure he wants to do it. And Nate asks him why. And he says, when I became a ranger, I was just a kid. Uh, and it wasn't even by choice. I did terrible things, hurt a lot of people. My teammates forgave me, but it took a while for that to sink in. I kept being a ranger at first because I wanted to make amends. But then, honestly, I stayed on for the thrill of it. That's when Zordon knew I, had to qu uh, I needed to quit, Nate says. And yet you kept coming back even after becoming a high school teacher, Tommy says, because the younger rangers needed my experience. Besides, I still uh, I was still chasing that adrenaline rush. Nate says, "Then why did you? And then why the hesitancy now?" And he says, "With age comes wisdom, not to mention career-ending injury during a fight with a monster. At my best and worst, I never did what I did to get famous. I'm not one for the limelight. All this attention is overwhelming. I serve the world as a superhero. Now I just want to quietly serve my family and my students." Nate says, Zordon was right about secret identities, wasn't he? Tom, Tommy says, that's for sure. And then this feels even more personal now, especially after all the things that we've been talking about. Nate says, look, Tommy, uh, I come from a military family, so I get it. Most everyone out there, though, they want to tell you how grateful they are for your service as a ranger. You saved them. You inspired them. That's desperately needed in the world. We have a serious shortage of real heroes nowadays. And then Tommy says, that's what Kat said too. And then he says, well, you should definitely listen to her and not to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but all of that to say, so that's part of what you can expect in the next episode. And my big announcement is several of my fellow cast members from Power Rangers, the audio drama are going to be in this story segment. One of them will be Shane Cochran, who, among other characters, played Saba on Power Rangers, the audio drama, and several other characters. Saba was dope. Yeah, he was. Mm, but here's yeah. the big one. I made arrangements for, as far as I care, is the man who is the heir apparent to the legacy <clears throat> of Tommy Oliver... Joey Sorless is going to play Tommy in this from Power Rangers, the audio drama. And I am stoked to hear 
what he does with this because he, <laughs> ever since the news broke, he has been really taking it seriously that he plays Tommy Oliver on. Yeah, I know it's a fan made audio drama, but he plays Tommy Oliver and he's really embracing that mantle right now. And I, like I said, I am just beyond excited to hear what he's going to do with this. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to, um, I'm, I'm just excited for Joey in general because, you know, I, we've interacted a little bit with Joey. Joey's just a, a good human being. Uh, Joey's just a good, good human being. We need more good, just good, genuine human beings um, like uh, like Joey. But <clears throat> before we transition into uh, the next part of the conversation, Nate, can you pull up the... Um, I want to highlight this comment here. Rizlord. Oh, sure. Uh, nice to see you guys on video for the first time. Just started following the power trip a few weeks ago. Thanks, Rizlord. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, but I was going to tell you, please highlight uh, Zio to Hero's last comment where they said the uh, 988 hotline number, uh, 988 is the American hotline, call or text. They also mentioned a, uh, a project called the Jacob Project for people within the LGBTQ plus community. So I just wanted to make sure uh, that we got that covered as well before we move, before we move on. Okay. Awesome. As I readjust my headphones because my wireless ones died. <laughs> All right. So what we were going to go on to next. <laughs> so highlighting some of, some of uh, JDF's like uh, some of our favorite moments of his uh, right. yes. means to us. That kind of stuff. Yes, that is actually besides doing another quick endorsement for, you know, go to the to the uh, fundraiser page. I'm going to share the link again. And please, please, please help us smash this donation goal. Even if it's not tonight, please just do it for us. So here you go. Once again, that is the link that you will need for to write love on her arms. All right. So, yes, I do have a, uh, some – I want to take some time here to talk about what JDF's work means to us. Um, I want to start with – I want to start with Kim again because, Kim, you've been a little bit too quiet. All the boys all the boys have been talking way too much. Or actually, no, is Rebecca still here? Did Rebecca still step – yeah, Rebecca. Well, uh, maybe. <laughs> well, there is – actually, there is one, other, one last tribute video I do want to share, but we, I can save it for later. Yeah, let's save let's save that for later. I want I want Kim and Rebecca to start sharing their um, some of some of their favorite moments first, since the girls have been a little quiet. Uh, Rebecca, would you like to go first? Uh, you, no, Kim, I went first the last time. You go first. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Girl fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. I guess my favorite JDF moment would, you know, I guess, you know, picking Power Rangers moments, obviously. Um, it's got to be the name of the episode is escaping me. I think I think it was the Green Candle part two um, when he's going up against Goldar and he's and Goldar is like trying to um, um, discourage him and showing him all, all of his failures, so to speak. And um, then Tommy he at this point has lost the ability to morph, but then he's still like, like, he's like, yeah, you know what? You just showed me like all the good I did. And then he just fights back and then the go green. Yes. It's just so awesome. And he's just, uh, he, he like, he fights back as 
Tommy and not as the Green Ranger. And that was just an amazing moment for me. So that was awesome. That was my favorite uh, JDF slash Tommy moment. Yes. Quite. Quite. <laughs> the amount of in jokes. <laughs> well, that started with Kim, so you know. I uh, know, yeah. Michael. It started with you and I in private. Yes, quite. I yes, know it started with Kim. Okay, whatever. Uh, no, I, I, I thought it started right before we started recording Dino Thunder. So I, I no, think that's because Michael and I already had it. <laughs> Uh, no, okay. I'm, I'm going to just, I'm, you know, because uh, okay, I'm, okay, whatever, okay. we're not here to talk about that. We're here. Because I love Kim so much. I'm going to let Kim take. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, let's see. How old was I, GJ, when we started watching Power Rangers? Because I, I forgot. <laughs> Young. Uh, yeah, Young. Okay. Young. <laughs> so, so I, I, Y'all just I, put out a podcast episode about this. I know, yeah. I know. And uh, it's still somewhat a blur to me, but what's not a blur to me was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. And basically... Ev- the whole movie that Tommy's in, all all of his scenes were my favorite part of Tommy, and just from the the, the weird skydiving part, uh, <laughs> I, never, I never understood that, but I've always wanted to skydive because of that particular scene. Um, I never have. It's the nineties. That's what typical high things. Do. Skydiving. Right. Limp biscuit. It was a weird time. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to mention rollerblading and multicolored colors. Like, you uh, guys didn't even mention the red hot chili peppers. Come on, guys. Yeah. I, 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 can we talk about Van Halen? Although that was an eighty song. <laughs> Again, I was very young. I didn't know who those who those were. But, and uh, uh, yeah, from the the skydiving part to the weird rollerbladings to. Finally, uh, facing Ivan Ooze for the first time, <laughs> and, and <laughs> just just the way he he takes that pole and just says, "Welcome to my nightmare." I'm telling you, cheesy one-liners is one of the gifts that the Morphin Grid gives you because they're not nearly that witty out of costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it was. It was amazing. Every every second of that movie was amazing to me, and it still is. And to the and it's even it's even more special to me. I also uh I also have seen uh the first few episodes of Dino Thunder, and when I was, uh, Jack was the one who introduced me to. Those. And uh, I know what you're about to say, but when, go. <laughs> when I first saw the uh, the opening credits and it said Jason David Frank, Tommy Oliver, I was like, "What?" That was my reaction. <laughs> he, he looks so he looks so good. <laughs> Tommy, aren't Let's you a bit old PG, for this? Rebecca. Aren't you a bit old for this, Tommy? <laughs> Revenge. Revenge. I don't, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to derail too much, but is anybody old enough here to remember an MTV show called undressed? 
Is oh, anyone else? Yeah. You are not going here. No. You are not going here. Can we not? <laughs> I mean, anyway, right back continue. <laughs> yeah. That's all I had. <laughs> all right, next person. Okay. See, Rebecca, Rebecca, I thought you were going to bring up the fact that he, uh, in the opening credits, we see Tommy decide it's a good idea to uh, back kick a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> because they can live, because oh, Disney T-Rex. would let him kick a T-Rex in the face, but not people. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> I forget that. Oh, no. That's so funny. That's oh so funny. I, was, I don't remember who published. I think it was the Ranger cast that published this because they were one of the first ones to put out an episode after he'd passed away. And in that episode, they played a clip from an interview he did where they asked, like, what were the differences between working with Disney and working with Saban? Well, Saban was a little bit more like just do whatever looks good on camera. Disney, of course, being marketed to children, there were a lot more, you know, things that you could not do. Specifically, you couldn't punch anybody in the face and you couldn't use guns. Well, they stopped using guns in like mid through midway through season two, but they definitely, if you go back and watch those old, especially if we're talking about Dino Thunder, if you go back and watch some of those Disney seasons, you really know, you, it, it really, you really need to start noticing, oh yeah, they didn't kick anybody in the face, did they? Except for that really ugly looking CGI T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing he's allowed to kick in the face. <laughs> yes. That's why like when you watch Spider-Man, the animated series from the 90s, he's Oh like one punch that entire show. Yes. <laughs> he does. Yes. And it makes me let's say what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One punch. The rest of the time swing kicks. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? I never noticed that until somebody pointed that out. And then I go back and watch. I'm like, you know, I never noticed that as a kid. <laughs> uh, it started becoming apparent to me because I read a comic book adaptation of one of the episodes of the show and Spider-Man is definitely punching more people in it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hey, really quick, before we move on to more stories, because this is going in a direction I actually like. Um, <laughs> so um, I want to just really make a quick correction. It is the Trevor Project, not the Jacob Project, uh, if you are uh, LGBTQ. So um, if you're, it's it's the Trevor Project. Thank you, Zio to Hero, for uh, uh, correcting me there. So anyway, uh, anybody else? Uh, have any uh, more? I mean, Travis, you were talking. What's your what's some sto- What's some of your favorite moments? So I had three things that uh, I that came to mind whenever I was trying to think of this. Um, one thing I do want to highlight real quick was, um, you know, we're we're all remembering Jason David Frank, uh, of course, for his time as a Power Ranger, but he he did do a few other things. He yeah. made appearances in a few other things. He did. Um, he made a guest appearance on We Bear Bears, which is a Cartoon Network show. Yes. Uh, really, really, you know, it was a it was a guest appearance, but my goodness, it's 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 so good, it's so good. He's the like, what was it? He was the Silver Bear Ranger. Was, is that what? Yeah, it was he was the Silver. It was such, such an obscure. Was so awesome. He's always talking like this. Yeah, being like, we need to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it was so great, and it just shows that like I I would have loved to have seen uh jason david frank do more voice work you know if he migrated towards that direction um but the other thing um just piggybacking off of rebecca uh talking about um Dino Thunder. Uh, you know, I, I I stuck with Power Rangers longer than it was 
cool to do um you know uh, a lot of my friends had migrated away from power rangers at a certain point but i stuck with it so i was still watching power rangers through the the wild force era through all of that and ninja storm and then i and then we get to dino thunder and dino thunder is my favorite season of power rangers just hands down i love dino thunder and and a big part of that is because of tommy coming back and i love i love 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 when a character goes from being a a hero or or an apprentice to being the mentor and him transitioning into the zordon of that season mm-hmm was just so great and it just it was so great to see tommy be the zordon and that's how i always refer to him as was like like tommy's the new zordon uh for that season and so that that will always be my favorite thing from him and you know favorite memory probably is watching that show uh because i was a teenager it was it was great i have a lot of memories from that but of course i was young when power rangers you know mighty morphin power rangers come out was young when the show come uh, when the when the movie came out now on my playlist i have and have had for a long time dreams by van halen which is the closing song to the mighty Morphin power rangers movie i listen to it constantly love it and now listening to it is going to be a lot different because oh yeah mm-hmm. it's going to remind me of that that closing scene with tommy and 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 kimberly and all of them staring at it and it says we thank you power rangers and 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 uh, Thank you, Power Rangers. Bulk and Skull. <laughs> the true heroes. The true heroes. So, yeah. So, I, I still will be listening to that song, but it will definitely feel a lot different listening mm-hmm. to it now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. JR? Oh, dude. Where do I start? There's so many good Tommy moments. Um, but to piggyback off Rebecca again with uh, the movie. The one I'll always forget is, uh, you know, Ooze comes up to him and goes, who are you? And Tommy goes, we're the Power Rangers. And we're the Ooze Power Rangers. Oh, where's my autograph book? You know, Dino Thunder, uh, Dino Thunder got me back into it just because of Tommy. Hmm. Um, you know, when he... He did the backflip off the porch and morphed in midair. I was like, I'm a kid again. Um, but no, what really brought me uh, some real joy is when you, he took Power Rangers outside of Power Rangers. Like all his work with Bat and the Sun, where he fought Scorpion and Ryu. And uh, he even did the, like, uh, I think it's it's a a death battle between Godzilla and uh, Dragonzord. That was oh, that was superpower beatdown. That was uh, that was superpower beatdown. It was still yes. Bat in the Sun. Yeah, yeah. It, you can hear him in the background doing the yeah. Yeah, he so, did the voice. Yeah, yeah, I, and you know, Bat in the Sun also did a short film where uh, to promote. Legacy Wars, the mobile game, because they were adding Street Fighter characters, so you get to see yeah. Tommy, Gia, who does more in that short than she does in all of Megaforce, and <laughs> Tommy, and then Ryu and Chun-Li get to team up against M. Bison at the end. Yeah, no, so 
I enjoyed. I'm sorry, uh, Jr. I, I just nah. just real quick, well, going along with because we were talking about. Uh, we used to joke all the time that there was never a Power Rangers project without JDF involved. Mm-hmm. Like, like it doesn't yeah, matter. He was going to be whether whether the creative team wanted him to be involved or not. He was going to find a way to get involved. Oh well, was, I mean, uh, I don't want to claim this is necessarily like my moment, but I loved when. But Bat- you're going to anyway. Is that, well, what, you're, is yeah. that what you're saying? But it's going off of what JR is saying about Bat in the Sun. The first superpower beatdown that they did with a Power Ranger was they did Green Ranger versus Scorpion. And that was White Ranger versus Scorpion. And, and it was Green versus. And then Ryu. it was Green and Ryu. But this yeah. was the first one. So White Ranger and Scorpion. And this was back when they would do preliminary segments where <clears> they would go interview people and say, like, oh, who do you think is going to win? And they went and they talked to JDF. And obviously he's saying, oh, the White Ranger is going to win. But then they showed the the fight scene, and it, you know, and then it goes nuts, and then the White Ranger wins because he did win the the poll for to pick the winner. And then it's right then takes the helmet off, and it's revealed that it was JDF the whole time in that costume. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very Always. nice touch uh, on their part. Anyway, which is which is really because I want to go back to what Jr. was saying the the uh, superpower beatdown, the Godzilla versus the Dragon Zord. They just after his passing, they just released what was normally behind the paywall, the alternate mm-hmm. version where mm-hmm. uh, Godzilla act, spoiler Godzilla lo- loses in 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 that version. Um, his head. His, his head. <laughs> <laughs> when I decapitate you, I will be ahead. Yes, uh, but yeah, that's that was. I had never because I'm, I'm not a patron. I'm not a patron subscriber to uh, Bat in the Sun or Superpower Beatdown or whatever. But that was such an interesting thing to watch, and I've watched all of the Bat in the Sun stuff. Uh, uh, JDF versus Scorpion. Um, uh, uh, JDF or the Green Ranger versus Ryu. I've seen all of it, and it's all great. And to Travis, your point, like there was not a Ranger project that for whether fans or the producers or the writers whatever wanted it or not jdf was going to be involved because he took extreme it's it's like it goes back to this this idea of extreme ownership he took extreme ownership over that character Mm -hmm. and extreme ownership over that over the franchise he Mm -hmm. whether he was the official ambassador or not he was acknowledged as the ambassador for power rangers right um really quickly oh go ahead Oh, I was just to say really quickly before we before we uh, keep having fun here, uh, I want to highlight a couple of comments specifically, starting with uh, Adrian Godzilla Train Ten Ninety, where he said, he said the moment uh, that will always stick out are the original five episodes of Tommy coming on the scene, beating the brakes off of the Rangers and joining the team, and of course when he becomes the White Ranger. So yes, that is that is a, the White Light and Green with Evil uh, miniseries. That is such an incredible, incredible. Uh, Kim. <laughs> okay, uh, I need to highlight this one from Silverback. <laughs> uh, LOL, unpopular take, but the per- but my personal favorite Tommy moment is when he pulls out the owner manual for the Turbo Zord. Sorry, Nathan. You know what? In isolation, that is funny. <laughs> In isolation, that is actually really funny. It is. Um, it but is. we interrupted Jr. a lot, so let's, uh, we, no. we did. I'm sorry, Jr. Go ahead and go ahead and finish. Last one. Last one. This one. This one just made me. 
lose my mind when they were doing the live promotional for the uh, Boom Comics. You still see yes. Bracken yeah. sitting there, and he walks over to the and he takes off his helmet and he goes, "They could have been gods." I was like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> Yeah. That that God that would have been such a fun thing to because uh, I think it was correct me if I'm wrong, but that was supposed to be like a mini series that was going to be greenlit uh, by Saban. That was made to promote Shattered Grid. It comic. was, but it was going to be made into a, a mini series as well to right. also help promote Shattered Grid. It was going to be like a mini web series or whatever yeah, it, was. it was. Supposed to be a web series. It was a web. That's what it was. Thank you, Travis. Um, and then um, for some reason, it got scrapped after the after the. Franchise was sold to I think Hasbro. Hasbro. Yeah, after the after it was sold to Hasbro, they scrapped it, and that's just incredibly unfortunate. Damn you, Hasbro! And you know, because because Nathan said, you know, in his mind, the 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 character of Tommy is going to live on in in the audio drama. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, because I'm such a comic book guy, that's where you know Tommy is living on. You know, so that's where the legacy of JDF is going to live on is in those boom boom comics and and the comics that come after that. Um, whoever ends up doing more in the future. I'm gonna unpack that when we do some closing thoughts. Just so everyone okay. knows, yeah, sure, yeah, but but well, hang on, but I want to get I want to get Jack's time. I want to get Jack and uh, we'll let him get his time. But we have a new viewer in the chat, Mister Aaron Akuna. I'm going to butcher his last name, Akuna. Sorry, man, uh, of Monsters with Attitude, my co-host of Mo- with Monsters of Attitude. Thanks, man, for stopping by. He says, um, uh, "Nope, it's the other comment. Sorry about that. It's the one above. Sorry, he was sharing." Hey, I'm still trying to find it. Hold on. It's two comments. It's three comments above this one, sir. 11.01. That is the time. It's right above the God. Please stand by. We got learned how to stream. There we go. There we go. He can stream, guys. Um, we promise. <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep track of a lot. Shut up. <laughs> Aaron says, one of my core childhood memories is when Tommy was revealed as the White Ranger. We yeah, just talked about that. That man. was yeah. actually pretty epic because he basically did. Good Lord. You look, that's one of the scenes when I look at it now, it's just like, oh, man, the, the new context. Because it's the White Ranger basically is descending from heaven like an angel. <laughs> Yeah, crazy. actually, that's what I was going to ask was because uh, we were all, you know, young when when Power Rangers uh, was on some younger than others. Sorry, Kim. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, but but, uh, but uh, do do any of, of the people here, do you remember watching that as it was coming out? Yes. And and not knowing who the white ranger was yes because i remember that i remember even though i was little i remember not knowing who the white ranger was and the mystery behind it of course you could look back on it now it's like oh well duh but (laughs) it was clearly being set up to be ricky Right. <laughs> <laughs> Poor yeah. Ricky. Ricky. Oh, Ricky, you so fine. You don't get to be the White Ranger. <laughs> no, no, not, not. But, but I do remember like the the mystery because you you get the episode where you see Billy and and uh, and uh, Alpha working on the suit and and putting it together and all this kind of stuff, and then you get the reveal of the White Ranger, like Nathan said, and stuff. So, so I. I just remember thinking back to that and i just wonder 
because there's going to be a whole generation of, of people who were too young to remember that and it's going to be like the you know the reveal that darth vader is luke's father it's like well you know i i'm from a generation where we always knew we always knew that because that was just always there but but there is a but from my generation it's probably the last ones to remember a time when we didn't know who the white ranger was going to be yeah i mean it's it's such an interesting just talking about rangers as a whole and i promise jack i will give you the floor in just a minute um (laughs) I'm not going to, I'm not going to hog the screen time. Sorry. Um, but, but just talking about Rangers as a whole, like it is so like, it is so fascinating, like doing this podcast all year long uh, and then getting it, being able to interact with other fans and hearing how they got into the franchise. Um, you know, a lot of folks came in with Dino Thunder. A lot of, a lot of our, a lot of the listeners, a lot of people we get, uh, we get to interact with came in with Mighty Morphin. They're old school fans, but then we've met a few that came in with Megaforce. We're sorry, but you know, it happens. Um <laughs> It happens, you know. But whatever hey, gets uh, they all, it was it was all up from there. I mean, <laughs> whatever gets you into the franchise, that's all that matters. And so you and regard it's just like a lot of things. You have such a rich history to either look back on or look forward to seeing. So that's just my that's my soapbox. Jack, go ahead and give your soapbox, sir. Well, I don't uh you know gosh. We we bring up all these like great Tommy moments. I mean, uh, Kim, you you brought up some I love, and and Jr. is just like he he practically stole a ton of I, that I love, which includes the Bat in the Sun Green Ranger battle. I remember uh, I, I hold that one dear because I remember there was a lot of complaints that we actually didn't get to see Tommy the Green Ranger in battle in the legendary battle. Like there there's no actual footage of the Green Ranger fighting in that battle, even though Tommy was <laughs> like right. at the beginning and end. And, and I remember uh, JDF, he had read a very disappointed comment from a fan who <clears> said, uh, who, who said, man, the green Ranger wasn't even in the battle. We didn't get to see him fight at all and stuff like that. And just gave a scathing review to the legendary battle and JDF like replied to it. He just said, ouch, <laughs> but he goes, he goes, ouch. Well, Hey, the the Green Ranger versus uh, Ryu battle is coming out soon. That that hopefully that'll you know um, give you your your scratch that itch for you. And it, you know what? It did. It really did. Um, I love I love that battle. I love that fight. I love that was outside of Power Rangers. It was, it's kind of something I just you know this like offshoot that I hold dear. Um, and that whole design of the Green Ranger costume is one of my favorites. It's, oh, it's, I love it's... that redesign. Mm-hmm. I, I look at that, I'm like, Hollywood, that's how you do a modern take on the Power Ranger suits. Right there. Well, and it kind of reminded me of, uh, like, the highlights on the helmet kind of reminded me of the helmet in, uh, shoot, is it? Is it Fighting Spirit in in a uh, Dino Fighting Spirit? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Fighting Spirit. It's the Fighting Spirit helmet. All right. Well, I have to ask you, Jack. Just since yeah. I got you here, are you are you a gold crest or are you a silver crest kind of guy? I mean, I, 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 I win all the time, so normally gold. But in this particular <laughs> case, in this particular case, uh, I, I really, really liked the Fighting Spirit helmet. 
Um, and there were a lot of complaints about it. Like, why is there gray on the helmet? Me, 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 me. And, <laughs> and, and, but I thought it looked so cool, the highlights yeah. and stuff like that. And, and, you know, I, I think that whole episode is not just one of my favorite, you know, JDF moments, but one of my favorite episodes of Power Rangers as a whole. Uh, and, and of course now, especially it feels, huh? uh, really, it feels really, I want, I don't want to say, merely say the, the episode is elevated because of recent events, but it does help. It helps frame things in a context that maybe we weren't entirely privy to behind the scenes. Oh, you yeah, know, for sure. Um, but I, in terms of a less boring answer, this is a, this is a moment that, that always has stuck uh, out to uh, me. Can I, uh, can I interrupt really quick here? Cause yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. I think this guy needs a little bit of encouragement. Since I wish I could contribute, but I'm broken. A, a nobody. No, you're not. No, you're, you're not. Let me just say this. You're not a nobody. You're somebody to, you're, you're somebody to somebody. And if you could just give a dollar, that's a dollar. You know, that's, that's fine. If you can't give it, if, but if you can't give, you can't give, we just really appreciate you super dude for stopping by this stream. Also, uh, while we're on this train, we had a new, we have an, another new commenter well, just well, video. Quick, before, you, before you do that one, uh, just real quick to super dude, you sure. can share the, the link. And oh stuff. yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. you know that, that is free. That is free. You know, you don't have to do that and that would help too. So if you do want to help us out, but even if you, you know, whatever you do, the fact that you're here, that's all that matters. And, and you, you aren't a nobody like they said oh yeah well, do you have a you're, you're, logo you're, you're, you're here tonight you're part of the ranger family yeah yeah mm -hmm. i just put the i just put the link to the to the page in the chat again so there you go yeah but also thank you uh super dude for stopping by also thank you to just video for also stopping by and saying hello to us um and honestly we can't believe this happened either we're all incredibly sad but you know what we're making the best of it by trying to celebrate yeah. and have a good time but thank you so much for that yeah and super dude it, it, it's enough that you're here uh kind of celebrating his his life um you know uh, and, and, you know, we, we all need, I, I've said this before over and over again, we all need kind of an outlet, uh, a way to grieve, a way to cycle through the grief process sure. and a way to adjust our brains. And hopefully, hopefully that this brings us around, you know, there is no timetable for grief and there is no <laughs> wrong way to cycle through it. So, right. you know, yeah. welcome, welcome to the chat. Um, the the last thing I was just going to say is, you know, my less boring answer than, you know, fighting spirit or, you know, things that JR has already brought up uh, is is uh, there's a moment. Uh, it was return of a green, uh, return of an old friend. Part one, the tail end of that episode. I knew was, you were going to bring that. Up. Yes, it, it was the, the, the tail end of that episode was the first time I felt the show really broke into the sort of cinematic uh, you know, feel because we have the kind of like the, the militaristic drum roll and the, you know, the boots kind of, uh, walking into the, the, uh, Ernie's place and the juice bar. And then the camera pans up and we see Tommy for the first time since he lost his powers. Uh, and he looks around and he goes, what happened here? And you just hear a brief excerpt of, 
Go green ranger. Go go. <laughs> and then, and then, to be continued. To be continued. It was so good. What a great cliffhanger to end on, and a great return for for that character. I think you know. I, I felt like Tommy's first return to the Green Ranger through when he lost his well up to White Light was kind of peak Tommy for me. Um, just that edge and, and that determination to keep going, despite the fact that he might, could possibly lose his powers was, was always, I always felt like I was a little on the edge of my seat. Anytime he went into battle, you know, like he, he, he could give out at any moment, right? Like he could be in the middle of a, of a fight and then boom, his suit's gone. But he, he took that risk anyway, every single time. And that was, it was just a great, uh, you know, uh, era for the Green Ranger, I think. Yeah. One thing before we move on, because I have to, well, I, I, Chris I wanna, still has to give his. I know. His, uh, I know, know Chris. I know Chris still has to give his. I'm gonna just. I'm. I've been sprinkling mine throughout. I don't worry about me. Yeah. But I also wanted to highlight. Can you go back to Super Dude's question? Like, what Ranger we would be? Or what oh, color? Um, what color we would be? And I'm gonna. And I'm gonna preface. Team? I'm gonna preface this by saying I know this is a JDF stream, but no one is allowed to say JDF. Just say it. No, <laughs> no one's allowed. Darn to say it! Green or, I, uh, Rebecca green made me green on the uh, on the look. I got the next best thing. Yeah, well. So, uh, Kim, I mean, <laughs> what color would you be? Uh, well, pink is my favorite color because of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, obviously. But of course. I also, but I think I look better in yellow, actually. So I think I might go for yellow. Rebecca? Ditto. Yellow. Training. Okay. Mighty Morphin. Hmm. Sabertooth Tiger. JR? <laughs> Dino Thunder White. Ah! Oh, okay. <laughs> if I can't yeah. have Tommy, man... I'm going to okay, that was thing. Yeah, that okay. was a good one. That was a good one. one. I'll join okay. the Thunder Thunder team too because it's my favorite team. Thank you. Okay, uh, Travis. Yeah, I, I'm on the I'm on the Dino Thunder team. I, I love I love Dino Thunder too much. Um, as far as what color, I'm going to go in a weird direction. I'm going to pick one that's not actually on the team and just be my own original color. I'll be like purple. No, there <laughs> are purple <laughs> Rangers. Oh, let's see we what have purple, but not, not on the Dino Thunder, mate. <laughs> a purple Jack. dino thunder okay so i can't pick any color that jdf was you cannot pick any color that jdf was even if it was another like ranger you cannot be you cannot be mighty you can't be a jdf ranger you cannot be a jdf ranger no <laughs> you know what tj was a jdf ranger technically I'm just putting it out there. Red Rangers who failed their job, your blue suit is waiting. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to say Zio Gold. Of course. And there you go. Uh, you, yeah, you, you took Chris's. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Speaking of I think Chris, my next, my, well, uh, I was going to say, I think my next favorite one would have probably been the Omega. Was Is it the Omega Ranger from Time Force? I love that suit. Oh, the, the oh, yeah. uh, Quantum Ranger. Quantum Ranger. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. The Quantum yes. Ranger. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you you took suit. one of my choices, sword. Travis. I love the Quantum <laughs> Ranger. If you, Winter you the Ninja, if you're hearing hat. this, I love Quantum Ranger. <laughs> if I can't have Quantum Ranger, I'm going. I'm going with my, my favorite alien dog man, Shadow Ranger. Oh <laughs> man, that's such that's a, a nice good choice. one too. I who's, love who's, that suit. <laughs> who's stepping up and being SPD Orange? 
I thought Ooh, about SPD orange because I, mean, I love had, the color. I mean, we had, someone in the uh, chat wants to be SPD orange. Somebody in the chat, yeah. yes, uh, Savannah Booze. I'm gonna butcher the Savannah. There we go. Savannah in the chat wants to be SPD orange. Hey, you're my kind of people. <laughs> there you yeah, go. yeah, that's a good one. Danny wants to be Burt Sienna Die Ranger. What about the Wolf Ranger from uh, Wild Force? Ooh, uh, I like the Wolf Ranger from Jungle Fury more. Well, honestly. it's funny I, I, because wait till y'all see our new logo for the Power Trip for Season 2 from Rebecca. Ooh, you I can see what our new like. ranger suits are. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go really quick, and then I'm going to finally, Chris, my friend, I'm going to finally give you the floor. Um, <laughs> it's all good. I got a puppy demanding pets right now, so it's, it's cool. I'm distracted. Um, I'm going to go with SPD Green because buttery. <laughs> buttery <laughs> bridge actually, never yeah, changed. It's buttery. It's buttery. I'm it's out. Buttery. <laughs> buttery. <laughs> Chris, you want to sir, you have the floor. With uh, SPD Green, you can also do the comic book route where you get the dragon shield. So boom. Um, but that's JJ, I, not Bridge. It still works. Anyways. <laughs> it still works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would love to go uh, Zeo Gold because that suit is dope. It's my favorite suit out of every Ranger suit. Looks like a tank. It's just gangster. It's got the best looking shield. And you didn't need to do a bad, uh, awesome Sentai footage and then terrible felt version. <laughs> do you prefer Everybody, hard or soft tacos? <laughs> Everybody complained about the, the silver highlight on the helmet. Nobody complained that the shield finally looked good. All I'm saying. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't, if it's not the gold Zio, I gotta go MMPR red. Or if I can go and in, dip into Sentai, also Die Ranger because the Die Ranger suits yes. were dope. Oh yes, hey, uh, yeah, since, Super, suits. since uh, since Super Dude asked us this, here's his answer. Okay, uh, he wants to be the first male Pink Ranger of any uh, from any team. I want to be. I want to be a rep for anyone can be any Ranger. Also, it, I follow. Uh, also, can I follow sub to um, any of you guys? Yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll, please we'll, do. And sure. also, it's there. interesting that you bring that up. There is a male Pink Ranger in the Boom Studios comics. Thank yes, you. there is. Thank you, Nate. I was also going to mention, actually, to Superdude that, uh, sir, if you're liking this kind of chat and chatting with people about uh, Power Rangers, you should really check out uh, Michael and Nathan's group on Facebook, Power Rangers Legacy. Yeah. It's a great community, very supportive people uh, where you can go deeper about some heavy stuff in real life, but you can also keep it light and talk Rangers a lot of the time. It's It's a great group. You'll find a lot of support. Yep. It's, uh, or it's a yeah, you can go, go on there and point out jokes that should have been obvious, but were not obvious to Michael and I. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. When well, and, and while Chris is talking, uh, you want to share like, your favorite moment. Your favorite. Your moments? favorite moment. Yes. Um, yeah, actually, um, so I've got a couple. One, I'll go with a non-show one, and I wish I had a screenshot of it, but I know earlier I mentioned, like, the Ranger community is so interactive with their fans, where it feels a bit separate from other celebrities because they're so engaging with the fan base, it feels closer to that friend thing. Um, I... 
uh, one time, just on a random Power Rangers comment, I made a joke about how they should have taken the rad bug and nobody would have had an issue. And then JDF liked it and that just made my day. I was like five-year-old Chris's mind was blown. And then 28-year-old Chris at the time, his day was made. Um, for the show... Of course, the original green with evil arc, um, that outstanding shot of the White Ranger descending, um, the crossover you got where uh, Tommy as the White Ranger fought his clone as the Green Ranger. Oh. I don't care how cheesy it looks at times. The, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> stupid rat costume <laughs> subplot aside, the rest of it was dope. Uh, that was a great episode. Um, Forever Red was like my reintroduction to the show after I a am break. so glad somebody brought up Forever Red. I was waiting for it. As much as there was the beef and everything that we were starting to learn about that was going on between Austin and Jason David Frank, just having those two guys in that episode elevated it. That was really cool. Also, if you guys haven't seen Austin uh, St. John's, shout out to um, JDF, like that TikTok. It was it was fantastic and very poignant and a great Glad they buried the hatchet. Yeah, exactly. I wish it was under also, better circumstances, but... It's a great illustration of how even if you're not best friends with someone, you can still honor them and what they did. Right. Um, yeah, those are just some I could right. I could go on. Right now, uh, I, I'll, I'll bring up one more. Everyone's brought up all the ones that I was going to mention from the show. Forever Red fighting Goldar without powers, fighting spirit. They, uh, all of these just tremendous moments that we've already talked a bit about dimensions and danger, but the one that I kind of rediscovered, it's also a bat in the sun thing. Cause it just made me laugh and we all need some good laughs now, but there was this one that was supposed to be the bat in the sun waiting room. And it had, you have JDF on one side and they're yeah. not playing characters. They're themselves. They yeah. have JDF on one side and you have Johnny young Bosch on the other. And in between them is a guy dressed like Deadpool and he's in character. So he looks over and he sees JDF and he starts trying to do the moves and the JDF sounds. And they're like, oh, no, 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 that's not how it works. It's, it's more like this. And he starts trying to coach Deadpool on how to make the see, oh, yeah, oh, eh, oh, and he keeps screwing it up. They're like, no, he's, why and, he and, so and, Asian? <laughs> yeah, less Asian. That's why Johnny and Bunch like, no, less Asian. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll also quickly share one of my favorite set stories about JDF. I wish there was a confirmation, but it was during Dino thunder where the people at disney were like hey can you get that guy to stop swearing i'm surprised nobody mentioned uh little tommy uh, uh from from mighty morphin power rangers we, we, we did, don't did you guys see that that uh, that that actor was on twitter and did this uh, did a nice little tribute to jdf mm -hmm. yeah. he's like i was you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean to be fair, that's not my favorite. Like Alien oh, Rangers yeah. and that whole thing is not my favorite uh, story arc. But you know, it is better than really Overdrive, man. <laughs> Just saying. we don't talk uh, about it. <laughs> I was waiting for one of those to come up today. <laughs> I will say this. I will say really quickly. Like one of my favorite moments with JDF 
has not even there's a lot of in show moments like in universe moments that that i can point to and a lot of you guys have already talked about it but one of my favorite things about jdf and one of my favorite moments is during pandemic he started the power ranger protection program where he would go around to struggling comic shops and just Mm -hmm. sign things with no prompting. I mean, obviously he probably, you know, made the arrangements, but he would just sign things out of the kindness of his heart and then let those comic shops sell them to help bring in revenue. And that is an incredible, that is an incredible thing. Yeah. And I just want to say this as, and I'm sure Travis, you'll be able to vouch for me and Chris as well. You know, the comic readers in here. Well, we have several, we have a lot actually, but comic shops have been struggling a lot since the 90s. A lot of them went out of business because of a bunch of idiot, idiot just idiotic things that were done in the industry back in the 90s. And they were, they were struggling anyway. even more because of COVID and the fact that JDF was doing that okay. to keep... <laughs> To keep the comic shops in business is for people like me who are comic readers and spend a lot of time hanging out in comic shops. And real, that was tremendous. And I've also learned that I was very lucky to grow up in the area I was because there were multiple comic shops within relatively short driving distance. But for a lot of people, that wasn't the case. So, yes. That was wonderful. And to have that kind of power too, to know that, you know, like, okay, I can do this. I can just sign things for free and they can sell it for whatever they need. Like, you know, I can't go to a struggling comic shop and be like, Hey, I'll sign something for you. And then you can sell it. They'll be like, what, who the hell are you? (laughs) But the fact that, you know, he had the kind of like, you know, people could look at that as very egotistical, but to understand you, he had the foresight to know that, you know, um, material with his signature might sell for more actually you know okay do it if you have that ability if you have that power go for it yeah yeah it was using his platform and and what was already you know the the power that was thrust on him not necessarily the power that he necessarily asked for uh Great power to to, to help. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, to help others. And I think that's, that's really kind of, uh, kind of a defining thing about Jason David Frank and, and, and the character of Tommy, but also him in real life is, is the willingness to use whatever power he had to help others. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Only yeah. Your, it, it, someone, sorry. No, I was, I was just agreeing with that. I, I, it's more of what I'm going to, talk about at the end of the stream so i have, I have gotcha. some thoughts so do we have a uh, an update on the i will check the stuff uh, that was actually that's actually a good segue because i was gonna transition because Tra- uh, travis mentioned something about having you know great power and a platform so we're using our platform and our and our what little bit of I don't want to say clout because I don't feel like any of us really have all that much clout, but we're using our talents to, you know, try to help others. And by doing so, we are trying to give back to folks suffering from depression and, you know, thoughts of suicide. So, um, we are, we do have a giving link. If you, um, Nathan, if you want to put that in the chat again, to a great, to a great charity that works with resourcing people that are having some mental health issues that are thinking about suicide and, and, and going that route, um, called, uh, she, uh, to write love on her arms. It's a great charity. It's a great organization. And we would love it if 
you would consider giving to them because all the money raised during this stream goes directly to them. It does not pass through us. It does not pass through our PayPal. It goes to, if you use that link, it goes directly to the organization to support them and what they're doing with their mission. And also if, if there's by chance you can't give anything monetarily tonight, please at least share the link, share the link with your friends, family, whomever you think with your social media, everything. Everything. Share it everywhere because every little bit helps. And speaking of every little bit helping, we are still at the $268 uh, amount raised so far out of the $800 goal. Uh, There is still time. This link will remain up for as long, I'm assuming for as long as it takes us to reach that goal. Um, So this link will remain up. We still will be promoting it on the podcast. We still will be promoting it in our social medias. So please, if you can, if you have the ability to give, if you don't have the ability to give, share the link with some friends and family and maybe they'll give and help uh, support a great cause. Right, right. And for those who don't know, I'll remind everyone again to write love on her arms is quote a nonprofit movement dedicated to presenting hope and finding help for people struggling with depression, addiction, self-injury, and suicide. Twaloha exists to encourage, inform, inspire, and invest directly into treatment and recovery, end quote. And that comes directly from their website. And to answer your question, Riz Lord, uh, the, the campaign will go on for as long as it takes to raise the money. Uh, hopefully we can get that we can get it raised sooner rather than later uh and to answer your previous question from a few minutes ago while we were all talking send another uh request to join power rangers legacy we'll make sure to approve you there so um also just wanted to highlight that really quick there's uh, there's actually some uh, good questions that have come up uh, yes in thank the, you travis for, too. uh thank you travis for for uh for um mentioning that i my, I had a brain fart there uh, from- uh okay hmm. this this gets into right here from chris Not reiner like this Flat gets Hander. into my clo- <laughs> this gets into my closing thoughts so do we just want well, to go there may no maybe we should wait and save that one for for um right. for later because let's answer some of the other questions because right. we've got yeah. some other questions too yeah so we'll save that one uh Chris Reiner will will save yours for last because it ties into the right, final you thoughts. Can st- you can star the comment if you want to. Don't want to lose track of it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Santa Santa asked a great question. Um, what's the best Power Rangers theme song? Mm. Oh. How much time? I mean, that? Okay. Uh, oh. okay. 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 We are about Dino this Thunder. Is, friends. This is okay. This is. The, I'm going to go first on this one. I'm going to go first on this one because it's probably going to be a very controversial choice. I think that the best Power Rangers theme song, barring the original that I have heard so far while doing this show, is Dino Charge. I sincerely think that Dino Charge is one of the best theme songs in the franchise. It's it's good. It is. It's, it's up good. there. It's pretty, yeah, yeah. I do like that one. It's not transcendent, but yeah, no, it's good. I like it. I mean, yeah. it's not Operation Overdrive's theme. I get. Shut up. <laughs> we don't talk <laughs> about overdrive. Yeah. So going along with this this topic and this question, uh, my one of my favorite moments from Kaiju Weekly uh, was us discussing the music. Uh, Jr. Jack and Michael <laughs> and me discussing the music in Turbo because. I still hold are, out are, that the wait, turbo music is are, not as are you good. Saying, are you saying there's hope for the world? There's hope for the world. <laughs> hope for the world. <laughs> hope for the world. 
Why must you wound me, you two or you three? Come on. Guys, we're on to a dynamite idea here. With that vocal style, I think we just need a Creed album where they cover the various themes. Tell me that wouldn't be awesome. Uh, I am not rapping Overdrive, okay? No, 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 no. Or Mystic Force for that matter. But but no, to answer the question, to answer your question, but to, you know, to give my answer for the question uh i don't know i feel like this is a theme that doesn't get enough appreciation but zeo dang damn it i can rock out to that zeo theme i love how it's even more hardcore metal you know and it's just so it just it took everything from mighty morphin power rangers and like dialed it up a few notches yeah stronger than me did chris hear what i was did chris hear me what i said is that why you're laughing what you said no no i'm laughing at santa's uh comment about how the overdrive rap slaps oh god no oh wow what um i don't know if we can be friends now but (laughs) but no uh and then another one that i will i got into a little bit of an argument which with michael about this on the show but i like the move the 1995 movie version of the theme because it sounds big and cinematic so it's like it's just it was the only thing that might have made it better would have been juan wasserman's voice but i'm okay with that and then just to throw a hot take in there RPM, fight me. I love that thing. Shut up. I've, I've listened to nothing but uh, the 95 movie original score and soundtrack while drawing these tributes. Just I like have now. been listening to the soundtrack a lot lately. I have listened to, uh-oh, we're in, in trouble. Chris, not to, not to interrupt, but we have a direct question yeah. from, for, uh, for you from Superdude. I did see that. I was also going to say, hey, viewers, if you're noticing we're getting a little loopy, it's that time of night and the stream where tiredness yeah. is kicking in. <laughs> um, so, Superdude, to answer your question, I stumbled upon that on eBay. Um, there might still be some there, but uh, yeah, I just lucked upon it on eBay. Unfortunately, I can't find anything else for the rest of the team. Uh, to toss in my two cents on this, though, I got to go with the the original theme let's be real that thing was perfect it's the basis for all the other themes if i gotta go beyond being a basic boy and going with that theme um second favorite weirdly enough i gotta go with uh in space yeah took everything awesome about the the cheesiness of the original theme that was also arguably enhanced with zeo it's like yeah we're doing a silly rock opera a space opera with this and we're gonna throw in like a speak and spell countdown and then Four, three, Rangers in space. I'm like, yeah, let's go. I am. I'm so happy that Kim's one of Kim's answers and, and Rebecca's answers was the uh, theme from the 1995 movie because little like if people don't know this, it also made it into the 2017 movie, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Which you didn't, uh-huh, know that you but you didn't know that. And, and, and I knew <laughs> it. That, uh, on your and I knew podcast. it from the very beginning. No. Shut up. Hey, give me your fan <laughs> card right now. Nice. <laughs> 
<laughs> I remember oh, hearing okay. that and just being like, that's from the 95 movie. And just come back so here. Like, it wasn't. I totally knew that the whole time. I'm not. BS! BS! <laughs> like, I swear, go look at it. And just quiet. And... A few God moments later. <laughs> Super Dude just shouted out the, uh, the, the Turbo song was better than the show. I think we're all in agreement there. Yes. Uh, and the Gold Ranger theme was also. So it, it was also good. That was like, I think the last solo Ranger where it's like, Hey, the sixth guy gets their own private theme song. Um, that, that didn't happen after that. Right. Like the Phantom no. Ranger didn't get a theme. That. Yeah. That's a good uh, question. The Wolf Ranger and wild force might've gotten one or, or at least, uh, um, Zaraku, uh, the the villain, did Zanaku. He, I think Zanaku got yeah. his got his own theme. Uh, yeah. They stopped doing, they stopped doing like ranger themes after mm-hmm. after the Saban era. They, they only did it for a couple of different things, but they stopped using some of that um, that in episode music like they used to use. Now it's all just man, now it all just sounds manufactured and generic, but. Um, who who hasn't shared their their? Um, That's what I was gonna. I was trying to think who hasn't shared theirs. So I'm just gonna pick randomly. We all kind of. Yeah, I'm just gonna pick randomly. Jack, I don't think you shared yours. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I kind of fall in the same category as Chris. I mean, the original is the best, but if I don't want to be a basic bitch here, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I try cleaning it up. <laughs> let, let's. We we got to go with. Okay, I mean, we'll, we'll you know. You, I'll, I'll say a lyric and then you guys respond. All right. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Stronger than before. Go, Zio. Whoa. Okay. The audio on that. So. Even up the score. Go, Zio. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I apologize for the ear rape at home, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, sorry for the audio. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, uh, Danny brings up a good point here. He like he digs in space, and he especially likes the Neil Stenson cover that we've been using. Oh, oh, that, mm. yeah. I mean, that's actually a that's yeah, that's something really fun to mention. Like Neil Stenson, who we're both I think we're both subscribed to on Patreon, and we asked permission to use his music. Is a is a tremendous tremendous uh, artist with recapturing the the feel of those themes, and that's why we use them. It's why we love them so much. Um, um, just I'm, a real quick oh, follow up, real quick follow up to to my answer. Outside of the theme songs, though, and a song I've been listening to a lot in in uh, light of JDF's death, uh, we Hope need a hero. Oh, the world! Oh, yeah, thank you. Didn't touch it. to this perfectly. We need a hero. Yeah, is is just an. <laughs> Expert, one of Wasman's best. Yeah, mm. absolutely. In fact, I look up. I love. I've looked up the episodes where that song plays, both instrumental and and the song itself. Um, just to watch those episodes. <laughs> I mean, it's just a stellar, stellar piece. Did you find a slower acoustic version of it? Okay, you've told me about that, and I have not been able to locate that. It's on SoundCloud. It is. Um, it is. It, it's actually Ron Wasserman singing it himself. Uh, it's on SoundCloud. You can find it. I think it's like it's. We need a hero slow version. If that, okay. that's what it's called. Okay. Uh, but you can find it. I, I, I we were looking for it for this stream. 
uh, we were going to make something with it, but I'll be honest with you. I don't like Ron's voice. I'm sorry, Ron. I love, we, we love having you <laughs> on the show, but like his actual singing voice, uh, when it's not behind a, a, a rock, um, sound is not good. <laughs> and Ron Wasserman will never be on the podcast ever again. Uh, yeah. And 10 one star reviews. He's a big all boy. from he him because he has alt accounts. <laughs> so as far as like favorite theme songs, though, I do want to like, obviously you guys mentioned all the big ones. So, you know, I'm not going to cover the same ground that you guys have already covered, but let's give some shout out. Cause I have a soft spot for the time force. I mm, like the song. time force. Like yeah. Me too. It is What's, so catchy. You say that as if it's a it's considered a bad theme. I've always well, just because because it's not brought up in the conversation because it's okay. kind of in that middle ground. It's like oh, it's not yeah. terrible, although but it's not the ones that you know we we shout at the top of our lungs. Right. So it's like in that middle ground that people don't mention it enough. Oh yeah. Although if you people. compare it to the Time Ranger theme, it's got some pretty stiff competition <laughs> because the Time <laughs> yeah, Ranger theme is good. I also like the Lost Galaxy theme. That one sounds good. Power too. Rangers, Lost yeah. Galaxy. Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Super uh, Dude is uh, singing it in the comments. Timeless <laughs> Wonders. Thunder, we had that line for the rhyme. It's yes. that time of <laughs> the stream. But yeah. guys, I think you're really forgetting the fact that oh, there's God. a light in the distance. <laughs> you can see, see it coming growing closer. closer. <laughs> this is the force of ages. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Shut up. Kim, Kim, go for it. There is a light <laughs> in the distance. <laughs> See them coming close <laughs> with the force of ages, centuries gone by, protectors of the right. You sound like Dulcia. Defenders want Should I do the whole thing or should I just link my video? <laughs> yes, uh, check out her video and she and listen to the Dino Thunder episode because she did that for us. Yeah. Don't forget yeah, so to hit that like button and smash back. the subscribe. <laughs> Dino Thunder meets David Attenborough. That's what it's because of Asana said. Also, I, uh, according to Rebecca, Kim is now too hot for TV. Oh, well, yes, I can't. Wow. <laughs> I was going to say, Kim, you could do like non inappropriate ASMR. You got that voice down. <laughs> just just Thank regular you AM, ASMR. Yeah. Hey, 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 Kim has been doing some voice acting on the film fault and she is brilliant. Yes, indeed. I have thrown no, several different characters at her, and she comes up with amazing voices. <laughs> and and Kim is a saint for for reasons that we cannot disclose on this podcast. <clears throat> Putting up with us being <laughs> yes, maybe one. Yeah, that's exactly where I was going with it. putting putting up I, with Nathan. I, 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 
God bless you, Kim. Uh, I, I mean, uh, Kim is basically our mom in here. She's like, now children, <laughs> behave yes, yourself. Children, settle down. <laughs> settle down. So Even though I'm probably younger than all of you. <laughs> but pro- but obviously more mature than all of us. <laughs> obviously. Okay, Nathan. Do we have any other more qu- uh, other questions that we want to uh, highlight from the uh, chat? Unfortunately, Who they've all been getting buried. Who who did not share their favorite theme song? Did we did we cover everyone? Oh, Jr. All right. Oh yeah, Jr. Oh yeah, Jr. Okay. So oh yeah, Jr. So so we already know it's the SPD theme. Let's move on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Jack can uh, back me up on this one because it tends to be a long ride when this one hits on. But let me help you out here. Ten. Nine, eight, seven, six, <laughs> five, four, three, two, one. Rangers, Rangers in space. space. Yeah. I, I rock out a little more. That is space now flying. Also, what is happening? <laughs> Rangers in space. I'm shocked Rebecca knows all the lyrics to that, honestly. <laughs> He hasn't even seen the show. <laughs> I I it's thought Rebecca, your back. love for Power Rangers ended with season one. It did, but as I as I said before, I was listening to a lot of Power Rangers <laughs> while drawing them. Power Rangers in space comes. She's up, also like, been sitting in the backseat a lot of Jack's car while this happens. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So uh, got a shout out the Go Hiker theme song. I know it's Sentai, but it's super catchy. I know mm. earlier we were talking about stuff that helped us get through last week. Weirdly enough, tossing on the Gokaiger theme, because it's so cheery, it just might not make you happy, but it'll yeah. get you to a happier spot where they're like, let's go, go, let's go, let's go, Kaiger. You're like, I mean, yeah, we, all right, we I'm in. We I, like that, I like that Daniel thinks that we're good enough singers for Hasbro to pull down the stream. <laughs> 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 uh, we did get a, uh, we did get a fact ahead, check. Travis. I want I, I want to say we did get a fact check. So well, um, so uh, Wolf Ranger and Wild Force did not have a, a it's his own theme song. Uh, Riz Lords uh, corrected me on that. Uh, Zanaku did though, like we had already said. But um, Super Dude uh, said that Quantum Ranger actually had his own uh, special theme song. So he would be probably the last of the like sixth ranger that is true themes. that is true that is true so, also, just uh just a little bit of shout out there also that one is that's another one of my favorites and the die ranger theme have you yeah. have you heard the ending score uh song for that die ranger no. Yes. Or Kaku Ranger. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, okay. Yes. Yeah. Kaku Ranger. Yeah. The da, 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 da. <laughs> so catchy. Actually, my it's favorite song. My favorite banners, song in, in Sentai has to be Dora 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 La La Dora La La. See, see, if we're going Sentai here, it's got to be the opening to Kaku Ranger. Which Kyra Ranger? One. It's what uh, they Kiruja. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
what they brought off of uh, Donald See, all the, all the names blend together to me, so I have to know the Power Rangers season. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how to Sentai. Saying some of the Sentai names out loud, it sounds like we're having a stroke. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the Perfect. only two that, that I can recognize just from the Japanese is is O-Ranger and Die-Ranger, and those are my two favorites. So that's like the only two that I can... I mean, you, let's, Ranger. let's be honest, the easiest one is Go Buster. Go Buster. Yeah. <laughs> well, Car Ranger. Car Ranger's pretty. Car Ranger. <laughs> dash, dash, Orange. Orange. Dash, dash, Orange. But if we're talking about really like a right. buddy of mine at one point actually thought I was saying Jew Ranger wrong because he's like, How are you getting Jew out of that? That's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the ancient Hebrew came across. Oh, God. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We all know we all know that the book of Judges has all the Jewish Power Rangers in it. Okay. You, know, you got Samson and Othniel and <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nay, do me a fa- do me a favor. Press the, next the sad, franchise. P- press the press the sad trombone, please. <laughs> that, is, that is the only time in this stream that has been appropriate. There we go. <laughs> oh man! Oh boy! So great. Yeah. Uh, if anybody has any more questions uh, in the in the uh, comments, go uh, ahead. And bye, Super Dude. Somebody yeah. toss in that. He's uh, a super mega form. dude. He is a super. Actually, actually, that's a good. That's actually since we're all just kind of hanging out here and we're having such a good time. Yeah, go ahead and put some more questions in the chat and we'll do our best to answer them in, in a coherent fashion. We'll try. While we're just kind of unwinding here, there is. Oh, and we got to take the headphones off. Kind of. Kind of? This has kind been of. off the rails since, since we're talking about, 8.30. Stuff related to JDF, I want to show this. I got this from him over at the, at the con. It's a, it's, it's a little dog tag that has the Green Ranger and the White Dragon. On it. Oh, oh nice. I have that same one. Yeah, it's nice. Oh. Yeah, I, uh, I got one for you. sent that to you. And uh, someone did ask the question, uh, I remember this from before, about what we think is going to happen since we're answering questions. What's going to happen with Legend of the White Dragon? Um, it's it's still going to be released. It's as still going to be I released. Know. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I would think there's even more of a drive to get it released in his honor. Honestly, yeah. right. Like I mean, even, what confuses me is Michael said you said that you saw a live stream from JDF where he said, and I but I haven't seen this anywhere else that Lionsgate was going to release because they had a working relationship with JDF and they were going to release it theatrically. It was I in a it was in a I, Facebook live. It was in a Facebook live he did last year or earlier this year maybe when he talked about this is right before he decided to step away and and retire from Power Rangers. Like this is right before that. I think I saw something about that too. Right. So I, yeah. I think th- there's like to Jack's point, I think we're all in agreement there. Like there's even more of a push to release Legend of the White Dragon uh, as his last 
uh, work. And yeah. even during even during the funeral stream today, I think um, I can't I can't remember who it was that said it, but they talked about Legend of the White Dragon in future tense. So basically, I'm assuming his family has now just is going to give the green light to have Legend right. of the White Dragon. Released. Right, and if yeah. they really are going to have Lionsgate, Lionsgate really owes it to themselves and to the fans to do that. By the way, for those who may be out of the know, Legend of the White Dragon is a film project that JDF has been trying to get off the ground for a while now, and Bat in the Sun decided that they were going to make this happen. They kick-started it a couple of times, I think, even. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they're they in post-production for now. It is a Power Ranger pastiche. If you look up pictures of it or anything, it looks like it's a Power Ranger movie. It's not. It's Power a Ranger is what? For the, for the people pastiche, who are... Pastiche. Uh, it is... A pastiche is something that looks like something else, but it isn't that thing. Basically. Oh, okay. Why so, didn't you just say that? Huh? I'm just saying. We're not going just just that's enough. Anyway. I'm, I'm picking on Nathan. I'm picking on Nathan. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah but anyway, annoying. it's what you do. It's in your uh, it, it's in your contract for the power trip. But uh it is, I, it but is be true. warned I pick back. But anyway, so the other thing that's exciting about this is that there are other Power Ranger alums who are in it. Uh, Jason Font from Time Force is in it. Uh, Sierra, what's her last name? Gia from Megaforce. Oh, God. Yeah, Sierra Vincent. No, it's not Vincent. Jeez, that's... No, that's Serena Vincent. She's yeah, in it, too. From, Serena Vincent from Lost Galaxy is in it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, to answer your question, Super Dude, that is the logo. Yeah, black with white writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so th- this is something they've been working on for a while. They've been Hannah. promoting it Hannah like Hannah is crazy. her last name, Sierra Hannah. Thank you, Hanson. thank you, Trent. That's I right, cannot. yeah. They've well, been promoting that's, the, that's the chat. The chat's coming oh, okay. in. Okay, yeah, but they've been promoting it like crazy, and um, it's. I know it's been delayed a couple of times. I saw the most recent trailer, which was made, a year, I think, a year ago, said it was supposed to be out this year. Obviously, that hasn't happened. So the it looks like it's supposed to be out in 2023 and i promise all of you for the you know for the power trip listeners who are listening or watching this right now we will cover it if it comes out in 2023 we will cover it michael and i were talking about doing it anyway but now in light of recent events it's like we owe it to all of you to cover it so you know we are so it is on the docket yeah. So we've got two questions now um, that I want to highlight. Uh, so Sana, it's it's a ways back, so I'll just read it out. Uh, Sana asked, uh, "Is Hyperforce canon?" I thought that was an interesting question because uh, yes, isn't it? Because it, it's I considered mean, canon. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. it was adopted. It was adopted as canon. Yeah. yeah, the they they've kind of semi officially accepted it as as canon. Um, so yes, uh, which is great because I actually know some of the people who who did Hyperforce. So that's that's great. Uh, getting like, hey, you're an official Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had one from on the grid. Uh, I, he said, "I've got a good question." As someone who is halfway through Go Ranger, uh, which older Sentai would you have liked to have seen adapted? And I already know what Nathan's answer is going to be. Oh, what is my answer going to be? Jetman. Yeah, Jetman would be pretty cool. I also would have liked to have seen uh, Bioman because that was the first Sentai they wanted to use. Bioman yeah. was going to be my was going to be my answer, or even Turbo Man would have been interesting. 
No, Turbo, turbo Ranger. Man. Turbo Ranger. Turbo yeah, Ranger. that's the Turbo Man. You have to find the Turbo Man doll. This is the Turbo Man. He's on the Okay. Uh, by, the way, by the way, the pre- no. by the way, stop the press. No. Stop the press. Hey, hey, stop the presses. As soon as someone said Turbo, Nathan was going to do that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> now, every. Hey, 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 hey. Stop the presses. One of my castmates is now in the chat. Welcome, Shane Cochran. <laughs> Welcome, Shane Cochran. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you could make it. This uh, this just shows how long that this stream has been going. But yes, Shane uh, wasn't able to make it earlier, but he's in the chat right now. It's great to see you, man. Yes. Now I'm I'm on the I'm on. Okay, this is something interesting because this this is the an, this is an answer to that question from Super Dude uh, who hasn't left yet, even though he said he was going to be leaving. So what, what's up, dude? No, I'm just kidding. He's feeling um, nostalgic for us. Oh, oh, oh yeah. we're getting um, some good answers in there. Like you know, people yeah, like five man. A Super Dude <laughs> has probably the best me. answer. Die, Die Ranger. Die how? Because they already kind of halfway adapted Die Ranger in season two or three. Was it three? It was two. Yeah, two. and it's it's uh, and it's so weird because they used pieces from Die Ranger in Wild Force for Master Org as well. Yeah, Master Org. Yeah, so it's like it's it would be very hard to do, but man, if they did a more more pure to the actual Japanese version of Die Ranger with the whole Hellraiser. And, you know, <laughs> the looking. Hear me out. Hear me out. No, no, no. You you take the Die Ranger footage, right? All right, but we can't use the Zord footage because that's already been used, right? Mm-hmm. You go back to Five Man. You Frankenstein it. Together. Yeah. Let's get uh, as needlessly complicated with the footage as Have you seen Megaforce? They adapted two. Yeah, yeah. Uh Kim, do you have uh a a Sentai that you're aware of or have seen that you would like to see adapted into a Power Rangers? I I don't know how to sentai. So I, I, yeah, I yeah. Well, no, <laughs> actually, Super Dude's got a good point. They could have used it. They used those suits as the power up instead of the glitter armor. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. So. Well, you, you don't, don't have any. any uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm I'm not well versed on sentai by any stretch of the imagination. So yeah, I I don't oh, okay. I can't answer this. At all, so I'm just gonna. Oh, what about Danny? Uh, Danny requires us to nerd out about the Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin comic. <laughs> well, yes, yes, but but I, we'll, we'll get to that after. We'll get there. We'll get there in a minute. Let's yeah, yeah. Focus on one topic I at know. a time, Nathan. I don't know uh, when we're transitioning at this point. J- it's that time. JR, JR. just having fun well, at this point, man. I I agree. I would have loved to see Die Ranger, but uh, I I would probably go with Jetman. Okay. All right. Uh, Jetman. Yeah, uh, Jetman. Okay. <laughs> totally Jetman. I'm in for Jetman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jetman. And it makes sense because like it's it's the only one of the Sentais that hasn't been adapted in the Power Rangers that is being released along with the Power Rangers uh, right. through uh, who who is it that does it? Media Shout. Blasters. Shout. 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 Well, they Shout. just Shout. released Five Man. Oh, that's right. They did. They did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Five uh, Chris, Man. Did and- you? Abba Ranger, and now we're going to get, I think, Decca Ranger is next. That's what it appears <gasps> to be. Uh, Chris, do you have a Sentai that you would like to see? Um, 
Yeah, straight up uh, Die Ranger. It's probably my favorite Sentai. It's dope. The suits are dope. I would have loved an actual version of it. I get why they couldn't in the OG show. Um, but I would just love to see those suits get their day. Um, I know it got quasi adapted, but it was, if you actually watch the Sentai, you're like, man, this, this is just so much better. I'd love to see Gokaiger get done. Well, uh, they did it with <laughs> super mega force and it was terrible, but in Gokaiger, it had so much charm and fun and the suit, those suits are awesome. And then you're like, man, my main association with this is this terrible season. <laughs> Um, yeah, mostly, mostly those two, uh, five man would be dope. Jet man would be dope. Change man. Um, some of these are harder to do, but I think if you do them as animated web series, that could be a fun version of it. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, so, uh, Rebecca, do you have any that you can think of? Well, I'm kind of <clears throat> like a, you're talking about Die Ranger or just any Sentai you wish any to see sentai. adapted that hasn't been, but you're, I guess not I'm in, the, I'm kind of in the same boat with Kim. Like I know zero little, little to zero about Die Ranger Super Sentai or anything. The only uh, <laughs> closest thing to, I, I guess any, uh, uh, the, What's that one one blue guy that that would go evil? It makes me so angry. Or that one guy, Ninja, 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 That's from yeah. Kaku Ranger. They did adapt Kaku Ranger. They, they, they were yeah. the Alien Rangers. Hmm. How about hey Travis? Let me give you one. It's very Ranger adjacent, but how about a proper Common Rider adaptation instead? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would love to see a Master Rider. That's uh, actually good. That's great. Yeah, Shane, you're doing it for us because <laughs> he made the Master Rider the audio drama. <laughs> yeah, um, we're talking about talking about Sentai that you uh, and, and again some of the Japanese names I, I can't remember them, but uh, Lupin Ranger is one that people have mentioned on Twitter would be fun to add oh, adapt. That would be fun. Lupin Ranger but, versus Pato Ranger, right? Well, yeah, Pato Ranger. But uh, that was one that the um, producer had, you know, said that they probably weren't going to do because of just like restrictions. And oh stuff no! Is this the one I think it is? Akiba Ranger is yes. That yes, would be that insane. I, that is the parody one. But it's I think, it wasn't a, it's, it wasn't an actual Sentai. It was a completely separate thing, and then it got grandfathered in. And then it, they brought it in. They were like, "This is popular. It's a it's a parody." And we're like, "We're gonna make it yep. canon." And they there brought you go. it in. Yep. And made there it you canon. go, Shade. Fast Rider, the audio drama from Scyther Audio. There, shameless self promotion. Uh, anybody who is a fan of it doesn't mind like poking fun at something that you love go watch any kind of clips from akiba ranger because they have so much fun poking like just poking fun and 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 making fun of all the tropes and stuff from uh, super sentai the, and the Power best Rangers. one the best one i saw was they had two guys show up as the powerful American, rangers yeah and it's the, the and it's the 
the green and red Jew Ranger suits and they come on there and they're supposed to be the powerful Rangers. But they have the American Rangers. flags. It's like, like who the heck the are you guys? We're the powerful Rangers and you ripped us off. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but of course, my answer uh, definitely would be, I don't know how you do it, but Battle Fever J, the first Super Sentai to have giant robots and Zords. Mm-hmm. Zords. And, and, uh, and they have a Soviet Ranger. The very Soviet, the Ranger, very Soviet, a Soviet Ranger, Ranger with a machine yeah. gun, of course. It was machine gun. Yeah. for kids. Yeah. For the children, yes. yes. <laughs> In Mother Russia, we give machine guns to all the children. Yeah. yeah. Was this in the 80s? <laughs> it was. It was, okay, it was in the 70s. Evidently, J- Japan in the 70s and 80s was on cocaine like. <laughs> oh yeah have oh, you yeah. seen godzilla yeah, versus hetero sir have you seen 70s ultraman <laughs> battle fever j though man so yes yeah, that but that was hong kong <laughs> but anybody who doesn't know battle fever j was the first of the super sentai because before then they weren't uh super sentais uh it was it was supposed to be the japanese adaptation of captain america uh, because they had a Japanese adaptation of Spider-Man. Yeah, Captain really well. Japan! They were going to do a J- Japanese Captain America. They ended up changing it, making it fit into kind of this this idea of a team. Uh, and uh, Shane? It, Shane knows what he's talking about. Shane? Yes. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yes. <laughs> we are going to get that. We're going to get that, though, in Spider-Man, uh, in, uh, uh, across the Spider-Man. No Way Home 2. Or... Spider-Verse 2, yeah. Yeah. Japanese He's actually Spider-Man already in the comments. such a gem. I thought it, it was pronounced so much fun. I thought it was pronounced Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I'm just like, hold on. You want to... To process this for a second, we have an American superhero who gets adapted in Japan and Shane says he wants the Japanese adaptation of American Super to be adapted in America. Now hold on, we this has happened already. Yes. <laughs> we, yes. we we this happened. Uh, Zhu Ranger got adapted into Power Rangers, and then went back to Japan and got dubbed in Japanese. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my! And they used the Sentai actors. Yeah. And we yeah. lost Michael. Yeah. Did you guys ever hear of uh, Backstroke to the West? What? So Why does that sound? Was- Never mind. So it got famous. That in sounds like a circles. bedroom. Move. It was. It was a. Um, I heard of back in back 2000. Now. Back in 2005, Revenge of the Sith came out in theaters, and then before the DVD dropped, this version dropped online, and it was a translation of the movie in Chinese that yes. they then used Google Translate to translate back into English. Yep. And oh, wow. It yep. Is, it is majestic. It's the best version. It is. It's the best version of Revenge of the Sith you will watch. Period. Why does that sound so much like uh, um, ha- Hanuman versus? Uh, no, the, we don't talk about Jumborg Ace a Giant. No, Jumborg Ace. Yeah, like, that's, no. That's what it sounds everybody like everybody watching. When you're looking for something fun, just look up Backstroke to the West. See if you can find a clip. You'll be glued <laughs> to the subtitles, and they'll be the so most- out of context. You'll lose it. It is the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life. I, uh, like, I'll I be sure to pass it to along to my intrepid producer, Jimmy, from NASA. Here, here's a question. Here's a question, kind of adjacent. Uh, when are we going to celebrate the the 26th anniversary of Big Bad Beetleborgs? Because I'm a... Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> no one Does else it? wants that but me. Yes. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. I, I think there's that. a new fan-made animated series for that. There now. is. Well, yeah, it's going to be a short, like... Good night, Godzilla uh, train. Good night, Adrian. Good night, Adrian. Thank you, man. Good night, night Adrian. Bye. We're stopping in. Oh, wait, no, that's... Yes, Eric. <laughs> yes, he is in my behind. <laughs> it's that uh, kind of battle. Oh, Santa. We are VR. <laughs> we are VR. We uh, it's just are. none of those other has or not has uh, Saban, Saban adapted things really get all the love. But yet I have such nostalgia for all of them. Even Mast Rider. I mean, I wouldn't love Common Rider without mass right so yeah you know, but you can it. actually watch mass rider because somebody went to the trouble of uploading all the episodes to youtube you can't do that for the other shows no no but but yeah they i just i i do think the big bag uh, big bad beetleborgs deserve some attention but but you know that uh, what also i think hurts that oh is thank that you shane thank you <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but I think what hurts that is love? that the or Mystic Japanese Gosh. versions aren't continue aren't going anymore, and I think that's right. another thing. They're like one of the things that keeps Power Rangers around is the fact that Super Sentai you know, is still going, and mm. so they can feed off each other. Bye, Darren. Bye, Bye. Darren. Bye. 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 Thanks for dropping by. So yeah, we don't get that with the metal heroes and the and the other ones. Uh, please highlight Rizlord's comment right yes. now. Right now. Right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Bring back Mystic Knights. <laughs> I'm re-watching that show right now. Where? Um Archive. Internet Archive, homie. Um, and I think it's on YouTube. It's the gift Internet Archive is the gift that it keeps on giving. Um, um and in that first episode, you get like a guy who's the spitting image of Sir Anthony Hopkins. Oh uh, no, Shane! Don't lie to us. Don't toy with us, Shane. You have uh, to do this. I uh, would, Shane. Like, I will audition. Mystic Knights actually has such promise that you're just like if they could have gotten beyond the budgetary limitation, it could have been beyond dope. <laughs> Poor Kim. Lost Luchadors. Okay. All right. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, we are talking a lot about we're talking a lot about things that Kim probably has no clue about. Um, <laughs> or Rebecca yes, for that matter. Transition. And now we can finally transition into talking a little bit about we'll say the cultural and pop we'll say pop cultural importance of Godzilla versus the Power Rangers. There we go. So Kim, yes. since you have been so patient and so kind, I will let you start this discussion. Why you love that comic book so much? Because it combines two of my childhood heroes, Godzilla and the Power Rangers. It's it's just isn't this every 5-year-old dream and let me just let me just put to my favorite, you know, let, let me just Okay. Of course, okay. like that is every yeah. childhood. That's every childhood's dream. Like yeah. I will. Is that, is that when he fights Megalon? No, you fool! You no, can't see it very well. He's blind. He's blind. Megalon one. Jeez. I, mean, I know I mean, Megalon's in one issue. Getting, but I'll talk about him facing off against Dragonzord. Hello. Oh, okay. I couldn't see You're it. You're such well. a fake fan, Nathan. Come oh, on. Oh, shut yeah. up! You didn't know that the 1995 theme was in 2017. All right, all right, Nathan. Fine. <laughs> anyway, good night, anyway, super dude. Good night, super dude. Good night. For the twelfth time. So, yeah. Uh, good if night. you stick around, great. <laughs> 
Good night. We're, we're, we're glad that you were here. Yes, absolutely. Um, Very glad. I will say that I enjoyed Godzilla versus the Power Rangers for the most part. And the, here's the here's the problem that Uh-oh. I have with here's the problem that I have with it. I'm getting almost I'm getting overstimulated. Actually, I have to go. Thank you guys, girls, for being nice to someone who needed it. Signing off the grid. Thank you so seriously. Thank you so much, Super Dude. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Um, but I was really excited about Godzilla versus the Power Rangers, and this is this is this this is not trying to this is me not trying to be mean, but until I read it, I enjoyed it for the most part. But once you get past issue one and that initial like nostalgia, little cocaine buzz, the novelty, the novelty of it, you there's not a whole lot there. Now they teased a uh, they teased the cover for issue five that I really wish they would have went with. If they would they t- the cover for issue five was two little kids. Yes, that one. Yes, um, the one that Kim's holding up. If they yeah. would have actually went that route, that the whole damn thing was just and was two, was a brother and sister playing with their toys, that would have been brilliant. That would have been so yeah. brilliant. Uh, but they didn't go that route. They went with the more conventional stuff. Which right. okay, fine, whatever. It's it, it it is it is what it is. But I really wish they would have taken the risk and had it be this big battle that that stems from the imagination of children. Because who like any like any of us. Like who have all of us are Godzilla fans. All of us are Kaiju fans and Power Ranger fans too. Who hasn't played with their trend masters, Godzilla toy and their Bandai uh, dragon Zord toy and wanted them to be in battle with each other. Who here has not done that? Uh, I like, think I did that yesterday at four. Well, certainly not <laughs> this Normal Wednesday three. What do you mean? <laughs> right. So, that's that's I don't have a problem with it. I think I had to temp. Thank you, Silverback. Um, I had to sort of temper my expectations. Yeah, and like Danny just said in chat, you know, it's the the Lego Movie approach, mm-hmm. which which I think I think you're right, and that works. And and just to give a little quick shout out to Kaiju Ramen Magazine, uh, we have a short story that's coming up in issue eight. Uh, of the magazine that is a gamma based short story that is basically that it is like it's it starts out as like gamma fighting the the monsters and saving the day and then you pan basically pan back and it's a kid playing with his toys uh so it's it's a great great uh short story that's going to be in the magazine coming up soon yeah. Um, really quickly before we before we continue this discussion, because I think it's a lot of fun. And while we still have thirteen wonderful individuals still watching this stream, we're sticking it um, out with us, still hanging out with us. God bless you guys. Um, we want to give another quick plug for why we're actually all here to begin with, and why we're doing what we're doing here. And that's we're trying to raise money for a charity called uh, uh, it, uh, to write love to, on her arms. to write love on her arms. Uh, which is a charity that helps resource people suffering from depression and suicidal thoughts. So uh, we all lost a, a wonderful human being in JDF uh, last weekend. And uh, as we learned, unfortunately, he battled his own demons. So we found a good charity um, that also helps people battle their demons. And uh, we want to try to give back. So if you have it, if you are able to give, please do. 
if you are not able to give, we understand times are tough, but if you're not able to give, please share that link uh, on your social media, your friends and family, because we're trying to raise, uh, we're trying to raise a very modest $800 to give to this wonderful charity to help other people in need, because we would not be fans and we would not be doing what we're doing if it were not for the work of JDF and the rest of the, uh, and the rest of the people with Power Rangers. So this is the very least we can do to give back to people. So, yeah. um, that is my that is that is my pitch for for that. Right, right, right. And uh, just to highlight a couple of other comments that aren't quite related to that, but you know, Rizlord says that he loves the power trip and it's his go to. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you, Riz Lord. And uh, yeah. uh, Nick, Nick Blackler's been up with the baby, and he loves listening to us. Thank you. And Nick yeah. has always been. Nick was a faithful listener to Kaiju Weekly. Uh, Nick has been a faithful reader of Kaiju Ramen. Nick has been a faithful friend of all of our projects. So, Nick, thank you, sir. Uh, your brother, your fellow brethren from the the Great White North, Chris. Uh, Nick is so. Yeah. I don't know. Nick, do you also like Canadian bacon? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag triggered. <laughs> so, so I have a question now. Sure. We, we, to, we talked about uh, Godzilla versus, you know, or my morph power versus <clears throat> Godzilla. Um, there's been this string of crossover comics that boom mm. has been putting out uh with where they uh the power rangers are crossing over they they crossed over the justice league they crossed over with tmnt uh they crossed over with godzilla so what franchise or or property from your childhood besides the ones that have already happened would you like to see a comic book version or a cartoon or live action whatever version uh would you like to see the Power Rangers, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, crossover with Transformers, the Care Bears, Ultraman, <laughs> uh, Transformers? Oh, there it is. Yeah, Transformers. Yeah, Transformers. I'm with my sister on that one. Uh, <laughs> Anything's gonna top Care Bears, though? Yeah, no, no, no. 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 I mean, it works. Uh, Christopher Reiner just put in the chat, and and this is the one that I was not that. Not that one, Nathan. G.I. Um, yeah. Joe! That's where I was going to go because Transformers and G.I. Joe have crossed over many times in the comics, so why not have Transformers and G.I. Joe cross over with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? I mean, come on. Or yeah. better yet. Cobra Commander and Lord Zed and Rita. I mean, come on. <laughs> or better yet. I like this one. Goldar like this and Starscream. Oh. What? Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Mortal Kombat? popped up. Oh, Mortal and Little Combat. Yeah. You mean My Little Pony. Strike that, My Little Pony. Yeah. My Little Pony. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. How about one of the more obvious ones? How about Voltron? I mean, ooh. Ooh. Not against it. What about what about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and He-Man? <laughs> because you want Skeletal and to hang out? <laughs> yes, that's exactly why. Uh, Power Rangers and Spider-Man. Power Rangers and Spider-Man. Oh, wait, we already have that. <laughs> <laughs> All in one. That show. is happening. Hey, but no I one's no one's comment. Did everyone forget? I said Ultraman. I would love to see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Power Rangers, I would. Power Rangers and Attack on Titan. There, there, oh. it is, <laughs> there it is. Except, except here's the problem. 
If if the Power Rangers showed up in Attack on Titan, the show would be over in ten minutes. No, you're missing the comment that you should be fawning over, but from Chris Reiner, Christopher Reiner, oh, Pacific Rim, yes. yeah, there it is. That's the one. Uh, I feel like there's there's a crossover cover, like a a mash you could do between like the Power Rangers theme and the Pacific Rim theme that someone has not taken advantage of yet. (laughs) If you're out there and if you're listening. uh, Oh, wait, no. Shane, what are you talking about? (laughs) And salad fingers. (laughs) Power Rangers and Metal Solid. Is that from Invader Zim? Salad salad fingers is is an uh, internet. It's a Um, comic. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Pa- Power Rangers and Gundam. What? Power. Pa- pa- Danny says Power Rangers and Alf. Okay, 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 okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Digimon also was mentioned by Sana. Yeah. Oh yeah, Digimon. Power Rangers and Gargoyles. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 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 That Power would be Rangers good. and Big O. Uh, oh, Power get, Rangers if, and Darkwing Duck. If it's the Time Force Rangers, they suit up with gargoyles thematically. Everybody's really moody. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I actually, uh, I like this. TMNT, Bulk and Skull become mutated when their DNA is the mixed with mixed. That, uh, the hippo and gazelle to become... Boppy and Steady Rock. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know what? Here's something. You know what? I would actually, and I think Boom could try something like this. I would love to see Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Zhu Ranger. Like you do some crazy interdimensional stuff. So they have the exact same suits, but they're completely different characters. Well, you could have some fun that with that. Guys. Mm-hmm. Guys, Power Rangers and Star Trek. Oh. <laughs> but can it be in space? Can it be in space? Crossover. Space Power Rangers with Star Trek. I mean, we've yeah. had Power Rangers. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We've had Star Trek and Transformers. Let's not count it out. Yeah. yeah. Also, Star, Star yeah. Trek and Planet of the Apes, Star Trek and Green Lantern. So, I mean, it is it is completely within the realm of possibility. Star Trek and Doctor Anything Who? is possible. Of course, at this point, we can just go anywhere. How about Star uh, Power Rangers and, and Frasier? For God's sake, Miles. Power Rangers and Breaking Bad. <laughs> and Power <laughs> Rangers yeah. and Gilmore Girls. <laughs> the Zeo Crystal would be a lot different in a Breaking Bad. <laughs> I feel it, it, you got Danny. You got me, Zio. Okay. Chris, I missed what you said. I heard it too. I heard, I heard what he said. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how you get power slash Rangers. We go into Breaking Bad. Zach snorting coke now suddenly makes a boatload of sense. <laughs> it's not completely out of left field. <laughs> Power Rangers and Muppet Babies. Muppet Muppet Babies! I love the idea of Power Rangers and Frasier. Frasier as Zordon? Come on. (laughs) Only because it's top of mind right now since we've got to be Mountain in the Middle. Rangers. Power I'm Rangers listening. in Mountain Rangers. <laughs> Rangers, may I see in the kitchen? <laughs> For God's sakes, Jason. <laughs> since, since we just talked about this, uh, well, in an upcoming episode of MIFV, uh, does anyone remember the show Dinosaurs? <laughs> or is it just me? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Power oh, Rangers. Goodness. 
and Street Sharks. Yes. yes. There you go. Yes. Man, oh, I, I thought I was the only one to remember uh, that. One. Here you go. Uh, from Jamie. Somebody else remembers. No, it. here I got one from Jamie. Power Rangers and Will and Grace. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Power Rangers and the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, that, that would be fun. Would oh, can, you, can you imagine okay. Goldar hanging out with Mojo, Jojo, Jojo? Yes, Power Rangers and Sailor Moon. Those uh, two. Yes, yes, yes. that will make yes. my friend Bex incredibly happy. And and honestly, <laughs> I've been watching some Sailor Moon. It's just Super Sentai, except in anime form and all girls. That's there <laughs> is a live action Sailor Moon. Yes, series, made by though. Toei. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is I like, haven't it heard is, that good things about, but I want to watch it anyway. I, I still like the it. The fact I don't that it hasn't happened is no, you really crazy. It, <laughs> See, I'm so, uh, Danny Power says, uh, oh, wait, I missed it. Where's that? Danny said Fraggle Rock. I <laughs> want you to highlight Shane Cochran's comment from a, a little bit above that. <laughs> oh my god! Shane, you. you have a wonderful you. episode coming Thank your you. way. Thank you. I'm I'm so glad that I am not the only person on this earth that remembers dinosaurs. No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> I'm gonna I mean, go ahead and, and, say and it. To oh Nick no, Nicholas Blackler, Power Rangers, and Spawn. Ooh, oh, they fight hey. giant Violator. He also Ooh. he also said Power Another Rangers and Captain Planet. We Power Rangers and Planet that. of the Apes. <laughs> well, that's part of the podcast of the Ape series we're going to do, uh, Danny. Um, and it's Power Rangers and Captain Planet. We've already got that. It's called Wild Force. Shane, Wild Force. Uh, yeah. Shane, Power Rangers with Terminator and RoboCop. That's already happened. It's called oh. Power Rangers RPM. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nathan. So, uh, uh, Re Rebecca, you were going to say something, and then everybody <laughs> cut you off. I, yes, sorry, Rebecca. Well, uh, I mean, it's kind of redundant since it Power Rangers and Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the Megazord I mean, would get blown to pieces. Are you kidding me? This this has happened. This. It's called Wild Force. I just Nathan, we already went through that. that. Let's let's take this Catch in a up. completely different direction, okay? Power Rangers and Sharknado. <laughs> okay 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 here we go here we go here we it go. just punches the tornado here we, here we go since <laughs> since we're already since we're already uh, obviously loopy power rangers and teeth love it beautiful green light <laughs> i mean i won't if, say no to that if anyone has ever watched that movie teeth god bless no you. i have no idea what that is you don't, don't want to know up. Don't look, don't, don't look it up. Do don't not it Google up. it. Hey, don't Google it on a business phone, okay? I, uh, 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 Chris, uh, Chris Reiner, you said, okay, since we have many cast members from MMPR and Power Rangers, the audio drama, and then I don't see an answer, and then the next thing he says is, I promise that wasn't uh, you know, a ploy for a Rito appearance. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. I think I opened up a can of worms when I asked that question. So uh, anybody have a, another question that they like? I mean, other oh than uh, we'll take one more because we just hit we just hit four hours, so we should probably wrap up. We'll do one oh. more. What? Okay, oh. I missed something. I was looking at. Oh, no. I was looking at the chat. No, no, no. I I should have said not, not, I, nothing. <laughs> I missed something. 
Yeah. Yes, apparently. I was looking at the chat, so I missed it. So anyway. Uh, yes, we are Is it this one? Well, I think exactly this it. is a this is a good time, Nathan, to bring up the question oh. that we we said we were going to put on hold from earlier, right. which is what what do we think is going to happen with the main show, and how are they going to handle the character of Tommy Oliver going right? Forward? Yeah, gonna, yeah let's, which let's is go around the table for this one, guys. Yeah, yeah, which is something that I I, mean, I have a, a little thing here in the PowerPoint about that. Oh God! So I'll go last. All right, so who do you want to go first? Uh, uh, Michael. I, it doesn't matter. Kim, go. What? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm half asleep right now. It's half Wait, we know. We, uh, we know. Welcome to a typical episode of The Power Trip. We I was just going to say, this is like a normal normal thing for you guys. It, it's nor- also a to- normal rec- It's also normal for uh, Kaiju Weekly. I've heard. Yeah, this is what Kim. This and is why it makes no on Kaiju Weekly. Me and Michael would be fighting more. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. All oh, right. Okay. So, what should I? What do I think should happen with the main series going forward? Uh, I mean, obviously, I think they should, you know, pay tribute to Tommy, and you know, I don't think he he can't really be replaced, you know, because mm-hmm. JDF was Power Rangers. And right. he was Tommy, so mm-hmm. can't really replace him. Just but the best thing to do is just honor him, I guess, in some way. I don't know how they would do it, but by the uh, way, uh, uh, fundraiser oh, update three nineteen. Yay! Yay. Thank, you, thank you all, awesome. you, you, you beautiful, beautiful people. Thank you. Continue, Kim. Uh, yeah, that's that's basically all I had to say. Is just honor him in some way not sure i'm sorry my brain is not working at full capacity right now so can't give a more uh, comprehensive answer but yeah it's totally fine i mean we uh, talked about power rangers versus care bears for like 45 minutes or right. something like that it's fine. <laughs> it's yeah fine. uh rebecca go for it well honestly i was thinking maybe they could pull something off like they did in Fast and Furious. Ooh, Power Rangers and Fast and Furious. But oh, anyway. Uh, Power Rangers <laughs> Turbo and Fast and Any, Furious. Turbo. Or RPM. <laughs> that could work too. I, I was thinking, well, when Paul Walker died, uh, they did not kill off his character in Fast and Furious. So mm. I, but they made it uh, seem like he's out somewhere else. Yeah. But right. mm-hmm. I maybe. I know JDF is gone, but Tommy doesn't necessarily have to be gone, does he? I mean, right. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, a good point. Which is, uh, that was what I was going to bring up here since we're broaching it already, but we've mentioned it already a little bit. You know, there are certain actors that just so embody a superhero that they basically just define the character in one form or another. And right. then everyone who comes after them, whether it's an actor or creators in comics and all that, they just follow suit. So obviously you had Christopher Reeve and Superman. And ever since Christopher Reeve played the character, yeah. you know, it's been hugely influential. Another one we've talked about tonight that is very important to a lot of us in this stream would be Kevin Conroy and Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are the iconic versions of those characters. But I would argue it's the same thing with Tommy Oliver and JDF. And my argument would be 
just like Superman and Batman transcend Christopher Reeve and Kevin Conroy, Tommy Oliver needs to transcend JDF. I don't want Tommy to die with JDF. Mm, sure. he, it, it needs to keep going on. Shane, I know you're in the chat. We all agree, you know, uh, over at the, the audio drama at Scyther that we would love to see Joey Sor- Sorless take over because in one form or another, because the man is just, he has the character down. He mm. really does. But I don't, I know this might be a bit of a dangerous comparison, but I don't want them to pull a Marvel like with Black Panther. I want to see Tommy keep going. Let right. the character continue. The character is bigger than JDF at this point. Uh, I don't know. Who, who wants to go next? Uh, go ahead, Travis. You're already talking. Go ahead, man. Yeah. So, so uh, this, the, with this, the different situation, I think, than, than with uh, Chadwick Boseman playing Black Panther, because Black Panther was a character that already existed before Chadwick Boseman. Uh, same with Christopher Reeve, same with uh, Kevin Conroy. These were characters who, that existed prior to those characters. JDF is the only actor who's ever played uh, Tommy Oliver. He's the only actor who's, you know, ever voiced him. He's, well, outside of fan-made things, but as far as, like, canonically, he is the only actor who's ever done that. And every time he's come back, they've brought the same actor back. And I do think that Rebecca had a point of, you know, I think that you can let the character live without also recasting there's a way of doing that the character can exist you know continue to exist but also not i it's not necessarily the ideal situation but i have a feeling that uh hasbro and them are going to that they're that they're basically going to do what simpsons has done with marsha wallace uh and and the the voice of mrs krabappel and some of the and some of the other voice actors where they retire the character they don't necessarily address it in the show outside of that character is just not there Mm -hmm. and and in in that way they can kind of still live on while also not having to recast and deal with with the the feelings of dealing with recasting somebody right for that right. role. Well, so. well, here's my counter to that, Travis. Now it's it's a very much a hypothetical, but if the 2017 movie had gotten a sequel, we would have had a recast Tommy. True. Now I understand True. that's a different universe. That's not part of the mainline show, but still we would have had a new actor playing Tommy in an official capacity other than some occasional, they need someone to, you know, to voice over a voice over Tommy when JDF's not available, which happens very rarely. Can I jump in here? Yeah. Sure. Go ahead, Jack. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I mean, I agree that tra- with Travis that Hasbro will probably just sweep this under the rug, not mention it. And you know, we just don't see the character anymore. Uh, I would also think that'd be a mistake. I also think it would be a mistake to recast it. I, I'm with my sister in that there's a way to let him live and maybe he's just not around. But I also think there's a way to, you know, allow the green, white, red Zio, uh, black dino thunder ranger to return uh, in situations without him. I think it would be 
a better, I think a, a great way to honor JDF's legacy would be to continue Tommy Oliver's legacy. And hear me out. What if the Green Ranger, White Ranger, etc., continues to show up periodically throughout the series? Hmm. But, you know, he doesn't take his helmet off. We cobble together some, you know, old J- JDF lines, or they do that whole voice AI thing that they've they've done with like the Star Wars stuff and and whatnot. Or even um, 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 Iceman from uh, from the Maverick movie. Uh, right. That, that was that was that was a computer generated voice because mm-hmm. uh, voice right because he doesn't have a voice anymore. He doesn't have a voice. Yeah, exactly. he doesn't have a voice yeah. anymore. Exactly. So I think I think there's a way to keep the character in the Power Rangers universe alive. And and what if he just kind of shows up now and then almost like he did in season one in the original show where he like almost shows up in this sort of uh, almost omnipotent way, like give him, give him that sort of honor where he can show up in a way that seems like larger than life. He doesn't take his helmet on. He, he's now, he now takes on this status of like, uh, a legend larger than than what we can even see, and you know we keep the legacy going on. What, it, does Hasbro have the balls or, uh, to do that? Do they have? Do they want to spend the resources on that? I don't know, but I I don't think killing off the character or just quietly retiring the character is the right way to go about it. And I would love to see the Ranger himself return even if we don't see Tommy Oliver's face anymore. Well, they, they kind of sort of retired the, the character anyway, didn't they? I mean, that that was kind of his, his last appearance was sort of kind of supposed to be the last hurrah. So was it, I don't, I don't know. At least it felt like that. I don't know. I, it seems it seems like just another kind of like anniversary appearance to me. Um, to be fair, Megaforce felt more of a last hurrah than even Dimensions in Danger because at yeah. the end of at the end of Super, okay. at the end of Legendary Battle, you do have that you do have that sequence where all the the Legendary Rangers are standing before the Megaforce Rangers, and they just go up they just float up into the sky or they go back into the morphing grid whatever that feels more of an ending than say dimensions in danger where it was like to jack's point it was it just felt like another anniversary special right but then you had something like the boom studio soul of the dragon which was definitely meant to be the last hurrah for tommy oliver yeah yeah but on screen you know i think you know the the show still takes place before that comic well, yeah, but I would also love to see the comic be adapted in some way, shape, or form. Well, I I did, and then this happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. No, you can't do it without JDF. I know you can't do it without JDF, but maybe take borrow some elements from it. Um, you know. Let's get uh, Chris's uh, opinion on the whole thing. I, I'd rather hear from Jr. just because I've said more than he has recently. I want oh okay I want to have the floor. <laughs> well, I. I mean, I hate piggybacking on Rebecca's idea, but again, um, yeah. I mean, a lot of us well, are. It so. is your podcast, Rebecca. <laughs> you know, I, I, this is not her podcast, sir. Well, no, she takes over true. any podcast she's on. Oh, it's, oh, I see how this it's, now you, it's not her podcast, Nate. Yes. Um, 
she stole it when you came when she came in talking about her art. Hi, Alex. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so much hotness in one screen. <laughs> uh, see, I would I would like to keep. I mean, like Jack was saying at the same time, I would like to see the character still, but not have him like you know communicate it, or if they do bring it you know bring some altering voice like they've been doing in the past but yeah, like joey if yeah. you see if you see tommy oliver now even if it's demorphed you know have him holding like pull up the morpher in his hand or you know show a green communicator on his wrist but don't show his face uh, but don't show his face yeah like i think I think the most impactful and just moment I felt honored somebody was actually Paul Walker in uh, the Fast and Furious franchise. It wasn't the moment they let him go and drive off. It was actually the moment where they're sitting down for dinner and Dom goes, we're missing one. And then you see his car pull up. I think that's the most impactful. He's still there in that universe. He's not dead. He's still around. But what uh, one thing I would say, though, just, and I don't want to, I'm not going to talk for very long, but one question that comes up with that is how, how long can that go and how, how long is that? Or is that a sustainable method? Because I mean, that's good for a few, uh, you know, few times, but after a while, and it is, it's the same with the, with the Fast and Furious movies. It, after a while, it is starting to become more and more, n- not just noticeable, but just egregious that it's like, yeah, we don't have Paul Walker and we, you know, can't have him in this scene. So is it going to like, that's great. A great tribute to Jason David Frank, and it's nice to have Tommy, but after uh, after five of those appearances, after ten of those appearances, is it going to become just something that w- now it's now it's something well, that hurts well, more but, than it helps? Well, that's no, why you, the, you do it strategically. Problem, yeah, the, the thing, the difference is Paul Walker was a main character in the, in the main character in uh, the Fast and Furious series, whereas nowadays Tommy just show ups here and there. Show, <laughs> Tommy shows up here and there every however so many years. So when you say Tommy shows up five or ten times, I mean, I mean, how often will that be? Every right. what two years, three years? I don't know. It, it's not something. It's not something that you can do yeah. a lot. It's not something you ever right. use. Well, and th- but that's True. also assuming that Power Rangers continues as we understand it. There's still rumors going around that is it Entwistle? Is that his name? Yeah, Whistle. Yeah, yeah Ant- Entwistle. Yeah, that he's doing a full fledged reboot, and some people are wondering if that means Cosmic Fury will be the end of Power Rangers as we know it, and then we just start over completely. Which you is, could theoretically, if that's the case, just recast Tommy, but it's a new version of Tommy. Which is a va- which leads into a question I had. It actually, um, our um, our friend Jamie actually brought it up in the chat, and I'll just kind of shorten it here. Is it feasible? Is it? I know all of us say yes, but is it practical? Is it feasible for Hasbro, in light of what just happened, to go back and refilm some scenes? And either have Tommy addressed, or have a, or maybe film refilm some scenes with Cat, and maybe a, Kim. maybe um um Kim, 
Cat okay. and Kim, and just have them address it in some way. Is it worth it to yeah. do that? Because I, my <laughs> because my fear. Hang on, Nathan. My fear is that all they're going to do is just have a black splash screen and say in memory of Jason David Frank. See, that's, I honestly think that's what they're going to do. Like, I, I mean, uh, realistically, that's realistically, not what I want. Right. But realistically, I I do yeah. think that's what they're going to do. And I think that's just because Ugh. there's no other option. I don't think they can they can really do much. And I don't think as a as a big I, company, they're not the, the, well, you know what? the type that would do that. Well, you know mm. what? I hope Simon Bennett fights to have something done. Even if it means we have to wait a little bit longer to see the 30th anniversary special, or even Cosmic Fury. Because because I assume because I like a lot of other fans assumed that maybe they were going to bring Jason David Frank back, but they were just kind of keeping it hush hush and secret. I don't see a world where if that was the case, they would have not already said something. So that tells right. me that he actually just was not involved. So and, and, how? Go ahead. And here's ahead. one big question or well one big point that I, I have to bring up but i know it's not the same situation i know it, there's there right. is a difference but it it does kind of come up now what did they do with toy train have they mm-hmm. done anything to pay tribute to her other than little nods and little things you know here and there are they going to do or, or do they even feel like they owe any more to jason david frank than they do to well her? Here's i mean the we thing. would all say yes but but right. do they well the, here's the thing it sounds like that's what they're going to do i can't remember if it's the anniversary special or cosmic fury but it the prevailing i i don't know if theory is the right word is that they are going to have a yellow mmpr ranger in this and it's going to be uh, her, trini's her daughter, daughter. Yes. Yeah. Um, Chris, now we, we have not heard from you yet. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. No, no, no. It's, it, it's okay. Um, I might be in the minority on this. I don't know if the mainline show needs to continue the character. Um, because it, it's, it's very tricky. And also, if JDF was going to be utterly sincere in his retirement from the show, he might have been leaving, period. Um, I don't know if they need to continue with the character. Of course, I'd love a respectful send-off beyond the graphic. Um, if you do anything with the characters talking about Tommy, about why he's not there, I think that's doable. But I think the best way the franchise can honor that uh, can honor JDF and the character of Tommy is continually doing well with him in other in the other media that they have going. Uh, yeah. Joey is doing such a bangerang job on the uh, audio drama. The characterization in the Boom Studios comic has been awesome. What mm-hmm. we don't want to see is the character just disappear. So when you get to that possible sequel of the show, or eventually when they reboot it again, and then they're getting to that sequel, honor the character with a good reimagining that honors jdf the person and what he brought to the character and the character itself but in the mainline show with how often it changes and how nebulous the continuity can be i'm not sure if there's a good way to continue the character or if it's necessary in that realm you don't want to get to the area where it's insensitive or 
it is with like some of the later Fast and Furious ones, and I love them, but you're like, this character would be here for this, and the only reason he's not here is because the actor has passed. That gets uncomfortable and that gets awkward. Yeah. And yeah, me and Chris are definitely on the Sorry same. to rain on the parade. No, no, no that, it, that is exactly no, I mean, exactly I, 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 I Chris, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I'm just saying the character in some form or another needs to continue. Well, well absolutely. See, I'm just not sure the form, mainline show is, yeah. the, is the spot. That's exactly right. I think I think that I don't think there's any doubt that Tommy as a character is going to continue in the comic books or in audio dramas or in things like that. I think, you know, obviously they're going to continue as long as, you know, they are making the these properties and these comic books and stuff. They're going to continue the character. It's it's the show. It's the mainline show that we're talking about. And I completely agree. I don't think they if 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 the plan was for JDF to retire anyway, does this change the plan at all? Because he was already going to be gone. Hmm. So does this change anything? No, that's uh, a, is that's, really the question. That that is a val- that's a valid question, I think, because yeah, JDF made it very, very clear and publicly that he is retiring the character. Now we can say we can all argue whether or not that was sincere because the joke was after he announced his retirement the joke was always well he'll be back because JD mm-hmm. JDF always comes back that's he just that's back, the right. thing yeah that's that's the stick that's the joke um, but now that now that the man is dead and like I'm finally able to vocalize Jason David Frank is dead he is no longer alive on this earth. And he is officially retired. He was officially retired. I'm sure Hasbro saw that. Does it make business sense for them to invest more money into either recasting or paying some special tribute? Now, we can all debate and argue that JDF, to some degree, is Power Rangers. Like, Mm -hmm. he basically carried this franchise on his back for years. Um, So I do believe that that deserves some type of respect I just don't know how much business sense it makes for Hasbro to do. Right. And that's, that's where I'm at with like, that's why I'm kind of going back and forth when I'm, when I'm explaining things because uh, besides Daisy biting at my computer, hello. Uh, (laughs) Hello Daisy. It wouldn't be a podcast um, without Daisy. Yeah. It wouldn't be a Travis podcast without Daisy. (laughs) But uh, I keep going back and forth because there's the side of me of what I want, what I Hmm. want for the character, what I want for, them paying tribute to JDF because of how important he was to the the fans and to the franchise. But there's also the side of this is what I think they're going to do. And this is what I think overall is the best course, you know, for the franchise. Those are two opposing things. So, you know, well, and, and you, th- and, you confused. <laughs> and you think about too, and I, and I, I want to start landing the plane because one, it's late. We've been streaming for over four hours and thank you guys for being so awesome and hanging in there with us. Um, but um, like you think about what Hasbro's trying to build with the Power Rangers franchise, they've got like, they're investing a lot of money and a lot of PR into Dino, into the Dino Fury cast. And we've already seen um, some of the actors from Dino Fury say, I, we, you know, we'll be happy to carry the mantle. We'll be happy to do this and do that to carry on the, the, the legacy of Jason David Frank. So I personally, regardless of what I think they should do, what I think they will do is invest more time, more PR, more money into elevating those actors and actresses 
that um, that they have now instead of going backwards to JDF. I know that sounds awful. That's that is not what I want at all as a fan. I want. And I think JDF will live on in some way, shape, or form, either through fan productions or, you know, it's not going to be the last time we ever see the, the, the green Jew Ranger suit. I mean, come on, let's face it. Like, that thing is iconic. We're, we're, we're going to see it at some point. But will it be Tommy Oliver? That's the question. I don't personally think it will be, but the suit will be there. Same with... Um, you know, dimensions in danger, uh, grid connection, all of that, where we saw the yellow saber tooth tiger suit, but Trini, if we, if we believe uh, that's Trini, that was, didn't, that, didn't say, that wasn't say dimensions in danger. That was the crossover. Well, she, uh, it was right. a she, grid connection on Beast. That's Marvel. right. She wasn't in, that's right. She wasn't in dimensions in danger. Never mind. You're right. Grid connection and others. Please highlight Daniel's comment. It's so good. <laughs> yes yes yeah thank you danny it's late um i love that sauna was comparing me to giovanni from pokemon (laughs) thank you i love that (laughs) but ultimately ultimately it doesn't matter what ultimately it doesn't matter what hasbro does with the character what ultimately matters is how we remember the character how we honor the character as fans how we honor the uh, how we honor honor the character in i mean come on let's face it guys like there's going to be a ton of uh uh tommy merch pop up over the last over the Mm -hmm. next couple of years like people are going to take advantage of this we're going to have opportunities to honor that character um regardless of whether or not hasbro cares enough to do it right right here's what i would say that i would like to see them do i think the more realistic one would be maybe as we've talked about, we see suited up Tommy show up at big moments, like something, some sort of huge cataclysm is going on and they need big firepower to do it. So they bring Tommy in and he does stuff, but you never hear him talk. My pie in the sky version would be you let Joey Sorless voice him in suit if you don't have him play him on set. Because I think that would be doable, but you know, maybe going forward, you just never, you only ever see Tommy in costume. But it's only yeah. at big moments. I mean, I want to highlight too Nathan uh, Rizlord's comment that it is very likely if if they're going to adapt some things from the comics, it is likely that they we might see JJ show up at some point. Um, that would be a way to honor the character. Um, maybe he says his dad is. Maybe he says, oh, my dad's retired. I have yeah. his morpher now. The, the only thing is, is that they might have to do a time jump. Otherwise, we've got Justin 2.0. He just yeah, happens to have a famous dad. If Yeah, we're not it, it, technically we're, we've not made it to the to the right year where JJ would be old enough to be part of SPD and the Green Ranger. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, you know, now's a good time that we can start wrapping up because, uh, you know, just like, just like this whole situation with, uh, JDF and how he died, this is a very complicated situation and it it puts, you know, it definitely makes things very complicated. So there's no right or wrong answer on this subject. Oh, I don't know. I kind of like, I kind of like Shane's idea. 
<laughs> shows up, kicks ass. One says someone. Yeah. Someone says Tommy and demorph and no here no it's jen oh it's jennifer oh god yeah jennifer his wife his daughter oh his daughter his daughter daughter. that's right that's right yeah that's right i thought i recognized the name yeah yeah Yeah. um so yeah we can start wrapping up now uh jack's gonna is having technical difficulties so if anybody is watching and or or listening and you notice that he has dropped out um that's that's why he said he will try to be back on for the wrap-up so um what do you guys uh um nathan do you want to share the stuff for the charity and everything yeah let's do that one last time do one last push yeah and then i have one more little video i want to share because it's probably one of the best tributes that I've seen come out for JDF. But yeah, uh, here's the, the the link again to donate to to write love for uh, to write love on her arms. It's so late, but <laughs> yeah. Just re- remember that for anybody who's stuck with us, for anybody who's listening to this later, uh, the where we're doing this as not just a tribute to the memory of Jason David Frank and and the character that he means that means so much to us, but we're also doing this to raise awareness for people who are suffering with mental illness because now we know that uh, the Jason David Frank suffered in silence for a long time, for many years with this. So we wanted to reach out to a charity uh so they they were willing to work with us and and so we're trying to get to the goal of eight hundred dollars and so if you can donate you'll be able to donate for as long as it takes to get to the goal so uh, the link will still be active even after the stream ends and uh, you can still get on there and donate. But uh, if you can share it, if you can't donate yourself, definitely share it around uh, because that is a big help. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and we got Jack back. And there's, and there's Jack. Um, Jack to, attack is back. Jack, Jack attack <laughs> is back. Jack. Um, I do what I can. But to the, to Travis, but what Travis is saying, we, we've had a good time. Like we've had a good time reminiscing, hanging out with each other, just talking about, you know, fandom and Power Rangers in general. And thank you guys for hanging in with us. I know Doomzilla just po- he said, I'm here till the end. So thank you. You are a hardcore fan thing or a hardcore listener. Yeah, and Shane says he's happy he was able to make it. Or you just don't have anything better. To Shane, do. we loved um, having you. <laughs> And you do a great job. Yes, Shane. Shane yes. is wonderful. But no, thank you guys. Thank you to everyone who donated. Thank you guys to everyone who interacted. Thank you. I think we topped out at like thirty people tonight watching the stream, right. which is great. Thank you guys for that. Uh, this will be posted later. The link will still be active until the goal is met. We will share it on all of our socials, right. and we hope that you guys can participate in some way. So, right. Right. Um, Nathan, we do have one more tribute, and I cannot think of any better way to end this stream, but. In the man's own words. Yeah. Hey guys, before oh, we go, six, before eight, we go, nine, I got I got one thing before what? go. <laughs> Daggers up. Yeah. Daggers up. Daggers, Daggers up. up. But yeah, the I do have, like I said, oops, that is the wrong slide. I can stream yard. But the one of the best tributes that I heard 
or JDF. Oh, yes. oh um, I, I forgot did, about that. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, and then we'll get good. to the man's own words here. But I, okay. we, I want to share this. This one made me cry. This one yeah, right this here. This one is great. I, I'm going to play the. I'll play it for our viewers, and then for those who are listening to this after the fact, I will uh, translate a little bit. Hello, I am Shiro Izumi, who was a drama manager in Japan. I am a drama manager in Japan. ジェイソン・デビット・フランクさんが亡くなりになったそうです。分身でもあり、兄弟のような友人を亡くし、大変ショックを受けています。でも動画皆さん、悲しまないでください。これからも一番でもドラゴンレンジャーを応援してください。お
Get I mean, out. the man Sorry. just said it. The man said it. I I wonder if he ever got to meet JDF because that how epic would that have been? Yeah. <laughs> they're they are they're siblings. They really are. The two franchises can coexist in a exactly. way that yeah. they are siblings. Real quick, who who in this chat did meet JDF? I'm not trying to say this to like rub it in people's faces. I just want to know who who was able to. Oh, I did. Rebecca, yeah, you can't raise your hand. So okay, um, Nathan, what you know? As we wrap up here, can you just briefly tell us what that was like? Well, uh, we did a lightning round on the power trip where I told the whole story, but Cliff notes it. Yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what you know, how to Cliff notes it, and we showed some of the stuff that I got there. But you know, that's where you know this autographed uh, lightning collection green ranger figure came from funny thing is that i i had the figure on display so it wasn't in there and jd was like where's the body which was just really (laughs) and then i uh this was the professional photograph that i had taken i had a selfie with him as well so oops i'm just knocking everything over Uh, but honestly the big takeaway that i got from that and that's something that i've been seeing a lot of people talk about is just his sheer dedication to the fans. He took time for everybody. He yeah. even skipped out on his own Q&A panel because taking care of the fans who have been standing there all day to see him and get an autograph was more important to him. He even said, hey, the, well, and this is kind of ironic now, but he said, you know, the promoter may not ask me back. Good Lord. And uh, but then the funny thing was, the promoter for Indiana Comic Con came over and he said, oh, don't worry about it. It's fine (laughs) because they were old friends. And then he told the story about they did another show together and how he was sick. And then the the promoter had to cover for him and all of this sort of stuff. But he took time for everybody. He highlighted a a little two year old kid who was there with his parents. I think an older sibling was a few years older. And he stopped everything, jumped on top of the table, which he did a lot that afternoon, and said, hey, everybody, I want you to know that this kid here, I can't remember the kid's name. I might have said it in the Power Trip episode. I don't remember. But he said, this kid broke his arm yesterday, two years old, broke his arm, but still got up this morning and said, I have to go meet Tommy. And it it was just wonderful. And the fact that he went out of his way to do the to give all the extra things that I mean, I got two signatures, one for me, one for Michael. And I you know, I told him I'm a podcaster, my co-host couldn't be here, and he's an even bigger fan of you. And then he's just like, You wanna make a video for him? <laughs> Which I should I should uh, no, I did play that earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's been a long stream. But, you know, so that was a spontaneous thing that he did. I didn't ask him to do it. I did ask him to record the shout-out that we've been using on the Power Trip. And now, sorry if for those of you who don't like it, it's not going away now. <laughs> Even when we're talking about Super Sentai, it's just always going to be JDF at this point. But, um, you know, yeah. I asked him to do that, and I thought it was a, a long shot that he would do it, but he did it. Um, real quick before we move on to, to other people sharing their their things, I do want to do want to uh, address. Uh, you, you don't have to bring it up, Nathan, um, but uh, Sana in the chat. So 
one thing that I want to, I mean, I want, and, and it's been a long stream. I want to call back to early, early in the stream when Jr. was sharing his personal story, um, and we won't go into it because we don't want to start crying again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, what, the thing that that Jr. focused on and honed in on was the the keep fighting. You know, the, the what do we do? We keep fighting. Right now things are sad and, and and we're feeling the pain of loss, but that pain doesn't stay this bad forever. Like it, it, it you, the, the thing about uh, grief and loss and as someone who has lost people close to them uh, and Michael and any of us can probably attest to this is that the, 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 the pain you learn to move on and you learn to continue on. So, those there there will be bright days in the future. It's not just going to be a dark day. It's going to yeah. be there's going to be bright days in the future. So right now we're feeling a lot of sadness, especially talking about someone that we really cared about who we lost. But don't ever let it overtake you. Don't let the grief overtake you because there will be bright days in the future. Just and keep I will, fighting. I want to say this, Santa. Thank you for asking. I am fine. I am just tired. <laughs> To be honest, thank you for asking. I am I am fine. I have done my fair share of crying. And to just really quickly tack on to what Travis was saying, yes, uh, you know, we've all experienced grief to, to some degree. But, you know, Jamie what I've has learned, a good point. What I've learned, yeah. what I've learned is uh, grief is a desert that's got to be crossed on foot, which means it takes as long as it takes. And, um, you know, heroes never die. They just become legendary. And that's just something yeah. I've had to remember the whole time. Yeah, so. I will. I would, I don't know if I said this earlier, Michael, but there is, there's a part of me that does feel a little bit bad that I'm the one of the two of us that got to meet him. Oh, I'm pissed about it, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> JR, uh, JR, could you cliff notes your experience? I mean, without crying, um, which is why we should probably cliff notes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he's a great guy. He was, he was very welcoming. You know, I was like, Hey, can I get a selfie with you? And as soon as I pulled up my morpher, he did the same thing as, uh, Austin says, Johnny, it's morpher time. And I was like, yeah. um, <laughs> but again, you know, I got a chance to tell him he is my hero. Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca, um, what was your experience like? Uh, I gave him one of my drawings. Um, no, I, I didn't give it to him. I, he signed one of my drawings. Uh, the Dragon Sword, right? The Dragon Sword. And <laughs> he he said something to me. He said, uh, oh, wow, you know, I I do this on a, on a daily basis. You know that, right? I, I kind of looked at him like, I'm kidding. I can never do this at all. <laughs> and he said that I, I was very talented and I should keep it up. So, you know, I, I want to mention something here. One of the things, a common thread that we've all been sharing about him, whether we met him or not, was just his overwhelming exuberance and positivity and everything. And just, which is why it was shocking to find out that, he took his own life and that's what's that's what's made this even harder for all of us right and something that should be highlighted because to a certain extent i understand this 
a lot of times people who are very good at pouring into others and making them feel special and making them feel good, they pour so much of themselves out that there's nothing left for them at the end of the day. Right. And they and need other people to pour back into them. And well, it's I not just, trust me, I understand that. It's not just that you, you need other people to pour back into them. You, you just need you need to be able to pour back into yourself as well. You got you you've got to look out for yourself also. It's not a selfish thing to do that. It's a it's a health thing. It's a mental health thing, you know. Um, I'm gonna share. You know, there, there's a point I'm getting to here with you know those of us who did uh, meet him. For those who didn't, um, my experience was brief but funny. He, I asked him to sign the uh, the morpher, uh, the golden morpher with the you know the two coins, the the dragon coin and the white tiger coin in there, and. Uh, he he signed it, but he also noticed I had uh, the dragon dagger. Now, I do not have the legacy dragon dagger. I had the legacy morpher, gold morpher. I do not have the legacy dragon dagger. I have the Disney release dragon dagger, which didn't even have the, the right <clears throat> tune. And for some reason... For some reason, had like a lightsaber at the bottom of the handle that came out. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> and he 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 looked at it. that fantasy crossover area, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Power Rangers, and Star Wars. <laughs> so he looked at this thing. And he goes, "Oh, this is this is the Disney, the the crappy Disney era one right here, isn't it?" And he he had to like. <laughs> He had to like, you know, whoosh it out and like kind of play with it a little bit. And he took a picture of it for his Instagram and then he signed it. I didn't pay for him to sign that. He just decided he was going to sign it just because he thought it was hilarious. I had the crappy dragon dagger. <laughs> and he handed it back to me. <laughs> it was, a, it was a pity signature. That's <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so the main driving point behind all of this, uh, these interactions is that he loved all of his fans. He loved all of his fans, whether he met them or not. And to those of you in here, Travis, Kim, Chris, Michael, um, he loved you, you know, and that, that's, that's, he loved his fans. And so he loved you. And, and that, that is what we need to remember him for, not for the, you know, the end but for his his passion and his love and that's that's the important that's that's why we we celebrate life not death yeah thousand percent uh we mourn how he went we learn from it but we don't focus on it we focus on the lessons that he taught us in how he lived how he left does not undo any of the positive things he was uh, stewing, teaching through actions and words. That's what we need to do to honor him and what he was what he was going for. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> well, it has been. It is. This is almost Nathan. 
this has almost been our first ever five hour stream. So uh, let's guys, let's not let's go for another 30 minutes. Uh, no, we have, we are now a couple minutes longer than the friggin' extended cut of return of the King. Oh, <laughs> Can we pass uh, the Snyder cut? We, have, we, have, we have almost, we, we have already surpassed, our Beast Morphers episode, which is four hours and 33 minutes. Um, So we are past that at this point. But I can think of, but all the things that we've talked about, I can think of no no better way to finally end this stream uh, than with the man's own words. So Nathan, would you please uh, pull up... would you please pull up the, the video that we I'm going found? to, but uh, before I do that, let's all say our goodbyes and we'll just end on JDF. Uh, oh, sure. So that's actually, that's, that's even thank better. Thank you very much. Yep. The, I will try to put links to as much of our stuff in the description as I can. So just to save yeah. us time with shameless self promotion. Right. So before on, on, we have to sign out, there's no other way to sign out oh, than all of us do our own. It's morphin time. Right. Well, I was going to go with CIA, but okay, that works. Okay. No, Morphin time is better. <laughs> Actually, may the power protect you is how you typically sign up. That's cares? true. That's true. Let's do all three. There's also some dope comments in the thread right now, and I'm with Rebecca, all three, for the win. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. So uh, this is like... 1.30 in the morning, Chris face. <laughs> yeah. My hands are puffy, son. And I still have to edit an episode. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, editing never see. ends, sir. All right. I'll, st- I'll start us off. I'll just say, it's morphin' time. And, uh, and may the power protect you. Yeah. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, you are, Jack. Supposed to say? I am... <laughs> It's morphin' time. See, yeah. <laughs> May the power to protect you. <laughs> nope. Nope. Why are we right. awkwardly st- sitting here? All right, fine. All right, fine. Because it's because it's because it's one fifteen in the morning for us. That's why. It's morphin' time. See, yeah. May the power protect you. What, why'd we suddenly go kind of Eeyore there? <laughs> no, it's Yorg. <laughs> May the power protect you, I guess. I think it's Morphin Time. This was a super mega win, guys. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, because it's Morphin Time. <laughs> and may the power protect you there. It's time for go. turbo. Oh, wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> I did that really wrong. Just for the record, I'm going to say right now, if y'all don't say shift into turbo when you suddenly speed up on driving, are you even a Power Rangers fan? You're not. You're not. Uh, shift into turbo. That's the one I was trying to think of. <laughs> I just, I really butchered that. It's like Legit, every single time, every single Kim. time I got to speed up on the highway, I'm like, shift into turbo. Sorry, Kim. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's morphin time. See, I, uh, may the power protect you. Who hasn't gone? JR um, and Rebecca. Rebecca. Okay. It's morphin time. You see, uh, may the power protect you.
Oh. Did you, what'd you just call me? <laughs> I'm sorry, your what hurts? <laughs> Did someone punch a gorilla in the gut? <laughs> all right. All right, all right. Everybody's right. going to hate me because I live in an apartment complex. It's more for time. May the power protect you. Beautiful. I think we had awesome. some echo there somehow. but <laughs> We did. Whatever. <laughs> did everybody do theirs? Yes. I guess. Okay. And here we go. Why don't you like me? Work, dang it! <laughs> <laughs> That's where the audio cuts out. <laughs> this, is where, this, is, this is where the stream gets damaged. Because right, uh, yeah. Oh my on. gosh, why does it hate me right now? Because you were uh, streaming for four and a half hours. Stream <laughs> <laughs> okay. yards, like please, just end it. I know you gave me money, but end it. Just end it for Christ's sake! Oh my gosh, why is it do real? <clears throat> the morphing grid has overloaded. Oh my god! <clears throat> okay, is it real? Will the space bar work? Uh, have you tried summoning the dragon zord? Have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again? Have you tried doing it right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm so sorry to everyone who's still with us. <laughs> Let me fight with this for a second. <laughs> We're never leaving. We'll come running to your side. We will be protect you from the front. Front. technical difficulties. All of us are on your side. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll take, take them. them. Uh-huh. We'll take them down. It was fight, working fight. earlier. Why is it not? <laughs> Oh, no. so many things Nathan, right you now. gotta techno babble the MacGuffin. Ah. Nathan, can you stop clicking on a JPEG? <laughs> it's not. A j- <laughs> it's not a JPEG. Hang on, hang on it. Bloody hell! <laughs> oh bloody hell! Why do I always have to come in and save the bloody day? Eh? <laughs> I mean, what it? Wiz Lord might be right. He's saying the video feels corrupted. It's just showing zero, zero. Yeah. It's not uh, showing zero, zero. zeros. Oh, yeah, no. For everybody else, it's just zeros across the board. Kidding. Oh, oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. <sighs> we're doing okay. so well. Hang on. It's, wor- it's, it's working for me. All right. Hang on. All right. Like with the show, Michael to the rescue. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly what it is. All right, here we go. Are you are you sharing? I am getting ready to. Give me just a moment. (laughs) And it's in two parts, just so you know. I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know, Nathan. Everybody. All right, here we go. Everybody in the chat. Nate March and Almighty Streamlord. <laughs> Not. I'm happy to let you know we somehow haven't lost money during this session. <laughs> <laughs> because they gave it to charity, and that would be This rude. is why Nathan needs Jimmy. Did it? Yes, did, y'all, it did y'all? Can y'all see that? No. No. What's going on? I have to add it to the stream. There, there it is. There we go. All okay. right. Tell me if you can hear this. It's really nope. quiet. Very quiet. It's well, crap. 
<laughs> we will never leave. By the way, if you want to donate to the uh, charity, <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep pushing. Yeah, Nathan is going to put another link here. <laughs> what is going on? Why is it not working? And uh, making the best of a bad situation. Donate, people. <laughs> Why is it not? Michael, not to the rescue. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I have the volume all the way up. So why is it not working? I like how we're promoting yeah, mental yeah. health awareness. Guys, yet I'm we're all you right. Okay, I've got it working. I've got it working on my end again. I have it working on my end again. So Great mental health. So <laughs> we're switching back. Two, bye. There. Let me let me stop my stream. Okay, you've got it. Okay, great. Okay, fantastic. Thank okay. God. In the man's own words, finally. Guys, I'm going to tell you right now: be who you want to be. Follow your dreams, not other people's dreams. The most important thing is that you have to remember: you're only worth as much as you say you're worth. Tell yourself, I am the best. Tell yourself. I can, I can, I can. And never use these words, I can't. Because if you use the words, I can't, you will never succeed. People have the wrong impression about success. Success is not measured on the amount of money you have. Success is not measured on how much money you have in their pocket. Success is measured on are you happy in life? Are you happy at your job? Are you happy in your relationship? Are you happy with who you are? Because if you're not, you need to change it. No one else. Remember, the words you speak control your thoughts. Your thoughts control your body. Your body controls your actions, and your actions become your characteristics. It's very important to believe in who you are and follow your dreams. Who cares what anyone else says? Everyone says, I couldn't do it. I couldn't be a ranger. I couldn't film a movie. I couldn't succeed. I was voted number one in high school to fail. And guess what? I didn't listen to those people. And you shouldn't either. Right now, it's so important during this period of your life to reach and grab that opportunity. You got to remember opportunities don't come to you. You have to get the opportunity. The opportunity is there. You just have to reach and grab it. And it's so important to follow these rules if you want to become anything you want to become. Number one, we all have a purpose in life. We all have a purpose in life. What is your purpose? Do you really know what your purpose is? Number two, you got to have passion. Have passion for what you want to become. Become passionate. I'm so passionate on what I want to do. I'm so passionate for the fans. I'm so passionate in my life. I'm so passionate about karate. I'm so passionate about making movies. You have to have passion. Number three, patience. You got to have the patience. It's not going to happen overnight. You got to have the patience. And number four is profit. But who cares about profit if you don't have the ladder to succeed? The ladder to succeed is you have to have a purpose. You have to have passion. You have to have patience and next will come profit. Everybody wants to be big, rich and famous, but you can't buy happiness with money. You have to deposit in people's emotional bank account. People have to deposit in your emotional bank account because if they're not, then they're not your friend. And you don't need those people. You need to surround yourself with people that are going to build you up. Don't put yourself in a bucket full of crabs.
crabs because what happens happens in a bucket full of crabs is when you reach the top another grab another crab reaches you and pulls you back down so no one's getting to the top because the crabs are pulling you back down are your friends pulling you down are other people pulling you down well you need to stop because it is up to you my friend you control it this is the rudder in the engine of the boat and the airplane what you speak is what you get if you say, I can't never do this, I can never follow my dreams. Look, they're not gonna be easy. People want the shortcut in life, but you have to do the work. So if you're sitting there right now and you're thinking, you know what? I never reached my goal. I never succeeded, not on money, but I never succeeded on what I wanna become. Get off your butt and do something today. Look in the mirror and tell yourself this, I can. I will. That's the most important thing to succeed. Success is not all about money. Success is about happiness. So if this video touched you and you feel this video in your heart, tag a friend because I'm only here for me. So if I could be here for me in order to succeed and be happy in my heart to share this message, then if it works for you and it touches your heart, send it to someone else. This is all about depositing in your emotional bank account. Do something good for someone today. Tell them you are awesome. Tell yourself you are worth everything. Everyone is equal. Doesn't matter who you are. People come up and say, man, you're my first celebrity I ever met. I'm not a celebrity, I'm a person just like you. So the most important thing is follow your dreams, go after it and follow the four P's. You got the purpose, you got the passion, you got to have patience and next will come profit. But who cares about profit? You can't take it with you when you die. But what you can do is leave a legacy, a legacy behind. When you're gone, people say, hey, I remember this dude and I remember what he did for me. So, are you gonna leave a legacy behind? If you do, let's do it today. I love you all, man. Thank you for taking this time. 86,400 seconds a day, and people just drain their brain. They don't train their brain. So thank you for spending that time, this precious time in life, to watch this video. Good night, guys. Good night, Good night everybody. Good night. Thank you all for being here.